And Rhino, he's not even an issue. I don't sweat Rhino. Are you ready? Yes, it's the Rhino. I just want the paper. I done came down so clean. I'm shining on the haters. Ain't none better than me. Paint wetter than he. 400 And out come Rhino. Rhino. I just want the paper. I done came down so clean. I'm shining on the haters. Ain't none better than me. Paint wetter than he. 400 Welcome back to the Rhino Wrestling Review, brought to you by our friends ProWrestling.com. I am your host, Dan Rhino, joined by my good friends, Will Lewis. Hello. And Jason Calcibetta. Hello. And how's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We what? got it. We did it. Do you think it's because we gave Dave Meltzer an award at the, the Hornies? Which really went to his head. Because now so he's too. like he's upped his game, where he's just releasing all fake news all the time. That's, uh, I mean, how is that any different? <laughs> well, now it's like more. What he normally does. Like, it's like tenfold. We need a fake news drop on mm. the board. There's no room, though. No, there's no room. There's no room for there's anything. There's too much gold on it. I'm there sure is. there's plenty we can take off. I don't know, man. It's all, it seems like it's all prime rib. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the perfectly roasted, endless prime rib you could ever want. Thank you. There it is. Uh, well, guys, I'm excited about this show because it marks the end of... A long and tenuous last two weeks for me. <laughs> I decided that I, being at the end of a decade, I was going to undertake a process of doing a little decade in review for the for uh, the world of pro wrestling. Once I got into it, I realized it was not going to be able to be done in one show, so I decided to do two shows. I ended up averaging about two hours for every year of research. Jesus. Uh, 10 times 2, I believe, is 20, last look, time I checked. You yeah. look like the hope has gone out of your eyes. Uh, yeah, you look just like you've had just a rough couple of weeks. It's, it's not been great. I realized that there... You know, it, it was interesting, because when I... Dougie Wrestling, our, our buddy from ProWrestling.com and STF Underground. Hi, Doug. Huge Natalia fan. Huge! I would say probably the be- the biggest Natalia fan? He is one of the Natalia fans. In the the world. five of them that are out there. Yep. Yep. Big big fan and just women's wrestling in general. Mm. Love you it. can you can hear his show every week on every podcast platform and prowrestling.com. But Doug was nice enough to record with me for over 3 hours the first 5 years, years 2010 to 2014. And you guys are nice enough to join me for 2015 to 2019. There's a lot of Stuff in here. The golden years of wrestling. I would say the golden age. Yeah, was probably 2015 to 2019. Probably the, probably the, one of the five year runs mm-hmm. in the history of pro wrestling. Now I'm just excited to like get into it and you know talk about like the Shield and CM Punk Mm-mm. and like Mm-mm. those really Mm-mm. cool things that happen. We mean uh well, no well no um, that was in the the first episode. What do you mean? The that most of that happened in 2010 to 2014. So, but nothing else happened the rest of the year then. 
Well, or the the decade. So Doug and I covered that, so uh, you probably won't get to talk much about either of those things. Yeah, but like CM Punk, mm. the Shield, mm. Shield reunion. That's, that's in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's in here. I give which, it, which reunion? <laughs> I, I'll give it to you. That oh. that is in here. There. What I was what I was wanting to say is that. It, it was interesting going back and looking, and Jason, you kind of made that mention when we were talking before we were recording, that sometimes when you think about something that happened, it's fun to go back and say that, oh, shit, that was 2015. I yeah. didn't realize it was tw- I didn't realize it was 2011. I didn't yeah. realize it was 2018. It all kind of just runs together. And when I was going back and breaking it down by year and by company, it was very interesting to see where the the guys and gals who are the top stars in the top companies right now, what they were doing back in 2014, what they were doing back in 2010, and how they kind of progressed throughout the decade, because you're going to see a lot of these guys that in the first show were mid-carters in New Japan, and now they're main stars on AEW or main stars in WWE or main stars in NXT. A lot of these guys are going to progress from Ring of Honor to Impact to WWE to AEW. It's it's very interesting to go back and look at that. And it's also very interesting to go back and look at... There was a lot of stuff that was good for as much as I shit on wrestling. As much as you guys just hate <laughs> wrestling? I don't even know why we do this podcast. Why well, would you say we hate wrestling? Because you guys hate everything. Wow. Well, I don't hate... No. I would say that me and Dan are probably the most positive people... Well, I court, think like we're, with the wrestling in con- yeah, concern. Yeah, as far as wrestling, hard scrambled egg journalists yeah. go, <laughs> I would say we are two of them. Two of them. Yes, two of the hard scrambled eggs journalists. Yes, yes. We call it down the middle, like we seize it. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep my ear to the streets. Mm-hmm. So you guys were excited to see Kane back this week, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Kane Velas- Velasquez. No. No. He's gonna be in the Royal Rumble, guys. He's oh. he said all three hundred pounds of him <laughs> of doughy goodness. <laughs> He's looking good. Glasses. He's looking good. He Is looks it? he look pretty looks pretty trim. Uh, looks he looks great. But there's not it wasn't all bad the last decade. No, it's a lot not of bad. a lot of stuff we're covering today is shit. Why are you looking at me while you're not saying that? Yeah. <laughs> I, you just stared me down. I, had, I was so angry at you when I was doing the impact notes. As if it was your fault. As if, God damn it, Jason. I took it so personally toward you. A lot of the shit that I had to research for impact. As if you had anything to do with it. But I needed somebody to blame. And you were the first person that I thought of when, I think, what? when I think of yeah. impact. So a lot of this, I'm going to ask you to take the uh, the stand for Impact Wrestling. and <laughs> I can't always do that, sir. <laughs> and I'm going to need you to uh, support some of this horse shit we're going to talk about from 2015 to 2019. I'm in trouble. I'm in danger. <laughs> we are going to see a little bit of a, a change because in the 2010 to 2014, Impact was trying to get up to that that level of WWE and couldn't really make it. We talked about the the attempted Monday Night Wars that they tried to to relaunch. Would and that, then Impact would, really would that last about 8 weeks. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah, about yeah. 8 weeks. And then they then they started to really struggle with with the whole tr- power struggle with Hulk Hogan and Dixie Carter and 
Vince Russo and Jeff Jarrett, and it was it was really a mess. And that's right when Ring of Honor was starting to kind of pick up some steam. As we get into these years here, we're going to see that Ring of Honor kind of toward the end of the decade is going to start losing a little bit of steam and Impact is going to kind of regroup a little bit. But both all the companies, we're going to break them up. We're going to talk about New Japan. We're going to talk about Impact. We're going to talk about Ring of Honor. We're going to talk about WWE. We're going to talk about NXT. And when we get to the end of the decade, we even got to talk about a little little tiny t-shirt company called All Elite Wrestling. Hmm. Never heard of them. You guys ever heard of them? No. Mm-mm. I wonder what, if Snoop's ever heard of mm. AEW. Who? Oh, apparently not. Mm. So let's start in 2015, gentlemen. The Billboard Song of the Year was Uptown Funk. Woo! I'll give it to you. By Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars. And the Oscar winner for Best Picture was Birdman. With the great Michael Keaton. Birdman. I have not you have you seen never seen, seen Birdman. Birdman. Well, <laughs> I've seen a horse fly. <laughs> I've seen a dragonfly. Never I seen, seen a needle that winked its eye. <laughs> now you guys talked about the Hurt Locker in the last episode. Uh, you have you have uh, some I have thoughts seen on the, the, Hurt the Hurt Locker, and it's one of my favorite movies. Really? Tell so, us. Uh, is that? It's great. Very is s- that about the Iraq War or something like? No, that? No, it's about bomb diffusers in in some war that shall not be named. But oh, yeah, okay. very su- suspenseful. Kept me on the edge of my seat. But you like it? I bought a whole seat for the movie, but I only needed. The edge. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like. I don't. We're gonna cut that out. Ah. <laughs> I don't like your attempt. I'm gonna mark the time down right now. Uh, no. Will's attempt at humor fails, and Damn. she cut that out in the editing process. I hadn't seen any the, any of the movies that were mentioned in the previous show that Doug and I did. I hadn't seen any of them. I haven't seen any of these. That is, I'm digging through it. Maybe I one. I haven't seen that uh, that uproarious comedy, Twelve Years a Slave, that was in 2014. No, Dan, that wasn't a. Uh, I heard that was uh, not a comedy. Oh no, it no. was it was another depressing movie that won the the Oscar for Best Picture like every other movie that wins the Oscar for Best Picture it's true is depressing man no no I want to be more depressed there's one later on that's pretty good I've seen two I've seen one of these I've seen one of them as well Okay, I don't think I've seen any of them (laughs) let's talk about what New Japan was doing back in 2015 Russell Kingdom 9 took place Jeff Jarrett's GFW Network ooh uh, Jason Calcibetta perks up. The table moves a little bit. His GWF network provided English language broadcast for Wrestle Kingdom. That was Jim Ross and Matt Stryker. That was Jim Ross's first play-by-play job since leaving WWE two years before that. Huge deal at the time. And I believe Jim Ross said on the broadcast, I don't know if this is going to be my last broadcast, but if it is, if it something like if it is, I went out on a hell of a show. Or something like that. And as we know, in 2020, Jim Ross still going strong. With, Hanging in there. With a little t-shirt company yep. that puts on a little wrestling show. Just saying some racist things every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to defend him, but no. You're like, it. yeah. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, the most uncool man in wrestling history, is somehow in the Bullet Club. <laughs> the coolest. <laughs> booked, booked himself into it. No. Don't like that. <laughs> how, did, how does that happen? How does the coolest faction, one of the maybe the coolest faction in wrestling history, uh-huh. get Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett? It makes I would, sense. I would right? imagine it's the same way that like Billy Gunn got in, like Billy for, Gunn is for a like a cooler. second. Billy Gunn is like 
Light. I leagues. would say leagues cooler, <laughs> as my friend Scoops Lewis would say. Leagues above Jeff Jarrett on the coolness meter. Did you guys yeah. see Billy Gunn on Dark this week? Or last week, whatever that I'm was? Sure, I, Huge. Did, I did not, but I'm sure he's jacked, jacked. to the gills. Oh, my God. I was like, he looks looks like he could still just now go that, now that they're not now that he's in a non-testing uh, company, <laughs> I'm sure he's back on the gas. Jack, any team with his his son or yeah. something like that? Yeah, That's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Uh, Kenny Omega retains the junior heavyweight title. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly re- retain the junior tag titles over. Remember Alex Kozlov from WWE? A little bit of a flop there, yeah, huh? kind of. <laughs> And Rocky Romero, the Time Splitters, Alex Shelley and Kushida, who just showed up on NXT this past week, and the Young Bucks. So the, a lot of names that are still prominent here in 2020, like Alex Kozlov. Uh, no. Oh, oh. I, have you seen Alex Kozlov lately? I have not. He's like he looks like a bodybuilder. Now. Really? Remember he was like he was big, but he was not like yeah, yeah. cut when he was in WWE. Now he just he looks like he's. You know Arnold in the, the 70s Jesus. or something like that. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, AJ Styles defeats Naito. There's a dream match for you. There you go. Uh, Gallows and Anderson drop the tag belts. Nakamura retains the Intercontinental title over Kota Ibushi. And Okada is unsuccessful in the world title main event against Tanahashi. Hell of a show! That's all on one show, gentlemen. That, that does sound really good. Wrestle Kingdom 9. This was one I didn't even know uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling existed. <laughs> I, I believe the... I want to the the next year is the one I the first one that I the first Wrestle Kingdom I ever watched, Ru, I, so I did not see Wrestle Kingdom nine when it well, you, happened. You would have turned it off the second Jeff Jarrett busted oh, out. I'm a, sure it would. A Bullet Club. I'm shirt. sure he was in like the forty man Super Rumble or whatever that came out, <laughs> strutting and cutting <laughs> all over the place. 2017 for me is when New Japan first uh, popped into my mm-hmm. radar. All right, so I was I was 2016. Yeah. So I was. As usual, I'm a little bit above the uh, head of the curve yeah. than you are. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a man of the people, and mm-hmm. you you watch every. Well, you're, you're too busy having your your ear to the the ground. I ch- can't watch TV. Like, well, get up! Like can't watch TV watch when TV. your ear's on the freezing cold ground. Absolutely. Uh, AJ Styles beats Tanahashi the next month to become the heavyweight champion. One of the few American heavyweight champions that they've had over the years. I think Hogan had it. Once the IWGP, no. uh, Lesnar had it. Vader, uh, did Vader have it? I believe he did. And then AJ Styles. I remember when I was at the the Madison Square Garden show last year. I think I texted you guys. They showed all the champions over the years. Oh yeah. And on the on the screen is kind of like a montage. The ones that got the biggest pop were Hogan and Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, guys. You're just you're just feeding into the WWE bias. Stop it. No. Uh, like I said, AJ becomes the heavyweight champion. That same night, Gallows and Anderson retain the tag titles. The Bucks win the junior tag titles, and Bad Luck Fale beats Nakamura for the IC title. That's all Bullet Club, baby. Woo! It's Bullet like they're running strong. They're yeah, running super strong in a in a company where I think I don't think any of those gentlemen are Japanese. That's pretty there interesting. Is, there is eight non-Japanese wrestlers that have held the title. Now, okay, so no. that's more. That's probably more about, than I thought. About yeah. double, that's about twice as many. The as one I thought. that sticks out is uh, Big Scott Norton, which I would not. I'd never paid attention. Dude, to. I heard Scott Norton was over fucking huge. In Japan. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> now, he's just uh, kind of a throwaway NWO guy. But yeah. Carl Anderson is married to a Japanese woman, so there's that. Uh, I don't know if she's Japanese. Will uh, he? He just refers to her as his hot Asian wife. 
Oh. So we'll have a have to have an intern look up we'll to just see. Say, we'll just say Japanese. Well, that's that, I don't know if that's going to be allowed, but <laughs> we'll, we'll ask Jim Ross and see what he says. At least uh, we're not saying the other word. Uh, the Bullet Club adds Takahashi, uh, the maker of the great volleyballs that you you guys use. Uh, Tachikara. Tachikara. Oh, that's Tachikara. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Takahashi as their first Japanese member. And he wins the never open weight title in June, so Bullet Club has all four heavyweight titles. Can you explain the never open weight title to me? I it means it's never open weight. I never can. I don't understand. No. They have 50 titles. They I don't do. know. They have a lot of titles. I don't know. And I don't know what they going all mean on. something. <laughs> they all mean something. <laughs> Okada, after his loss at Wrestle Kingdom, kind of does this downward spiral angle. It kind of reminded me of when Cena lost to The Rock at WrestleMania, and he was like, oh, woe is me, i got to get back on the horse. And he does recoup. He defeats AJ for the heavyweight title in July and carries it for the rest of the year. One thing that I found out in my research is Okada is the Hulk Hogan of New Japan. <laughs> this fucker is... Takahashi, yeah. This fucker is rarely going to lose in the decade. When he does, it's going to mean something. And he, he goes on runs where he holds the belt for like two years. He goes on the belt, right, and then he loses it and then gets it back and runs with it for another year and a half. He's, it's like Okada wins LOL. <laughs> That's kind of what, it, what it's going to become. There's always one, right? All right, let's go into Impact Wrestling, Mr. Kyle Sabetta. I'm here. Uh, TNA is off of Spike in 2015. They go from 93 million homes to that great uh, station that we all know and love, Destination America. <laughs> 58 million homes. So they they lose about half of their uh, outreach by dropping off the network. Do you remember what the... Was it a money issue? Was it... Uh, was Spike not wanting to there pr was produce a the... A lot of... From what I remember, they wanted to buy... Spike wanted to buy 5% of the company. Like they do with Bellator. Mm -hmm. And... TNA at the time said no. Hell no. Dumbasses. You don't have enough money yeah, to buy 5% of this company. Which is terrible because if you own the company, you clearly are never getting canceled. You know, and then... Uh, you would think that it would give you a foothold yeah. on a big network. And they said there was a few other things, um, like the Vince Russo stuff, working under the table, mm -hmm. and they hated that, the Spike execs. Do you know that story well? And, well, uh, I mean, all I know is that they had to make room for uh, Bar Rescue and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Bar Rescue. <laughs> a lot of Bar Rescue. There was a thing where Vince... Marathons every day. Apparently, Spike didn't want Vince Russo involved or something like that, and Dixie was having him involved, but not having... Was, like, paying him under yeah, the table. He was sending, like... Like a consultant emails from afar. Mm -hmm. Vince Russo is a friend of the show. Yeah. He is a friend of the show. Bro. Hey. Bro. Bro. Rhino, Rhino, Rhino. Rhino. Uh, uh, Kurt Angle, the Hardys, Gail Kim all resigned in 2015. Taz and Samoa Joe leave the company that same year. Samoa Joe would uh, shortly thereafter show up in NXT. In April, Billy Corgan joins TNA as senior producer of creative. <laughs> Whatever the who made, fuck who made that, that up? Whatever yeah. the fuck that Basically, made. like, he had some money, and we gave him a spot. <laughs> is what happened there. Which is weird, because what if only there was a major cable company that was offering them money yeah. for a small portion of yeah. their company. Mm. Uh, Lashley wins the world title in January. Angle defeats him later that month. 
EC3 wins the title in June. All of those title changes <laughs> on at, free TV on, on Impact. Nothing on maybe, and maybe that was their way of trying to say, "Well, you got to watch." Got to watch the show. Got to watch the show. You got to watch Destination America. Anything can happen. The monthly pay per views are done. They are not doing pay per views every month, which that's got that had to have been hard to be financially viable. For them to yeah, do a, for a, to while, do a they were pay-per-view doing three, every month. I think yeah. they only did. They weren't even doing four. Mm-hmm. I think we got Slammiversary, Bound for Glory, and then whatever the Lockdown. Was yeah, all, was Lockdown or a Phil Collins song, as yeah. you like to say. <laughs> you know? Insert Phil Collins yeah. <laughs> song here in the air of the night. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't have any major pay-per-views in 2015 until June. So they go six months without a major pay-per-view. See, that's terrible. Uh, this. Was the rise of EC3 in 2015 somebody who was Derek Bateman in NXT and just kind of cast away? He was doing some really good stuff in, in 2015, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he, him and Lashley basically carried the company mm-hmm. on their back for a while. Now, Will doesn't, I know. Will Will doesn't, doesn't believe, believe us because he's, he's only. was amazing. Well, same <laughs> yeah. thing about EC3. Yeah, he's, they're he's both only great. seen the, the garbage that they put him in on <laughs> WWE programming. Now, this was the first year that I started watching Impact Wrestling as well. <laughs> now, how did you do that? If you uh, Did you get Destination America? No, Jason forced me to watch it. <laughs> oh. So he'd be like, hey, man, come on over and watch this wrestling pay per view. I'd be like, oh, all right. Then I'd go over there and I didn't know what it was, and then I'd have to sit there. It was great. It's it was great. Good. I love Bobby Lashley and EC3. Bobby Lashley and EC3 were good around this time. Uh, Carrying we need the company. A new, we need a new drop. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, Drew Galloway joins TNA, yeah. and this is also when Eli Drake is starting to kind of come Drew into his Galloway. own with the company. Still chugging along. Going to be your uh, main event at WrestleMania, apparently, according to <laughs> one of you guys Scoop, told me that. Scoops Calcimetta over here. <laughs> Told me he's going to uh, be main eventing against Brock Lesnar. No, don't like that. Fresh feuds, Dan. Dan immediately s- sells his wrestling WrestleMania <laughs> tickets. I'll be here with you guys. I'm not. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> nope. Not going. Uh, Matt Hardy defeats EC3 and Drew Galloway to win the title. So Matt Hardy's your champion in October at Bound for Glory. He vacates it two days later. Now, Will, there was a uh, 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 an injunction. That EC3 filed that a, a legal injunction Uh-oh. that uh, Matt Hardy had to vacate the title. What? You remember that, Jason? That, <laughs> I don't, but this is before Broken Matt Hardy. It was. I do. Yeah, this, this is, was like big money this is Matt. Ju- yeah, this is just Matt Hardy. So they have a world title series uh, tournament. So you can see Russo is still involved <laughs> at this point. Tournament, oh, bro. <laughs> okay. Oh, women are included. Okay, here we go, guys. <laughs> This looks exhausting. There's 32 wrestlers, okay. including women. Okay. okay, That's all that was on the roster. There's eight groups of four. Okay. Because eight times four, I, last time I checked, is 32. You get points for wins and for draws. <laughs> Two wrestlers from each group advance to a single elimination so tournament. So there's a tournament within the tournament. So there's... We go that then we go from thirty two to sixteen and then it's single elimination. Okay. This was taped in July. Okay. They started airing it in August. It's pretty good. It ended in January twenty sixteen. A lot of TV they got done in July. Their year was done. <laughs> July. All right, guys. They Thanks. Had a, they had Thanks. A for, for the July barbecue. <laughs> See you guys in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Now did they give away who won? That's the thing. So it. They taped it all the way up to, I think, the semifinals. Ah. And the semifinals and the finals were on the same night. I don't remember this. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Which is probably a good thing. 
And I believe when we get into 2016, it was on the premiere of, on Pop. Oh, okay. They saved it for the... So, Pop. That was... I don't know if it was live or not. I think the, the first show might have been live. But if you if you wanted to know who was going to be in the final four, you would you could stumble across any website and find out yeah. what yeah. it was going to be. This reminds me of that AEW tournament where you get a chance at a bye. <laughs> well, you got to win. Weeks. You got to win a battle royal. Yeah, yeah, there's yep. just like it's, it's like yep. simple is better, boys. Yep. And, and then girls. you got to carry a beer keg around and <laughs> go through the obstacle course. And then if you get that, you get into the triple threat match. Oh man, Otis would clean up in that. And if you win that match, then you have a chance to get a bye in the first round of the tournament. That sounds pretty legit. Which does nothing for you because the Dark Order got that bye in there. <laughs> they <laughs> they lost, still didn't. They win. lost immediately. They're like, "Fuck, man, we wrestled for six months uh, to get that bye." <laughs> That's that. That was their problem. Was they wrestled too much leading up to that? They were tired. Yeah. They exactly. needed the bike just it. to recruit. Yeah, recruit. Yeah. Uh, they are off Destination America by the end of 2015. So the Destination America experiment lasts uh, less, a little less than a year. That's crazy. Now, yeah. what other uh, great programming was on Destination America? Was that uh, the, the Ghost Brothers? Was that where Shit's Creek was? Uh, no, that's, that's pop. pop, bro. Oh, that's Pop. pop. Okay. And apparently, Shit's Creek is really good. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, that's what they say. it's on Netflix. Eugene so. Levy's in that. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd watch just for that. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, uh, yeah. No, that was not Shit's Creek. I don't know what's on. What's on? Look a, lot of, a lot of like is, a, is ghost it still a stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll roll into Ring of Honor here, and while we do that, uh, okay. maybe if you find out anything uh, interesting, it's in all action. like paranormal and ghost, and there's like a Pitmasters barbecue show. Go on. I'm in, I'm in um, listening. Just all kinds Her. of like, all maybe kinds some, of like some small barbecue stuff. Shows, yeah. You th- you some Jr. Slather. <laughs> all right. Here. Wait. 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 Oh, here, here we go. Here we go. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Best intern we've ever had. Oh. Whoa. Cheeto fingers already. Now, in your defense, you were eating Cheetos right before that is true. we got here. Which is weird, but I don't eat with my left hand, so... Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, Use that for other stuff. That's true. Uh, <laughs> it's called The Stranger. Mm. Uh, all right, so we got Mountain, Monst- Mountain Monsters. Oh, yeah, Mountain Monsters is a classic. Ghost Brothers. Mm-hmm. You were on, you're right on board with that. <laughs> ghost Asylum. A lot of ghost uh, shows, as uh, you said. A Haunting. <laughs> That's Par- 75% or Paranormal Lockdown. 80%. Monsters and Mysteries. This is Jason's Dude, channel. Dude, the channel's it's pretty just great. Just like the Monster, uh, the Monster Channel. So oh. Mountain Monsters is is also Paranormal. I would have thought stuff. Abyss would have been great on this yeah. channel. Haunt, haunted Towns. Dude. Buying Alaska. So we're getting away from the No, haunted, yeah, now yeah. we're just getting into like a re- reality yeah. show. Barbecue Pitmasters. There, there it is. Uh-huh. Railroad Alaska. Lots of... Alaska they're hunt. heavy on I'm Alaska I'm hunting. upset how much of this I knew. They're heavy on Alaska and they're heavy on specters. Oh, we're, we're not done. Uh, Buying the Bayou, okay. Alaska monsters. Okay. Oh, so we're combining Ooh. Alaska and the monster yeah. theme. I well, like, like it. We already got a crew there. Yeah. Just, just film something else. Um, Amish haunting, buying the beach, barbecue pit wars. Ooh. Oh, interesting. So they're heavy on the the barbecue shows yeah. too. Ghost stalkers. That okay. sounds creepy. That yeah, I like it. Creepy. Impact. <laughs> <laughs> now what is now what is that? Is that's that right a, in, I assume right? that's a ghost yeah. show in yeah. Alaska. A lot of ghosts off that uh, show. <laughs> Cheating Vegas. Ooh. Full throttle saloon. Oh, um, I used to watch that. Fun fact. Ring of Honor Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were on there for a little while. Uh, I believe we're going to talk about that. A little foreshadowing there. Yeah, Guys, yeah. there's a lot of shows on Way here. Way to go, Will. Uh, Hell Lo- Hel- Loggers. That sounds cool. Tree Huggers. <laughs> oh, God. This all sounds great. I'm still upset with how much of that I knew. Yeah. Planet Mechanics. Well, a lot of it sounds kind of kind of 
Cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch yeah. a little tonight. I don't get Destination America. <laughs> <laughs> no one does. I don't. Apparently, 58 million people do, but yeah. I, I don't get it. Uh, Jay Briscoe is your Ring of Honor champ as we roll in the Ring of Honor in 2015. He was the solo champ. Yeah, yeah he, he defends it in March against... Check out this match. It's a four-corner survival match with Jay Briscoe defending against with Tommaso Ciampa. Two really good talents and handsome. <laughs> the band? Yeah. See, they Yeah, yeah. Not bad, guys. See, now they have a dis- They have the advantage because there's, there's three, of, three them. of them. There's three of them, yeah. That's not fair. But they're all pussies. Yeah. Three, of, <laughs> three of them together equal the size of this handsome. So uh, Jay Briscoe, <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa, Michael Elgin, and Hanson, who is Ivar in the Viking Raiders. Uh, that's pretty interesting to see. A hell of a, yeah. I didn't know Tom- Tommaso Ciampa ever was a Ring of Honor guy. Yeah, they had nothing for him. <laughs> we, he we, talks very listen, openly about listen, bro. We don't got any room for you here. Yeah, hit the bricks, kid. Yeah, bringing in Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal, <laughs> <Yeah>. your TV <laughs> champ, defeats Jay Briscoe for the Ring of Honor title in June in a winner take all match, and Lethal's going to carry that title for 427 yeah. days. Yep. Mr. Consistent, there. It's a long time. Uh, you're not a fan of Jay Lethal, Will? Is that right? No, I, I'm, he's fine. I just don't really follow him too closely. Okay, I thought you you were not. Been a big fan. We'll see when when we go to Ring of Honor at the Family Arena. You're gonna you're gonna be the ones. There's like two people gonna be. 180 180 tickets sold so far. Dude, you could like have a personal. They might let you wrestle. They they might a personal conversation with everybody. Like guys, I wrestled. You'd be like, stop it. No, you did. (laughs) Like no, seriously. Here's the video. I tagged with the Beer City Bruiser. (laughs) (laughs) That's not you. That's the Beer City Bruiser. Uh, in June, as Will alluded to, Ring of Honor announces a 26-week deal with Destination America. I remember when that happened. Yeah, me too. And everybody kind of went, "Oh, uh oh." Yeah. For for TNA, they did like a they tried to do like a wrestling block mm-hmm. for that night where you got both of them back to back. And well, when you move to work. the channel that has you know Monster Alaska and Ghost Alaska and Ghost Brothers Alaska Ghost. There you go. Ghost Brothers is fun. Alaskan Specter Hauntings. Alaskan Barbecue Pitmaster Ghost, ghost Hunters. Ghost Ghost Barbecue. Ghost Ooh. In, a, in the Bayou. Mm. Oh, I would watch Ooh. Ghost Barbecue. Yeah, everybody just kind ghost of barbecue. perked up a little bit. Uh, Ring of Honor in 2015 is still sharing talent with New Japan. They're doing a lot of shows with the Bullet Club, doing shows with Okada, doing shows with Nakamura on it. Good shit, man. Yeah. 2015. Uh, the roster at this point includes a lot of names that you're going to be familiar with today. Uh, Dino, Donovan Dijak, who is uh, Dijakovic uh-huh. in, in uh, <laughs> NXT right now. Hangman Page, Dalton Castle, Silas Young, Roderick Strong, Michael Elgin, Moose, Mike Bennett, Maria Kanellis, Kaz and Daniels, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly, all on the Ring of Honor roster. It's good Two roster. of those guys are still in the house. That's crazy, Two. isn't it? I mean, yeah. and, and that's if Dalton is still there. He's he been is kind of MIA yeah, for a yeah, while. He is. He's had a lot of uh, injury issues. Yeah. But uh, Michael Elgin and Moose are both very prominent on Impact right now. Uh, Mike and Maria, man, underused in, in, cut, in WWE. They had that cut cult storyline. They did for, yes, for a little bit. For like bit. a week, right? Uh, Kaz and Daniels are are champs in, in AEW. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly are champs on NXT. Yeah. Roderick Strong is a champ in NXT. Hangman Page, Hangman is, Page drunk. is drunk on AEW. Yeah. There you go. Going after the tag belts, probably. 
Uh, let's talk about WWE. Do we have to? Yes, we do. Uh. Because one year after the Philly crowd badly wanted Roman Reigns to win the Royal Rumble instead of Batista, they gave the people what they wanted, Jason. <laughs> Roman wins the Royal Rumble and gets booed out of the building in 2015. And even The Rock couldn't save the, him. They booed The Rock. They booed oh. The Poor guy. Go back and look at The Rock's face like, when he's getting the shit booed out of, out of him. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan is back after a long layoff. He is eliminated very early in the Smart. Rumble. And after that, the crowd just gave Awful. Out. Yep. Awful. They crapped on the rest of the Rumble. They, It came down to Roman Reigns and uh, Rusev, who was still on NXT at the time, yeah. I believe. They really wanted Rusev to win. They, and he was a heel at the Rusev. time. Rusev. Uh, Reigns wins, sets up Brock and Fuck Roman, you, Roman at Mania. Do you guys remember the next night when they were supposed to have Raw and it got snowed out? Yeah. So they did it like from the studio. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like the, the Roman. God, yeah. that was five years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another one. I'm like, I remember that. It just, just so, did the sit it down just so yep. happened to mm-hmm. get snowed out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The uh, highlight of the night was Brock, Seth, and Cena triple threat match. You guys remember that? Yeah. I, do. I, was, uh, I think that might have been my match of the year. Uh, in 2015, Brock retains the title, and also, guys, Axelmania was born that night. <laughs> and it ran wild for a while. It did there. run wild yeah. for a little while. Curtis Axel never made it to the Royal Rumble. Never has been eliminated from the yeah. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, I would say that he's still in it. The Royal Rumble's still going on. And I think he, he got eliminated the next year. But that's next year. I'm talking about the 2015 Rumble. We still don't have a winner oh. yet. Uh, well, I mean, Roman won. Mm-mm, it should be Roman and Curtis in the ring right now uh, to see who's going to go to WrestleMania in 2015. We're going back in time. <laughs> You'll Huey Lewis in the news there. So this is this was really the the everybody wanted Daniel Bryan. This was yeah. a really rough time. So wow, I remember this. They put Roman and Dan- see this is in this fun. Yeah. We're going to go back and look and say, oh, I remember this. Roman defeats Daniel Bryan at Fastlane for the number one contendership. God damn it. <laughs> and they had Daniel Bryan in, doing the rock thing in the ring. Guys, he's the guy. He deserves to go. Uh, you wanted him last year. <laughs> you wanted him last year. The crowd still crapped on it. God, yeah, it was the worst. But luckily, thank God for Seth Rollins, Will. Because Seth Rollins saves a lackluster Mania main event by cashing in his Money in the Bank briefcase to end the show. We end the show with a maniac Seth uh-huh. Rollins uh, helicoptering the title over his head. Yep. Well, a heel Seth Rollins, but the crowd was so happy that they were God. rescued from... Uh, now that was the only time we've seen Roman and Brock, right? In the main event. I like, that's s- it? We only covered this, I this one time. I want to say that maybe... What's a lifetime? 30 more times. Oh. 30 <laughs> more times? Yeah, uh, it happened a lot there for a while. I, remember, they were feuding for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if we were... Were we doing... I wasn't doing the podcast at this point. Were you doing the podcast at this point? Fucking, I don't know. You don't remember. <laughs> but I remember... No, I think, no, I think I was still doing written written work. Okay, I remember, I remember talking to someone about this match, and I was just like, I'm like, there's literally no way. I'm like, God, there's no way that they're going to make that, like, a good ending for WrestleMania. It's either going to... Roman Reigns is going to win, or Brock's going to win, and they created one of the best, like, WrestleMania memories mm-hmm. of all time. As much as you guys hate Seth Rollins... No, that was... No, he's... That was fine. The he's, Monday Night Messiah. He's, he's, he's back to... I, too much. Dude, I like the... Because he kind of looks like Jesus anyway. It's the best. 
I'm. It's no. It's probably the only good thing. I'm on board again. Yeah. I'm on board again. <laughs> you know. He I, he's doing we're gonna good. talk about. You're fickle. We're gonna talk That's about what the, you are. Fickle. Tell him, Daniel. Can I have um, a double cheeseburger? Uh, hold the. And uh, ketchup and mustard, please. No, I said hold the. <laughs> Dan, when he gets pickles on his burger. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I like it. <laughs> or no, I don't like it, but I respect it. There you go. I'll say that. Uh, Sting has his first ever oh, WWE yeah. match at WrestleMania in 2015. And, of course, <laughs> I'm uh, not going to do the job. Uh. <laughs> He loses the Triple H. We you have think interference. I can get my boys in the ring one more time. A lot of people shat on oh, that they match. Hated this. It was so overbooked. I thought it was way overbooked that I loved it. I loved it too. This bring is, out Hogan. Bring now, out Nash. Bring out Hall. Now, Hall's this, taking uh, flat back bumps on the concrete. <laughs> we're going back to a time where, you know. A simpler time. The voice of yeah. the IWC wasn't as. Uh, wasn't so angry. Wasn't so angry at wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he enjoyed a lot of things about professional wrestling, except for whole, Roman Reigns. You had your whole life ahead of you. I had my whole life in, going on yeah, in 2015. Yeah. Man. You're still working at Target, though? Oh, was I working at Target or in 2015? Best Buy. I was at Best Buy. I was mm-hmm. at Best Buy. Thinking, thinking I'm going to. Yeah, exactly. My, my wife's taking pot shots Damn. from the other room. Thinking I'm like, you know, weird. I'm going to be with this company for the rest of my life. I didn't hear what you said. What you said? She said, she said fuck Best yeah, Buy. Fuck Best oh, Buy. fuck Best Buy. Oh, fuck Best Buy. the show. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 2015, Will. Oh, Enjoyed this match. Uh, do, do you guys remember Sting showing up? On the Survivor Series, was that that was we, a year before? We, that was we in talk, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah if, if you listen to our last show, which I'm is available on, wherever you get your podcast and on ProWrestling.com, uh, Dougie Wrestling and I talked about Sting showing up here in St. Louis, yes. St. Louis, Brother. Missouri. Not the only good thing on that card that I remember. I remember when me and Jason were talking about it. He's like, I really want to go to Survivor Series. I'm like, I don't know, and man. Sting showed it up and I kicked Will in the face. He's like, I swear to God, if Sting shows up. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not going to show up in St. Louis. Yeah. Nothing cool ever happens. We were watching it. Uh, we were probably watching it at my house. Yeah, and I probably, that's what I we probably to, just stared at you. That was when we had to buy <laughs> pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. God, the world was awful back then. That was tough. Well, this might have been this might have been net, network. Was it? I think because I think we talked about it on the last. Yeah, show. I think this was right when the network began. It was mm-hmm. right around 15. when the network was really bad. I want to say that yeah. the network started in uh, twenty fourteen. Because huh. yep. I think uh, their NXT. Takeover oh yeah, you're was right. The... They get our ten dollars a month for mm-hmm. the last I lived six in, years. I lived in an apartment at that time. That's yeah. when I first got it. Yeah, so you Will's probably... over here reminiscing. He's yeah. about to whip out the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, I like it. We got a. Uh, what's after that? Rollins feuds with the former Shield brother. Yeah, that's when uh, Seth Rollins had already turned on the Shield. The architect is born. Uh, in 2014, yeah. that's yeah. when he won the Money in the Bank. He carries it all the way to Mania, and then we get the the feud with uh, Dean Ambrose. Sheamus wins the Money in the Bank in June. <laughs> no, don't like that. Don't think. Hey guys, I. If you, if you heard the last episode, you got to hear me wax poetic about the time I got to see Sheamus win the Royal Rumble yeah. in the house. I was in at that Royal Rumble as well. Greatest, would you say it's the greatest Royal Rumble uh, of all time as Will looks for a... No, God, please, no, 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 no! Hacksaw Jim Duggan was in there. That's kind of cool. Wasn't Kevin Nash there too? 
No. Was that a different Diesel. one? Diesel. Yeah, that would have been cool if Kevin Nash would have showed up. No, so he wasn't there. No, <laughs> no. you just named a cool person. So no, uh. he was not there. Uh, the Divas Championship was still a thing. It Jesus. was not the women's title yet. Oh, of course it's held by one of the Bellas. <laughs> held by Nikki Bella. AJ Lee retires the night after WrestleMania. And we're starting to see a changing of the guard as Charlotte, Paige, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks are all on the quote-unquote main roster. I know they say there is no main roster now, but back then there was. And they all got the call-up from NXT. That's when uh, Sasha was hanging out with Tamina and... Uh, Naomi, they were like the bad motherfuckers or something like that. Did you say bad. Sasha Banks? The, yeah. Hmm. yeah. It's boss time. Yeah, it, it was, was boss, boss time. Yeah, it was. In 2015. This is when you're starting to see kind of getting away from that divas into more uh, women's wrestling, which is uh, Doug's re- Doug's favorite. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Seth defeats uh, Cena. Uh, I, I have in my notes at Mania. That is not correct. I believe that was at Survivor Series or uh, SummerSlam, maybe. Uh, I don't remember, but he was wearing all white. I remember that. Uh, so Seth defeats Cena to win the do- the WWE and the US titles. He had both of them. And then Seth uh, ends Sting's career in September. Piece of shit. Mm. Uh, Sting would never wrestle again after mm. Seth uh, buckle-bombed him straight to hell. So, got anything to say about that? You know, what goes around comes around because November 4th, yeah. Seth tore the shit out of his knee. Sure at did. a house show. At a house show against Kane, I think. Yes. Had to vacate the title. Roman beats Dean Ambrose for a vacant title at SummerSlam. So I guess the Seth Cena thing was probably at like... I don't remember Roman and Dean. You feel like that would be a big deal. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the worst. I guess the Seth Cena thing was maybe at like... Backlash or some something like that. One of those. It was at a throwaway pay per view. Yeah, so I, backlash. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. those are better than the like real the, ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, brother. Yeah, that we all good one. Yeah, that'll be in here somewhere. Uh, Roman, <laughs> Roman beats Dean for the vacant title, and then Sheamus cashes in that same night. So a lot of prime rib at SummerSlam that year. That was that was fine because then <laughs> Roman didn't have it anymore. <laughs> I remember Seamus. I remember watching yeah, I it. I was like, I was like, oh, Gun to your right, head. I guess Roman it's or Seamus. <laughs> Seamus, give me Seamus. All right, let's get into NXT. Kevin Owens still thriving on NXT. He beat Sami Zayn for the title in February. Uh, Kevin Owens had not been with NXT for very long, and they put the title on him. And that was that match that he didn't pin him or make him submit. The referee stopped it because Sami couldn't continue. It was yeah. very. It was a weird ending yep. to that match. Uh, Kevin Owens still is the NXT champ, except John Cena's U.S. Open Challenge on Raw. Yes. Comes out with the NXT title, uh, like kicks the U.S. title out of the way. No, no. Or what did he do? Where he Remember when he put him on the mat, He took he, the, the U.S. title was on the ground, he holds his title up and he just stomps on the U.S. Uh, title and yeah. just stands on it. I, I remember that very, Good very shit. vividly. He beat Cena at the next pay-per-view. He ends up losing the feud overall, but man, what a makes he's a made man. He's a made man there, for yeah. the rest of his career. He's been they, over since then. Mm-hmm. They had they had three of some of the best matches that I had seen at yeah. that mm-hmm. moment in time. Guys, I miss John Cena. I miss the John more Cena we talk too. about it, the more he's great. Don't you Cheeto figure Cheeto. anything. <laughs> Michael Jordan says we need to stop it, but I'm with you. <laughs> I'm I'm with you, Papa Bear. <laughs> I'm, I want John Cena back. Uh, Finn Balor beats Kevin Owens for the title in July. I think that was that card over in Japan. 
Where's like the Beast in the East or something like oh, that? Oh, or a ladder Brock faced uh, Kofi. Yep, I think at the time it was something. Yeah. Kofi yeah. or yeah. a big show, one of them. Yeah, it was Kofi. don't ask me why I knew that. I All right, right at the top of my head. Yeah, uh, the revival is wrestling in the in NXT as the Mechanics. Oh. I do not remember that. No, I don't remember that either. <laughs> Blake and Murphy are there selling their power tools. That's cool. Uh, Enzo and Cass are there. Baron Corbin's in NXT. Samoa Joe debuts in 2015. Uh, Sasha Banks loses the women's title, women's title to Bailey at Takeover Brooklyn, and possibly the best women's match of all time. Yep. I I still think whenever I say like go watch a women's match, I always go back to Sasha and Bailey. At, and I know there's probably been even there might have been even better stuff. I think the uh, Becky Charlotte Sasha match at Mania the one year was was great. I think Charlotte and Asuka at Mania, which we're going to talk about, was great. This is the one I always. I mean, this is the one I always go back like, to. This this was the start of the golden age of NXT, mm-hmm. um, which we'll see over the course yeah. of the next five years. This so. is yeah. These, this episode here, you're really going to see the progression of NXT mm-hmm. to where they are in 2020 as a legitimate uh, big brand that get getting close to a million viewers. A week on a major cable network. We, they followed that match up with an Iron, uh, the first ever Iron Woman match. Thirty minutes later, later that year. Yeah, well, yeah. Thirty thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's only twenty fifteen, guys. Okay. Sorry. Let's go to twenty sixteen. Your Billboard song of the year was "Love Yourself" by Justin Bieber. Sing a few you bars. You can go and love yourself. My mama don't like you. She, she likes, likes everyone. Oh, that got Jason going. Over. <laughs> He's like, what's? So- oh yeah, <laughs> I do like that song. It's a pretty good song. Uh, another Oscar winner that I have not seen was Spotlight. Nope. That no. was that one about uh, like the newspaper that broke like the Watergate scandal or something like that. Uh, yeah. Snoop, do you remember any? Okay. Yeah, apparently. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. Okay, we let you come on the show, Brian, but <laughs> no, we'll ask your I opinion. I think Brian Alvarez has seen Spotlight a couple times. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I really enjoyed that movie. I, I honestly have no idea what that movie is. I've I remember the poster heard... for it. I think was there like oh, yes, a Moonlight. was there an actual like Spotlight on it? Yeah. I think Moonlight is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Moonlight. Yeah. That's oh, that's who cares. Mm. What? Red light, green light. Moonlight? Yeah, Moonlight's like oh, Jesus. or something like that. Look <laughs> at all you. The same. Look at you. Liking your fancy-ass movies. Uh, let's talk about New Japan. Wrestle Kingdom 10 takes place. This was the first one that I watched. I put live-ish because I didn't stay up till 3 a.m. Yeah, 6 a.m. to watch it. I did watch it uh, the next day, and it was the that was the first one that I had, had kind of been exposed to a little bit uh, of Wrestle Kingdom stuff or New Japan stuff, and so I really wanted to check it out. Uh, It was available in the U.S. on New Japan World. There was no pay-per-view, but English commentary was offered on that, so this is when New Japan World is starting to... Which is a great deal, by the way. It's like nine bucks. Yeah. It's like 999 yen, which is like (laughs) $9.18 or something like that. It's cheaper than WWE now. It is. A lot of prime rib, too. Oh. It's all the perfectly roasted, endless prime rib you could ever want. It's headlined by Okada retaining the heavyweight title. Okada wins, LOL. Over Tanahashi. Nakamura retains the IC title over AJ Styles. This is a dream match, guys. Dream match. Probably their best one. Your your boy Uncle Dave gave it four and three quarter stars. Yeah. Mm. And then just a couple years later, we would fall asleep watching them wrestle at WrestleMania. And they did it six times after WrestleMania. And that's when Nakamura was uh, very... 
Uh, focus on hitting people in the genitalia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you made a song about Gonna that. Hit you mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. Yeah, available on YouTube. Yeah. Check it out. Apparently, we can't get... It has a lot of views, but we can't get money for it. Because, because you say dick. <laughs> no. Is, is it? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. That goes I, against uh, YouTube standards of practice. Uh, YouTube told me it was because I used the, the music. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Way to go, Dan. Right. Hey man, I'm still proud. I'm still proud of it. It's still something I'm gonna look back on in 20 years and have as one of my greatest accomplishments. <laughs> the uh, Nakamura song parody on YouTube on the Ryan Wrestling Review channel. Uh, the Young Bucks win the junior heavyweight tag titles from Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, Matt Seidel and Ricochet, and Rapongi Vice. How about that fucking match? Woo. Lots of flippy dips. Can you tell me a little about Rapongi Vice? I'm not a big Rapongi Vice guy. Like now they're now they got like Rapongi Vice 3K. There's yeah. been like a lot of different yeah. like in, iterations a, of Rapongi. That's like Vice. Show and Poe now. Like that, like one <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. I'm on it. <laughs> but Matt Seidel and Ricochet, yeah, Bobby Fish and crazy. Kyle O'Reilly. How about that match, man? That's one that you, like if you had you know New Japan World and go back and watch that. Uh, another guy who's prominent on NXT right now, Kushida, takes the junior heavyweight title from Kenny Omega. Mm. Uh, Gallows and Anderson lose their tag titles on that card. And hours after the event, breaking news, well. Ah. News broke that AJ Styles, Gallows, Anderson, and Nakamura had all given New Japan their notice that morning. I wonder where they're going. All four of them huh. are going to be going... To a little company, a little upstart company up in the northeast, uh, Stanford, Connecticut area. Don't know what um, you're talking about. Not here in the World Wrestling and certainly not on Monday Night Raw. It might be that one. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, when we get to WWE, I'm sure we'll it'll it'll come up if it's them. Yeah. Uh, the Bullet Club turns on AJ the next night. Kenny oh, no. Omega. This is when Will started getting into it. Kenny Omega assumes leadership of the Bullet Club. He says, I'm not a junior heavyweight anymore. I'm going after that heavyweight title. And he kind of forms his own little subgroup within the Bullet Club with the Bucks called the Elite. Never Be heard of him. Because he was tired of New Japan. Because New Japan owned the rights to Bullet Club. And I think Kenny said something like, well, whenever the quote-unquote Bullet Club does something cool, it's really the three of us. So... We're kind of doing our own thing, which is the elite. And that elite moniker would become very prominent in uh, 2019 and 2020 with a formation of a little t-shirt company that you may have heard of. Mm, interesting. A little t-shirt company. I like t-shirts. <laughs> Dude, I love t-shirts. Those are the best. Caught a t-shirt <laughs> basketball game last night. What? Gave it to a kid like, because I'm a damn American hero. Yeah. My wife said, uh, I texted her that I caught a t-shirt, and she said uh, she... Reference the time we went to a Cardinals Cubs game, or maybe we were watching it on TV, and some guy caught a ball and he made a big deal out of the fact that he gave it to some kid. <laughs> like he wanted, he wanted everyone to know. He wanted people to throw roses at him and and you know pray at the altar of him the fact that he gave it to some kid. So she asked me if I made a big deal out of it, and I said, "Of course I did." Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> of course. Why do something nice if people don't know about it? <laughs> Uh, Ring of Honor champ Adam Cole, Adam Page, and Cody all joined Bullet Club in 2016. So even though Whoa. they're losing, uh, some members they're reloading with some pretty, uh, some pretty some pretty uh, high name yeah. talent there. 
Uh, AJ would enter the Royal Rumble later that same month. Gallows, Anderson, and Nakamura finish out uh, January for New Japan. Uh, Nakamura vacates the Intercontinental title without actually dropping it, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, they don't usually have that happen, or especially in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first time, New Japan starts offering multi-year contracts specifically because of this. Uh, they were s- specifically only doing one-year deals. Interesting. And because they lost so many of these guys right after Wrestle Kingdom, they started offering multi-year contracts to prevent that from happening. And ke- later that year, Kenny Omega becomes the first non-Japanese wrestler to win the G1 Climax Tournament. Hmm. You're starting to see the, uh, the the rise of New Japan Pro Wrestling mm-hmm. in this year. Mm-hmm. Um, starting to, And I think a lot of that is... They're making it more accessible. Yeah. You know, if you have New Japan World, but you can get it with, with English commentary now, mm-hmm. which is great, because in the past it was, it's, it's commentary adds a lot to it, you know. You know, sometimes you can watch wrestling with without the commentary on, and it's just really, it's not the same. Yeah, you, you gotta know? have a good announce team. Mm-hmm. Right. To do and, and a bad announce team can make it less enjoyable, too. Yeah. So, you know, commentary... Really could make or break WWE. That's like um, oh, at the time I, I don't think they were on Access yet, but uh, on the New Japan and Access stuff, Jim Ross was telling they had him go into a sound booth mm-hmm. and watch the show and yeah. record it. Yeah. And he's like, "That's awful." Yeah. Like you know, he goes, "You wonder why you guys right. didn't think that was my good work?" You know, yeah. yeah. Especially if you got to be in a small ass sound booth with Josh yeah. Barnett, yeah, yeah, who could kill you, yeah, probably. yeah, and who's like probably like taking up all the space, you know, because he's a legitimate, like her. you know, MMA heavyweight. Uh, let's talk some TNA. TNA is about to be on their third network in three years, as they start on Pop Ooh. TV at the beginning of the year. They harder show deal debut uh, with the finals of the world title tournament. The one that was aired in January. The one, yeah. Filmed in January. It was filmed in July. Sorry. Started airing in August. Wraps up here in 2016. It's good stuff, right? Uh, the title's won by EC3. Of course. Now, guys, I just want to go really quick into a little bit of the Pop TV lineup, um, oh, if you would, would okay. mind. Yeah. Uh, so we got, you know, Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty cool. Hot Date. Interesting. Uh, Hollywood Darlings. Florida Girls. Uh, Big Brother After Dark. Oh, whoa. That's when all the good stuff yeah. happens. Flack. Okay. Uh, let's get physical. Physical. Now, now, these don't sound like, like there's any ghost involved yet. So I'm, you're, you're starting to lose my interest. A lot of, a lot of uh, old movies Tequila on Sisters. There's a lot of uh, female-based. Uh, there's like, like, because go back. There was like. Uh, like something about like Hollywood gals, yeah. something girls, yeah, uh, Hollywood darlings. Uh-huh. Um, you got queens of drama. See, it's a lot. WWE free for all. What the hell is WWE? That was say, what is that? That was since never heard of it. Apparently, uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show was Ooh. apparently on Pop TV That's from 1989 to 1991. Yeah. Uh, one day at a time. Whoa. So yeah. that's on there now, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, Punk'd, I, I, I remember Punk'd was on there apparently. Watching this, and it'd be like uh, Return like, of the oh, Mac. We gotta go, and it's like single white female is mm, next. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool, Rebecca De Mornay. Cool, like you know. <laughs> so it sounds like Destination America is where it's at. I'm sorry, just, just throwing that out. There. I would, yeah, I'd say they, uh, the thing about Pop TV, 
that I liked is that I actually got it. Yeah, it wasn't more homes, obviously. It used to be the, the uh, TV yeah. Guide but, channel. Yes. If you remember the yes. TV Guide channel. Real they, good programming on the TV Guide They channel. actually, the TV Guide channel actually just had the guide that rolled. <laughs> All and, day. And they yeah. had like, you know, little like promo videos on top. It was always the worst when you would like, you're trying to figure out. You know what's coming up, mm-hmm. but and then, then you, you miss it. You you turn to the TV guy channel just as your channel is going like, away. Oh, you're like, God, more I, shit! I gotta and, wait for thirty minutes. And this is when they started adding like two hundred channels. <laughs> to, to, this was like the rise of uh, the two hundred, three hundred channels, and they put all the music channels on there too. It's like I'm gonna be here for twenty minutes, right? <laughs> trying to figure out when single white female comes on because <laughs> I really want to watch it. Uh, Mike Bennett and Maria Canellis debut. I remember being really excited about that because the I, miracle. I loved what yeah. what they did in Ring of Honor. Like Maria was such a bitch in, in Ring of Honor, and Mike Bennett was so good. They didn't. Ha- they ended up having a you know kind of an underwhelming run in, in Impact, but it was better than the run they had in WWE. <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle, Bobby Roode, James Storm, who had been longtime stalwarts in the company, all leave in 2016. Hmm. Yeah. Wonder where they're going. Uh, Kurt Angle actually, you know, looking back on his career, had more time in TNA than he had in yeah. WWE. It's crazy. Insane. Yeah. Uh, the TV tapings returned to the Impact Zone Ugh. in Florida. Cost cutting thing yeah. is what. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it's got to be around this time. Actually, from here to I think the next year too is everything's about cost cutting. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, you know, it's got to be. It's got to be. Almost impossible to turn a profit, you know, if if you're an upstart company and you're, you know, and by this time TNA had been around for, you know, seven eight years or something like that. Uh, when did? It's a lot longer than that. But yeah, longer than that? Know. Yeah, ten years. I'm not sure when the weekly pay per views started. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You know, they did the every Wednesday yeah, like at nine ninety nine or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's right. So yep, that's right. Uh, Matt Hardy wins the title back from EC3 that same month in January. He's doing the big money Matt gimmick. And in later in the years, he would become broken <laughs> and do some of the best stuff that TNA would ever do in their history. Yeah. No the, was the, the broken Matt stuff. And the and Decay. The, and the brother Nero. And yeah. they would have the, the great war with Decay at the, the Hardy compound. Yeah. All the stuff that <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, or that Matt did. That produced it, provided the ring, <laughs> did every provided his own home. Like every, come on, guys, I e- got it. Everything. Like, yeah. I remember when it first came out. Yeah, and the how, final and how, and how awful everybody thought it was. No, it was fantastic. Everybody, uh, no, every, like it was for a while there. Everybody was shitting all over it. Not me, sir. Yeah. Not me. I think it's kind of... The Final Deletion won Match of the Decade on the Impact Awards, by the way. I mean, they had, like, what? <laughs> just so you... Just so you can uh, throw when, that out there. When I saw the... The first time I saw the Firefly Funhouse, I was like, oh, they they, they ruined Bray. That was the same thing. And then I'm like, oh, there's there's something here. Yeah. yeah. You know, and maybe that's kind of the, the same thing. Uh, the title goes back... To, uh, this all happens in 2016. The title goes from EC3 to Matt Hardy to Drew Galloway to Lashley to Eddie Edwards. All in 2016. A lot of Hall of Famers. All in, that, in 2016. That list, by the way. Yeah, a lot of Hall of Famers, and uh, Eddie Edwards is there, too. <laughs> we should be nice to Eddie Edwards. <laughs> Eddie <laughs> Edwards not. gave up on life. No. He just, he's like, you know, I don't really want to work out. Can I just, like, wrestle in a t-shirt now? And just hit, hit people with kendo sticks and stuff? <laughs> Sounds great. 
Yeah. I don't really want to pawn tights anymore. It's <laughs> where jeans. That's because Davy Richards left him. Now, Eddie Edwards was part of the tag team. Oh, no, I was going to guess ah, it. Ah. I was going to try to test my TNA knowledge. Yeah. Impact knowledge? You're good, though. They're a good tag team. They were the American Wolves in Ring of Honor, yeah. and then they went and became the Wolves in TNA. I remember. Uh, at one point, Lashley has the heavyweight title, the X Division title, and some horseshit called the King of the Mountain title. <laughs> Don't stare at me. <laughs> okay, uh, Your Honor, I would like to call uh, Jason Calcibetta to the stand. Mr. Calcibetta. Please. Molly, please. <laughs> For the ladies and gentlemen of the jury, could you please explain... What the hell a King of the Mountain title is? It was the old uh, Legends title they had that was just kind of floating around for a while. Uh, it was worthless. <laughs> I mean, what, how do you win the King of the Mountain title? Um, is I would, it like is I would it, assume it was the King of the Mountain match. Which can you explain it. a King of the Mountain match to me? <laughs> it was Jeff Jarrett. I apologize for so many questions, <laughs> yeah. your, sir, but I'm trying. Sir, to... I have no, I have no answers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, uh, permission to treat the witness as hostile? <laughs> permission granted. <laughs> the jury will allow it. Uh, TNA's in big financial trouble in around this time, Jason. I'm going to need you to yeah. chime in on this. They have, uh, in addition to being in financial trouble, they also, uh, the state of Tennessee says they have not been paying their taxes. It's not good, Dan. That's not a, good. I don't know if that's a bad thing or not, but I've always, I've never not paid my taxes, so... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know who the mayor of Tennessee is right now. The ma- the, the state of Tennessee has a mayor? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude. Kane. What the hell is going on it's in this Kane. country? I, uh, what happened to the governor? He yeah. chokeslammed him to hell. He did, yeah. <laughs> That's my spot. <laughs> I'm taking over. Knoxville yeah. is, is now... Uh, the mayor of Knoxville is now the. That's where they own gold. all the gold. That's where all the gold is in the, uh, in the Knoxville Reserve. What's the capital of Tennessee? Tennessee. Is it Memphis? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Nashville? Nashville? We'll have an intern look it up. The Rhino Social Studies God, review. Awful. Shushi, you're a teacher. Yeah. Dude, no, I you used. Teach I minds. used to be a teacher. I gave up on that a long I time ago. I oranges. And and now I now I'm running out the clock putting books away for the next eight years. <laughs> and then I can retire and just do this full time. It's Nashville. Nashville. So yeah. first try. Ding ding ding. We got it on the first we got try. We knew what we were doing. Uh, so we got the unpaid taxes in Tennessee. We're having trouble. This is around the time we were hearing like rumors of them, like people missing paychecks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, Billy Corrigan is promoted to president it's, and instead of uh, uh, social senior, so, senior director yeah. of social <laughs> social media booking yeah. creativity VP. Yeah, this is a weird time. I remember this well because they were having trouble even like. Doing their tapings. Yeah, there was... Like, they couldn't pay there for was, their tapings. There was... Yeah. At one point, they said, we don't know if we're going to... Like, this show might be the last show. Yeah. They've been on life support so many times in their... I don't know how they're still alive. They're the company that won't die. Yeah. They're the cockroach in the in the atomic <laughs> bomb. <laughs> uh, Billy Corgan gets promoted to president because apparently he has money, and money can buy you promotions. Yeah. Uh, he lends the company $3 million so they can get through their next set of tapings. You can't hide, you can't hide money. You can't. No. Apparently. He's got that Smashing Pumpkins money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Smashing Pumpkins song? Uh... Payback. 1979. Spider Marie dies till just a rat. 
in a cage. I remember this yeah. too because I used to make jokes about. It. I wonder when the rat in a cage match is coming on. Oh man, man I, I missed opportunity. Terrible. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Or, or, or a Halloween match where they're smashing pumpkins against Ooh. each other. Damn it, man. That's, See, that's how you shit get that right money there. back right oh, man. there. Yeah, they would have been right yeah. up back on Spike. Maybe uh, NWA can buy the rights to Halloween Havoc. Ooh, maybe. That'd be awesome. I'm in. WWE will so, just sue them for that, too. Something here that you don't have listed is um, AJ Styles, when he leaves New Japan... Says in an, in an interview, if you if you just Google it, he talks about he the first person he called was Dixie Carter, mm-hmm. and how he wanted to come back home essentially. I, I vaguely remember, and that. Uh, and he was like, "Hey, you know the tag team Dallas Anderson are done too." And they had the first chance to bring in the Bullet Club. No room for them. No. <laughs> There's no, no room they had for the because AJ said in the interview, AJ talks about how. You know, he just wanted to get back to his kids. Like, he, he goes, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just have to get back to the States. You know, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you Where know, are you going to put Amazing Red if you bring in AJ Styles? <laughs> what are you going to do? Wait, with, why, why are you doing Amazing Red What are you going to do with like Shark Boy? Yeah. What are you going to do with these guys? This what about shark? Lava Girl? Yeah. What are you going to do with <laughs> Lava Girl? <laughs> but uh, I just always, I always go back to that as being a huge missed opportunity. Because I, I don't know what you wanted them to do. Because Billy Corgan should have just handed over a check and said, what do you guys want? I don't know what you want him to yeah, do. I know. If you got, what are you gonna do with Crimson? I mean, <laughs> what has AJ Styles ever done? Yeah, like that Billy Corgan would know. Yeah, uh, he doesn't watch wrestling. He Billy watches Cor- TNA. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Got it. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, two months later, after loaning uh, TNA a bunch of money, which is a great investment. He's uh, like, I'm gonna need that back. <laughs> uh, Billy Corgan sues TNA for unpaid loan debt, and Anthem comes in. Offering to uh, the owls coming in. You remember the, the owl? owl the owl swoops in apparently with a briefcase full of money, <laughs> and offers to uh, pay Billy Corgan back. But I, this is Billy why Corgan. I like this company. Dude? He didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why, why not? It's all, it's all great. If I remember correctly, Billy Corgan wanted. He didn't want to be paid back. He wanted to use that toward ownership in the company. Yeah, he wanted to just take over Impact. But. Of course, we, dude, we're making too much money. You can't buy into this. You don't have enough money to buy into this Dixie company. And, nah. and this is right around the time that uh, Bob Carter uh, cuts off the company mm-hmm. for you know. So which is where they're literally running on TNA money mm-hmm. and Dixie's money, which is where the well goes dry. Yep. You know, because their dad was funding it from his oil company. Yeah, yeah. It was like Carter. <laughs> well, it's like Carter what Energy are you talking or some, about? some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, we're just like dropping knowledge on you. Yeah. How about this, that? This, I know a lot about. This sounds like a soap opera. Me and Mr. Alvarez could probably write a book. Who? Huh? Huh? And uh, how's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. So you hey, mentioned him, he just comes back in. Anthem offers to buy TNA's debt and ends up purchasing 85% stock in the company. Brian, you're just reading the notes. Billy Corgan leaves in November. Remember he was like an on-screen character for a while? Yeah, and then he was wearing like the big pup, like the big fur coat. Yeah, and he had that, uh, he had his own bodyguard, the Aiden O'Shea or whatever. What the fuck? This is when I started like DVRing TNA. And then just immediately deleting it. Yeah, I just was like watched a couple. Well, I gotta have room for like Alaska truckers haunted. I think this is when I was watching like moonshiners and stuff. So my 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 DVR. Well, you gotta was have, gotta make room for the prime rib. Yeah. You gotta slide the potatoes out of the way to get the prime <laughs> rib there. 
Uh, that's enough TNA for 2016, I think. Oh. Let's talk a little Ring of Honor. Jay Lethal still in the middle of his 427-day title run. Uh, Ring of Honor still sharing talent with New Japan and put on these super shows. And the roster's still stacked, brother. We got Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Leo Rush, Matt Seidel, Roderick Strong, Moose, Cheeseburger! Cheeseburger? ACA, <laughs> Dalton Castle, Kazarian, uh, Adam, uh, I think it said, did I say Adam Cole or Adam Page? Adam right? Page. Uh, Adam, so we got Adam Page and Adam Cole. All the Adams are there. Adam oh, Wainwright's there. Adams. What? Uh, Jay Lethal's there, the Motor City Machine Guns, Candice LeRae, War Machine, plus... All the Bullet Club and New Japan guys. That's Dude, great. What the hell? That's great. <laughs> it's insane, isn't yeah, it? That's a lot. If you had that that talent roster right now, you would own the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah and it, who's there now? Just uh, Cheeseburger, Dalton Castle. That's and, all you need. Uh, uh, Beer that's City it. Bruisers there. That's good. Uh, Matt Taven. Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal yeah. still. Oh there. yeah, Jay Lethal. Roosh. Uh, Roosh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bandito. Uh, <laughs> The guy PCO. who's like who, who's like the horror guy, Destro. He does stuff. Destro, and he, uh, Cobra Commander. Yep. Um, all, uh, like uh, what's the one that always skied? Like he was on skis all the time. Sonny Bono? No, the GI Joe. The GI Joe. GI Joe. GI Joe. Is that like the knockoff GI Joe? <laughs> uh, Ring of Honor uh, has lots of momentum, man. Uh, in August, Adam Cole ends Jay Lethal's title run, baby. Cole holds the title until December. And this was the Adam Cole, I believe, first of three Ring of Honor title runs. Baby. In December, he loses it to Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly becomes Ring of Honor champion at Final Battle. Her. So a couple of guys who are uh, partnered up now in 2020 and one of the more dominant factions on NXT. Like I said, lots of momentum. They're starting to get more TV exposure now that they're owned by Sinclair Broadcasting, but... It never, the TV deal. I was like, stop it. I the, can't believe you typed that with a t- straight face. No, they were. They were. They were starting <laughs> to, because I think they were on, they were on like Destination America, but then they started showing up on like network channels. Like yeah. CW at but 12 o'clock at night. Which yeah. is, you know, which would be great if you had a set time yeah. that, that people could watch it. Midnight on be- Saturday. Because yeah. it's a set <laughs> time. 11.30 on Saturday yeah. nights. When you're, you're sitting in front of your TV, ready to watch some wrestling. No, yeah. I'm like when when we're at a bar at yeah, 11:30 at night time. and sports are Dude, done. That's why I don't go to bars. Like you, you look guys. and you're just like, oh, hey, wrestling's on. I don't go to any bars that show Ring of Honor. We we were at one bar uh, just recently when when uh, Ring of Honor was on, and <laughs> that's a bar that it, deserves to get robbed. It was awful. <laughs> like everyone was watching it, and they're just like. I'm like, they're like, don't you? And, and of course, all your friends are like, don't you like wrestling? Like, yeah. You're the like, you're uh, wrestling podcast. They're like, like, yeah. nah, nope. no, nope. that's not, not this stuff. No, no, it's called the Rhino about. Wrestling Review. Yeah. Yeah. Let me call he it. He doesn't my even friend. like us. I yeah. <laughs> don't know what you guys are talking about. So uh, that's Ring of Honor. Let's talk about WWE in 2016. Roman Reigns is forced by the McMahon family to enter the Royal Rumble number one and defend his title in the Rumble. Ooh. And, uh,. Uh, Triple H uh, is going to come in at 30 uh, and win the Rumble and win the title. <laughs> what if I uh, get out there, Vince, and just at 30? <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to work too much. Too much there, I don't want to tear a quad or anything. <laughs> yeah, Triple H won the title in 2016. That's true. He was the That's champ. awesome. Yep. Is it? Good for yeah. him. Okay. Uh, AJ Styles debuted at the Rumble Amazing. that year after just wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom a couple weeks ago. It came a, out at number three. I remember the I remember the goosebumps, yeah. baby. That's where we got the confused Roman Reigns look going yeah. on there. Yeah, like, who's 
Who's this what? jabroni? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. guys, Roman Reigns is a really good actor. He's he was great. in that Fast and the Furious in the movie. <laughs> and he did his hoo-ah. Yeah. Hoo-ah! Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. 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 It's great. I haven't seen it yet, but it's, pretty good. it's got the rocks in it, it's so fine. I'm going to watch it. Uh, Roman regains the title from Triple H at Mania. That's a dream match there for you. <laughs> you what guys, was that? Are you guys shitting on Triple what H? This, H you doing a Bullet Club symbol over yeah, there? Yeah, no, I was just getting Are, ready for a New Japan. Because uh, it looked like you put a gun to your head and pulled the trigger. No, 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 no. Uh, it was, this was great. a great... Uh, WrestleMania. Was that the one? Was that the first one in New York? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember if that was the. F- uh, I think that might have been the first one in New York, and then 2019 was the second one in New York. This one was at. Was this at the new 49ers Stadium in San Francisco? Uh, we'll have an intro look it up. Huh. 2016 WrestleMania. Jason, uh, so Jason's uh, dicking around on his phone. You can just go ahead and look it up. Oh yeah. Well, well you got your phone in your hand already. Just go ahead and look it up for us. If yeah. you could. 20, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. What are we doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are we talking Jesus about again? Christ, 2016 God, WrestleMania. Best. The best no, show. It is not. It's the worst. Uh, that was the same year that Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar had a really lackluster street the arm, fight. Armway Center in Orlando, Florida. Oh. said 16 Rumble, right? Uh, yeah, 2016. Right. Was that the roller coaster one? Yeah. Where they had like all the roller coasters? That was the one sure. where uh, Naomi won the women's championship. Mm. And mm. this I, was. I didn't have that in my notes. Yeah, this was also <laughs> I where. Why. Uh, Dean Ambrose had a chainsaw Ooh. in the yeah. Brock Lesnar match because it was uh, it was no disqualification. He, it was a street fight. He used a, a chainsaw, but he didn't get to use it because oh. Brock Lesnar just squashed. Oh, dude, him. if he would have had the <laughs> chainsaw, he'd have fucked Brock yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> like he got a chainsaw out, and I was just like, "Oh man, here we go!" And then <laughs> this he, guy's crazy. And he literally he just got punched. What if he would like chop Brock's arm off? It would have been great. Brock still would have picked it up and <laughs> beat <laughs> beat uh, Dean Ambrose with it. Uh, that was also the Shane Undertaker Hell in a Cell. Mm. That's good. 2016. Good shit, man. Good match. Shane was uh, back in the company for the first time in a long time. They said, get in the hell and <laughs> jump off this yeah. cage again, yeah. you pussy. Yeah. That was uh, to get, was, wasn't that to get control over mm-hmm. uh, Raw yeah. or to be able to come back to and the if, company? And if the Undertaker won, he could never wrestle at Mania again. Yeah. Or if the Undertaker <laughs> lost, lost, he could never wrestle at Mania again. Uh, Roman Reigns as a babyface with the title, not getting good reactions from the crowd. He Surprising. Is, it's they're, they're they're not giving up though. They're uh, the Jason Calcibetta of uh, wrestling promotions. <laughs> they will go down with the ship, baby. And when when Jason's wrong, he will never admit fault. He will never backtrack. <laughs> he will ride the he will ride till the wheels fall. God God damn! What are what are they doing out there? They're, they're saying. Roman, Roman, Roman. Like ah, uh, god damn it, Vince. Uh, Gallows and Anderson would debut a few months after AJ in April, and they would reform Beat the alliance. Beat up John Cena. That was the summer of <laughs> beating up John Cena yeah. and hot Asian wives. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good shit. Yeah. Good drop that you just played. Uh, Cheeto fingers delayed it a little bit, but <laughs> I, I, I'm not even eating Cheetos right now. There's still the residue from uh, earlier yeah. when you were eating them. You probably lick those clean. <laughs> no, don't lick them. That's going to make it interact with the board even harder. Interesting. Damn it, Will. Sorry. Uh, where were we at? That, yeah, that was the summer of beating up John Cena. That was good shit, man. It I was. Like that. 
Uh, Seth, that's when when they were cool. Uh, Seth Rollins returns in May from the long layoff. He attacks Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. and they, of course, uh, Seth. Being gone for so long is loved by the fans. They missed yeah. him, so of course they make him the heel. <laughs> and Roman Reigns, who's getting booed out the building anyway, is going to continue to be the babyface. They love him. <laughs> That's WWE logic right love there. Him. You you had a story handed to you, the crowd handed to you, the way that it would have worked perfectly, and they go the exact opposite. I remember him uh, returning. That was like one of the big best-kept secrets there for a while because mm-hmm. he came out and he had his hoodie up. And he hit Roman with the pedigree. That's when he was cool. That was when he was so cool. Yeah. He's so cool again. He's starting to get cool again. He's, he's cool again. We're going to talk about, when we get to 2019, we're going to be about as uncool as you can get Seth Rollins being when we uh. talk about 2019. Do we have to? Yes, we do. At Money in the Bank in June, Seth Rollins regains the world title. But Ambrose, who had won the Money in the Bank earlier in the night, cashed huh. it in. This, uh, Jason, this would be the night... All three members of the Shield held the world title. Yep, it's good booking. It's good. Isn't that kind of cool to look back? That all three members of the Shield held the title at 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 that uh, made one Dean evening. Ambrose a within uh, like five minutes of the each first other. Grand Slam champion of the Shield. And then he started pushing hot dog carts around. Nah. So it's good shit. It's great. <laughs> uh, August brings the brand extension. And we're going to go to separate uh, Raw and SmackDown rosters. Yeah, the Universal title's been around since 16. Yep. Ambrose takes the world <laughs> title to SmackDown, and we get the Universal title, which is the worst name for a title. <laughs> and it was also one of the uglier, uglier belts. Yep. Uh, I remember a lot of people talking about how ugly that belt the big was. Big red jam out. belt. Uh, Finn and Seth battle for the Universal title at SummerSlam. Finn is on the main roster now. Uh, Finn wins, and he holds the title for less than 24 hours because uh, Seth uh, <laughs> powerbombed him, <laughs> just like he did to Sting the year before. Yeah, same match. To be fair, Finn even said that he didn't do the like he caught himself wrong mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. And then they rehabbed together, which was so cute. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so Finn wins. He's injured. He vacates the title the next day. So the next night, we have a fatal four-way on Raw. Uh, I believe it was Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, uh, Roman. Ed, Roman was in. I believe so. Was he in there? I know uh, Big Cass was in there. Ooh. Yes, he was. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was Seth, KO, Roman Reigns, and uh, Big Cass. But Kevin it's Owens wins awful. the Fatal Four Way because Triple H comes out, looks like he's going to reunite with his former buddy Seth, and drops Seth with the pedigree. Kevin Owens. Your universal title, and he holds it for a couple of days and is already the longest reigning universal (laughs) champion of all time. Uh, SummerSlam that year was headlined by that weird Brock Lesnar-Randy Orton match. Where he busts him open. Where it it ended with a a whimper. A lot of of head blood on the back. He was hitting him with with, uh, shoot elbows, busted Randy Orton open. And that was when uh, Chris Jericho almost got into a fight with Brock Lesnar backstage yeah. right after that, if you remember. Because he thought he went into liberties mm-hmm. for himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ wins the WWE title, uh, the SmackDown version, in September from Dean Ambrose. Uh, due to the brand split, guys, we're getting a lot of prime rib. We're getting two pay-per-views a month, baby! Uh, Every that. two weeks. I, yeah. We need a Kofi Kingston. Baby! baby. Drop. Uh, so much prime rib. It's all the perfectly roasted endless prime rib you ever want. My stomach was just like distended just, from all the prime uh, rib yeah. that I was eating all this back sounds in, great. in 2016. Uh. 
Uh, the Cruiserweight Classic debuted on the WWE Network. We had Kota Ibushi in there. That's the first time we saw Mustafa Ali. Gargano and Champa were in there. Zack Sabre Jr. was in there. And it was won by T.J. Perkins. Jesus. T.J.P. T.J.P., baby. Why? And that was... Dude, I rem- the Cruiserweight Classic was great. Yeah, yeah it was great. That it was great. I was yeah. like, dude, this is amazing. And then when Triple H came out and the last match and brought, they said, uh, not only does the winner win the tournament, he gets this belt. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> Pop. And then they started putting them on Raw. And, uh, and it went nobody cared, and then they gave well, him 205 Live. And it's like you go back and you look cared. at the amount of people who were in the Cruiserweight Classic. Good shit. And, and the majority of them don't even wrestle for the company anymore. Mm-hmm. And and you had uh, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. In the first round. In the first round. Yep. Good shit, baby. And Dan O'Brien was doing uh, commentary for 2016 it. was great. Yeah. Good <laughs> times. Yeah. Kinda. I mean, Triple H was the champ for a good portion That's, that's of- great. For like Any, a month. Anytime Hall of Famers got the title, it's a good time. Yeah. And we're gonna. <laughs> Speaking of which, about two lines here. I'll, I'll check back with you in about two lines here on my notes. I think I gotta use the roster. <laughs> uh, the Divas title is retired. Becomes the women's title at Mania. Thank God. There you go. Charlotte beats Sasha and Becky for the women's title at that uh, WrestleMania. And for me, that was a match of the year candidate. Still one of my favorite women's matches of all time. That was the year uh, that Sasha and Charlotte would trade the title back and forth about every two weeks. Yes. If it was on a pay-per-view, Charlotte was winning. If it was on a Raw, Sasha was winning. Yeah. And if you know, if it's on Raw... It's boss time! Not here in the World Wrestling Federation? It's boss time! Thank you. Boss time. Uh, And Sasha and Charlotte would actually headline Hell in a Cell later that year. First ever women's Hell in a Cell match. Good shit, man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Hall of Famers, Jason, your boy, <laughs> Goldberg's back. My boy. Uh, they, it actually kind of came about as part of the video game, I think. He yeah. was back in the video game, and then it kind of just worked into where we're going to have one more match. Boo. Oh, you love Goldberg. Boo. We have video evidence of you. No, it's not pictures, even me. Pictures of you in a shirt. Oh, yeah. my God. We got it all. Yeah, we got all kinds of, we'll post some of that stuff on, uh. On the Rhino Wrestling Review Twitter, <laughs> at Rhino underscore wrestling. Uh, Goldberg returns at Survivor Series, squashes Brock Lesnar, and Will loses his freaking and mind. no one had any idea it was coming, which Dude. is the best part. Awful. I re- we weren't watching it together, because uh, I remember I was watching it here, and I immediately, like... Because uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just spear and jackhammer, right? Yeah. Boom, yeah. boom. And like I, the old days. I don't even know if we were... If we were uh, were we hanging out at that point? We were recording at that point. Okay. Yep. Because yeah, I remember like, long couple um, of years. Uh, did you guys? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we were recording at this point. And at, I'm at like, I'm like texting my brother who hasn't watched wrestling in years. Goldberg, Goldberg. <laughs> Fifteen seconds. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? What just happened? What does this mean? Oh, it's Goldberg's the champ. So uh, good shit, man. Goldberg. Wasn't even a championship match. Oh, he no, it was just sorry. A, it was I'm just, foreshadowing. <laughs> it was just a little highlight there yeah. for you. Talk about NXT in 2016. Finn Balor's NXT title reign goes on 292 days. He loses to Samoa Joe. It was at a live event. You guys remember that? Yep, it was a ladder match. Was it? Pretty sure. Yeah. It was either that or it was a cage match. I just remember like uh, it was on like WWE.com that the title changes had been made because they were still. F- you know, taping shows like three weeks at a time, yeah. four weeks at a time. Impact, Impact style. style. Yeah. 
Uh, but Samoa Joe wanted a live event in April because anything could happen here in the World Wrestling Federation. That's true. Uh, Asuka beats Bailey in February and starts a 510-day run at NXT Women's Champ. She still has that title. She's never lost it. No. no. She just, like, left it there. Yeah. Nope. Just yep. didn't take it with her when she went to the main roster. Nakamura and Austin Aries both debut in NXT in 2016. And uh, these are some of the uh, folks we got on the roster around, around this time. We've got Andrade, Ty Dillinger, The Revival, American Alpha, Nia Jax, Mojo, Nakamura, DIY, AOP, Liv Morgan, Sonya Deville, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce, all on NXT, baby! Peyton Royce, you say? I did. Mm. Iconic. There you go. Uh, TakeOver Brooklyn in August sees Nakamura win the title. Uh, Ember Moon and Bobby Roode would both debut at that Glorious. TakeOver in uh, Brooklyn. Uh, takeover shows regularly are outperforming the main roster counterparts. I remember every time a takeover came on, I was like, "Well, you're up, WWE." That's it. And they and they never uh, they never topped it. Never, never did. Uh, Samoa Joe would win the title back in November to wrap up 2016. Uh, let's take a little break, gentlemen. 2016 was I'm, a, a I'm year. Parched. It was a doozy. Oh, I'm parched. A little parched. Man. And uh, all that all that prime rib is making That's, me a little yeah. thirsty. Might be a little salty. I, I need a little uh, sh- a Chateau Briol or whatever. The, <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. To... A little bit of the bubbly. Thank you. Mojo Raleigh. It's our 24-7 champion. Mojo Raleigh. Thank God. <laughs> Finally a champ we deserve. He's saving us. Uh, let's take a little break. We will come back with uh, 2017 to 2019 in just a bit. It's the Rhino Wrestling Review brought to you by our friends at ProWrestling.com. Dan Rhino, Will Lewis, Jason Calcibetta. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here <laughs> on Wrestling Observer Live. Back for segment two on the Rhino Wrestling Review, brought to you by our friends at ProWrestling.com. Dan Rhino, Will Lewis, Jason Calcibetta. 
How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. And apparently Brian Alvarez here on RhinoObserver.com. He's live. really not putting like forward much effort into this show. Does he ever? No, he's just Does really he ever? just giving he? It, he just gets his shit in. You know who all of a sudden put it forward a lot of effort? Jason Calcimano! You're full! You started without me. <laughs> Talking about? I'm a busy guy. I got another podcast. What's no, it about? I, I Monsters and <laughs> Bigfoot, Bigfoot and Bigfoot's. Alaska and well, I listen to that. grilling. That's, uh, that sounds pretty cool. Can I be? Uh, uh, yeah. Can I be on your podcast? I th- and plug. I almost want to plug my shit. Yeah. <laughs> plug your burnt ass hot dogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I burned some hot dogs once. And they were inedible. <laughs> I even tried to eat them to be a good I, friend. I he, you, he told I me no. You, I tried to be a good he friend. I begged you it. not to. Get some help. Yeah. Uh, so we're walking you through the decade that was 2010 to 2019. The first episode, uh, Doug, Dougie Wrestling and I did 2010 to 2014. We have covered 2015, 2016. Let's go to 2017, boys. The Billboard Song of the Year was Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. I'm in love with the shape of you. Push and pull like a magnet too. Ooh. I'm in love with your body. Oh, 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 oh. I'm in love with the shape of you. That was pretty good. Like, harmonized pretty well. Yeah. I like it. Good song. Uh, the Oscar winner for Best Picture was uh, Moonlight. Oh. That was the year that they announced the wrong picture yes. of the year. Yeah, they said it was the uh, the, the jazz one with... Uh, uh, um, Apparently they were both just really the, memorable. The, with uh, the chick from Easy A, yep. in it. Emma Stone and Ryan. Oh, uh, La La Land. La La Land. Uh-huh. City of Stars. Never saw La La, <laughs> La, La Never Land. Never seen it either. Yeah. So it, did you it, guys it, like Moonlight or Spotlight better? The last. Year. I like. Who? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen either one of them. I, I uh, instead of watching that, I watched Major League Two again. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And then I watched Major League 3 Back to the Minors with the great <laughs> Scott Bakula. All right, guys, here we go. Let's go. Wrestle Kingdom 11. First first match to ever break. The first time I ever watched New Japan yeah. Pro Wrestling well, you picked 2017. You picked a good one, my friend. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11 took place. Okada defended the heavyweight title against Kenny Omega. They go 47 minutes. And that Ooh. is uh, Jason's Uncle Dave Meltzer's. <sighs> First ever six star match. Yeah, what a match it the was! Mold. Yep, greatest match at the time in the history of pro wrestling, according to Dave Meltzer. I remember hearing about this because I, I didn't watch it. It wasn't like the Wrestle Kingdom the year before where I watched it like the next day. Yeah, it was a day or two later, and people were talking about is this the greatest match that ever happened? And I was like, what? Are you, who? Who? What are you talking about? Who? And I went back and watched it, and it was pretty good. It didn't—I yeah. mean, it didn't it didn't feel like a forty-seven minute match. I watched it on YouTube because mm-hmm. um, I, I saw I heard a lot of like, you know, as for me having my voice or my my ear to the streets at, mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah, it's hard um, to watch stuff. Yeah, it's hard to watch stuff. <laughs> but I heard rumblings from the IWC that I should go watch this match, and it was uh, life changing. Pretty amazing. Uh-huh. A lot, lot of. Dropping motherfuckers on their heads and stuff, and they love that shit. Kicking out of seventy-five, a lot of neck rain, strength. Rainmakers and well, the rainmakers one of the weakest finishers. You have to charge it up. <laughs> Everyone you hit he adds a little bar. Yeah, yeah, he didn't hold the B button long yeah. enough. Is what he did. Rainmaker. 
Uh, Okada is in the middle of what would be a 720-day run as champ because LOL Okada wins. That's insane. Uh, Cody is on his post-WWE World Domination Tour. Oh, this okay. is This was the, the calendar year where he wrestled at WrestleMania, Wrestle Kingdom, uh, Ring of Honor's Final Battle, and like Bound for Glory or Slammiversary yeah. or something like that. It was insane. insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Cody uh, beats Juice Robinson at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Adam Cole regains the Ring of Honor title from Kyla O'Reilly. Now remember that he had just lost it just a couple weeks before at the end of 2016. Here's why. Kyle O'Reilly's contract expired December 31st. And I think they were kind of trying to say, hey, we'll put the title on you if you resign. Well, he didn't. He was, <laughs> he was working... Uh, he was working on night-to-night uh, -night deals, and when it became clear that he was not going to re-sign, they put the title back on Adam Cole, and Kyle O'Reilly would show up in NXT that was the, uh, later that year. First right. time, I believe they had a three-time champion mm -hmm. in Adam Cole. Yeah, and, and this might have, I don't know if this was Cole's second, second run, third, but, but yeah. he, he did end up, he ended up becoming the first ever three-time, and I think Jay Lethal is... Has done it yeah, three he's times done it now, now too. but yeah, Adam Cole, baby, was the first one to do it. Uh, we got some drama in the Bullet Club, boys. Uh oh, I don't believe that. Uh, Adam Cole and Kenny Omega are both claiming leadership of uh -oh. the Bullet Club. Adam Cole loses the Ring of Honor title a couple months later in March and blames the Young Bucks. What? The Young Bucks. Yeah. And Omega and the Bucks kick Cole out and give his Bullet Club Literally. spot to a young man who happens to be a Ring of Honor television champion at the time. You ever heard of Marty Skrull? It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, he's not bad. He's got the book now. <laughs> he does. The, uh, the villain. That's how he got uh, inundated into uh, the Bullet Club. Kenny Omega's uh, New Japan contract expires in January. There's a uh, tease that uh, Kenny Omega could show up in WWE. Do you remember that talk where everybody was? John Cena was posting like pictures of Kenny Omega yeah. on his Instagram yeah. Yeah. and. We were th sure Kenny Omega was going to show up at the Royal Rumble. That's, uh, hope. that's what we said they should have did. Like they should have had Kenny Dykstra come out and just said Kenny on the Titan Tron. <laughs> <laughs> look at him! They're throwing trash at him. Yep. Uh, Kenny would end up re-signing with New Japan at the Dominion event in June. We get Omega Okada two. This time is a sixty-minute draw, and Dave Meltzer says better than it's the first. Even better. Gives it six and a quarter stars. Well, now what? Well, what? <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> I already know where this is going. What earned them that extra six and a quarter star? The extra uh, that 13 extra, minutes. The extra quarter of a star. Was it the extra time? Well, it went 60 minutes. Was it the fact that he didn't have to see either one of his uh, friends win lose? Correct. Was a draw? Uh... Yes. Was there like ten extra rainmakers? Uh huh. There was a bunch of rainmakers. Uh, there was actually one rainmaker where Kenny Omega was so tired that he passed out and, <laughs> and missed. They missed the rainmaker because he passed out. Interesting. It was great. It was, that match was amazing. Uh, later that year, Naito would defeat Kenny Omega in the finals of the G1 Climax, and also later in that year. New Japan would introduce the IWGP United States title, and mm -hmm. Kenny Omega would be the first winner. Of the IWGP United States, and the first ever uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling show in the states. Interesting. It was in San Francisco. Uh, we're going to talk about that as we get toward the end of the decade oh. because New Japan each year is going to up that number of shows, and apparently in 2020 they want to make it even uh, more prominent 
here in the States. Nice. Uh, let's go to TNA. Uh, we can't call it TNA because it's not TNA anymore, Jason. It's Impact Wrestling becomes the official name of the company now. They're owned by Anthem. Of course, when you want to run a successful wrestling company, who do you bring in as a consultant? I, heard, he, I heard he's a member uh, of the Bullet Club. You bring in a big member of the Bullet Club. Probably the most popular member. They just threw a blank check at Kenny Omega? Kenny Omega? Uh, no. Oh. Second guess. AJ Styles. Uh, third guess. Finn okay. Balor. Okay. Prince Divot. Fourteenth guess. It's the same guy. Oh, Jeff Jarrett. He <laughs> got it. Yeah. The fourteenth most prominent member of the Bullet Club, Jeff Jarrett's brought in as a consultant because he had so much success with the company in previous years and making money, not having any financial issues. Well, he was always on the uh, Twitch uh, stream. Yeah, he, dude. You turn it on right now. He's fighting somebody. Can't turn. It on. Can't turn it on right now because oh. it's gone. Uh. I think we should probably mention that um, shouldn't be shown porn the, on them. the only way i can watch impact because i don't get access is on twitch and apparently uh they had rvd i well i saw it they had I R- rvd I watched uh, the thing whole thing too having, uh, like, it's getting you guys talking relations with a couple of uh ladies girlfriend's girlfriend and apparently they're not on twitch anymore uh, will says they're banned for life they are banned for life they were showing boobs there was boobs on them. i didn't see any boobs i did I saw, uh, uh, there was one scene, I think, uh, who's his RVD's, like, real girlfriend? Uh, Katie Forbes. Uh, so there was one scene where, like, something was, like, it was, like... Blurred. Blurred, yeah. So the so thing like, is... Was it, like, a nip, nip slip or something? So she had w- one nip was showing, and they had it blurred, but the other one was also out, too, and I guess they missed that one? How would they miss it? Nobody looks at this before but, they... Because even I was just like, air? I was just like... I think I see. I see a titty. I think I see another one. <laughs> but they missed that one. And there's well, only two of them. They can't even show. They can't even. It's bl- not like there's a hundred titties out there, they're and they not, missed one. They're not even allowed to really blur anything out. Like they're not. They're not allowed to show that stuff at all. Like it's that was a big screw up. For Dude, me. that's just classic. classic all TNA. the five hundred people that were watching at the What's time. What's old was new again. Very TNA upset. making great choices. Uh, the Broken Hardies. Are having a great run as their, and I say that legitimately. I know I'm yeah. always sarca- I'm sarcastic 95% of the time. I'm glad you fixed it. Yeah. But uh, the Broken Hardies are your tag champs. And, well, here's what they're doing <laughs> they're on an expedition of gold. Teleporting. Uh-huh. So they are teleporting to other promotions and winning their tag belts and then teleporting back to TNA. With premonitions Go all ahead. around. Go that, on. That's, I said all it's I great. need to say. Uh-huh. It's pretty great. So, uh, George Washington. Do you like that? or Sounds great. That sounds amazing. It was great. Honestly. It was great. Uh, the, uh, it's not great for very long, though, in uh, 2017, because by February, the Hardys are gone, and they go to Ring of Honor. And there is an ugly court battle over the ownership of the broken gimmick. Jason, can you tell us? You probably know more about it, because I think it was something about how Impact said that, like, Jimmy Borash came up with the <laughs> with the broken gimmick, and therefore they owned it. Yeah, they even said it was his idea, and he did all the filming with it. And and, so and Matt's like, we did everything at my house with yeah, my Yeah, exactly, ring. yeah. With my animals, <laughs> my zoo. <laughs> with my zoo, with yeah. my drone. Yeah. Vanguard One. Yeah. The Lake of Reincarnation. My, those are my green beans. <laughs> so what was what was the big so t- Impact thought that they owned the rights up to it because it was created under their umbrella. Yeah, that's why he he wanted to take it. 
you know, to Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And they said no. That's why they were, you know, and that's why we got Woken, which was just, just the worst. Well, the thing <laughs> is that Matt's just kind of ignoring it, and they're showing up in Ring of Honor, Do, still doing the just, same, just stuff. doing the yeah, same thing, they and, they're, yeah. and doing good shit, wrestling the Bucks, and it, it's. I, I just remember uh, Rebby Hardy. Oh yeah, she she, she doesn't hold anything no. back, bro, on no. Twitter. I just remember her going way after uh, Impact Brass. Oh, yeah. That was that was right when the anthem took over the owl. Uh, Will, can you read this uh, next line that we have there for me? Th- uh, third line, third uh, bullet point down on the bullet TNA. Club. 2017 is a shit show for Impact. <laughs> Drew Galloway, the Hardys, Mia Yim, Mike, and Maria all leave. So, uh, yeah, shit show. I was about uh-huh. to say, 2017 was the worst year for Impact. Uh, we haven't talked about 2018 yet. Or 2019. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in April, Impact. Uh, here we go. Uh-oh. As here comes the shit show. In Impact, uh, in April, Impact announces a merger with Jeff Jarrett's Global Force Wrestling. Remember Global Force Wrestling? I remember. Uh, Impact becomes GWF. They just rebranded from TNA to Impact, and they said, not only are we going to merge with this company, but we're going to take their name and we're going to become GWF. <laughs> Uh, by, they, se- by September, they're back to being called Impact Wrestling. This is when they put a sticker on their belt or some kind of... Their belt was like really, yeah, really bad like a, looking. like a cricket machine. Yeah. And, uh, slapped like made, a bumper sticker. Made in the basement, yeah. Uh, they launched their own streaming service, which is, you know, give the people what they want. The Global Force Network, even though uh, they're not called GWF anymore, they go back to Impact Wrestling and they launch a streaming service. They call it Global Force Network. I like it. Uh, in October, Jeff Jarrett, uh, they do that in October, and Jeff Jarrett's gone that same month. Hmm. Bring him in in January, gone by October. Got his Hall of Fame induction, though. And his GFW guys on TV. They did, that was when they were doing the invasion angle. Sounds like there's a bunch of slap knots running uh, these companies. <laughs> a lot of guitar shots. Uh, so here are the uh, title name, the, the main title, the big title. Okay. In 2017, it starts off the year as the TNA Heavyweight Championship. It becomes the Impact World Heavyweight Championship. It becomes the GFW Global Championship. It's unified to be with the Impact title to become the Impact Global Championship and then becomes the Impact World Championship by 2018. And I have in my notes, fuck this company! Who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lashley wins the title in January. He carries it until July. He loses it to a new acquisition in the company. Alberto El Patron, formerly Alberto Del Rio, who becomes the GFW champ and unifies the title uh, with, uh, so Alberto is the GFW champ, Lashley's the Impact Global United States Universal Intercontinental Never Open King of the Mountain Mountain champion. They unify them, but Alberto is stripped of the unified title next month. Because uh, he got into, I think he lost it to Paige in that fight that they got in at the airport. See, that's the thing is they never tell you about when you're un- when you unified the belts that you had to defend them at any time, anywhere mm-hmm. against anybody, anybody. And he was engaged to Paige at the time, and they got into a lot of uh, public uh, scuffles. <laughs> yeah, little scuffles in airports. <laughs> Likes to beat up women in airports. Uh, Eli Drake would win the vacant title by the end of the year. Uh, wouldn't hold it for very long, and we get into 2018 here Her. in a second. I believe a gentleman in street clothes would beat him for Her. it. <laughs> uh, talk about Ring of Honor. We talked about the previous month that uh, Ring of Honor put the title on Kyle O'Reilly, trying to entice him to resign. He doesn't. 
Title's back on Adam Cole at the Wrestle Kingdom show in January. Kyle O'Reilly leaves the company. Bobby Fish leaves in March. Adam Cole leaves in May. May. <laughs> May. Uh, I see what you see did, what did there. there. Yeah, Adam Cole leaves in May. Uh, Christopher mm. Daniels, at 47 years old, becomes the uh, Ring of Honor champ in March. Uh, Adam Cole is upset over that loss, gets kicked out of the Bullet Club, as we alluded to earlier. That spot's given to Marty Skrull. The show is still very Bullet Club heavy. I remember watching a lot of the shows on TV, and it was just all Cody. It was all Bucks. It was all Marty. It was, and I kind of started to get worried. I was like, "What if these guys ever left? Like, who's? They're not gonna have a show because it's just all Bullet Club." <laughs> and little did I know that. You know, a year or two later. Was this the year we saw? We went and watched yeah. uh, Ring of Honor at the uh, with the church Collins Club. Yeah. I still have the picture saved on my phone where it says "Church of God this way, Ring of Honor wrestling <laughs> this way." Great, that was great, dude. There's so much talent on that yeah. on that card. It was, yeah. it was ridiculous. We got to see all the Bullet Club guys. We got to see like Jay White was on the card before he got big in New Japan. I mean, it was a ridiculous amount. Of Punishment talent. Martinez. Yeah. Cheeseburger was there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the Bucks win the Ring of Honor uh, tag titles back in April Ladder Wars. at Ladder Wars WrestleMania weekend. They win them back from the Hardys, and then the next night on WrestleMania is when the Hardys would rejoin WWE. Awesome. Pretty cool. In June, Cody defeats Christopher Daniels to win the world title. Is that when he had the ring? Yes. He, he wasn't carrying the belt. He had the yeah, Ring of Honor ring. ring. That was pretty cool. Uh, Dalton Castle would win the was title it? in December. Was the ring cool? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, don't do that, man. That's kind of cool. Don't put that out there. Uh, I think that's when Cody actually... Is that when he changed to the blonde hair? Or is yeah. It? Okay. That was the weird... Uh, here's the roster we got in 2017. Uh, we got Dalton Castle, the oh. Hung Bucks. I was about to say, I'm going to stop you for a second. The, the, Who are the Hung Bucks? The Hung Bucks are... Hangman Page and the Young Bucks right. in the three man, and they oh, were man. the six man tag champs. They I thought, were, it, I thought were, it was a typo. They were the Hung Bucks. Yeah. Well, mm. how about that? You like yeah, that? I like it. You like right. it a little bit. That's good. I okay. like it. Uh, the Briscoes are there. Bully Ray's there. <clears throat> Your boy. Yeah. Uh, best friends are there. Flip Gordon. Flip. Another one of my boys. Uh, Jay Lethal, Marty Score, War Machine, Kaz and Daniels. My another one of my boys, Matt Taven. Some would is say the, the best wrestler in Ring of Honor. I would say that he is he was one of the Ring of Honor champions of all time. Uh, Jonathan Gresham is there, and Cheeseburger's there. That's a staple right there. The talent sharing has allowed Ring of Honor at this point to kind of pass up TNA as the number two company in the United States. But they're still, despite being owned by a TV company... Still it's look, fucking awful. They're still it's looking awful. for a, a cable outlet. I, I went back and saw, a, read a couple of interviews where they said we're still looking for the right fit for a cable outlet with with connections that Sinclair has. Yeah. In the broadcast. How yeah. could you not know some know somebody yeah. who, who has a prominent position at a, a a big cable company to get you get you guys on TV? I don't I don't get it. I don't buy it, Dan. I don't understand it. Uh, WWE, Kevin Owens, still your Universal Champion. His partnership with Chris Jericho is in full swing at this point. Uh, Neville returns from an injury, joins the Cruiserweight roster, and wins the Cruiserweight title. As a heel. I remember that being pretty a pretty big thing for the Cruiserweight division, yeah. Neville's run with the title. We had one of the most star-studded Royal Rumbles of all time, gentlemen. 
Brock Lesnar was in it, The Undertaker, Goldberg, James Ellsworth. One of those things is not like the other. Let me say them again. The Undertaker? <laughs> yeah, because he's dead and the yeah. rest of the guys are alive. That makes sense. Lesnar, The Undertaker, Goldberg, James Ellsworth. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Randy Orton, who's a member of the Wyatt family at the time. Oh, okay. I remember that. Who <laughs> wins the Royal Rumble. I love going down I memory lane. You guys God. are like, what the fuck? Uh, Bray Wyatt surprisingly wins the WWE title at Elimination Chamber in February, and that sets up an all-Wyatt uh, title match at WrestleMania, guys. Bray against Randy Orton. Randy Orton would leave the Wyatt family because he uh, did... I forgot what he did. What did he do that uh, caused him to, that when he left the Wyatt family was like the big thing? Randy Orton burns down a man's house and gets rewarded for it. Thank you, AJ. I couldn't remember... What it was, uh, Will and I are making tantric love uh, over here with the with that the That's synced up. Uh, yeah. So uh, Randy Orton burns down a man's house and gets rewarded for it. Now, guys, that set up a pretty good match at WrestleMania that year between Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, where I think there was like some... The worms. Like worms or whatever. Projected on the... Yeah. And spiders and... It's good stuff, right? Oh, hold on. Breaking news. Uh, tur- that turns out that was the 2017 uh, Dan Rhino pick for worst match of the year. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. Guys, I don't know if Bray Wyatt's good, because he's had my worst match of the year like two out of the last three years. <laughs> you just don't like that hokey shit. I love hokey shit. Yeah. You, you, you right. even know yeah, me? Yeah, you yeah. love hokey shit. What are you talking about? I am like he's got a king. Joey Ryan shirt on right I'm now. The king of hokey shit. Yeah. Like I don't understand. I, I, I just I just drew a dick on like my shirt. They just booked those matches. Somebody drew to a dick so on my shirt when I was sleeping, and it's not a Joey Ryan shirt. They just booked those matches to be so awful. Like, what's the point of all of the projections on the screen or on the mat? On the it's mat? edgy. It's cool. Is it? No. Uh, Daniel Bryan is back, but only a SmackDown GM. He's mm. still not. Cleared to wrestle, and at this point, we we think that we'll never see Daniel Bryan wrestle again here in 2017. Uh, Jericho accepts Goldberg's Universal Title uh-huh. Challenge for Kevin Owens on uh-huh. Kevin Owens' behalf, and that causes some drama in the Kevin Owens Jericho world because Kevin Owens would turn on Jericho uh-huh. at the, at the uh, one of the greatest Raw moments of the last decade, the Festival of Friendship. Uh-huh. Why is my name on this list? <laughs> that, this was no! the, the list of Jericho. <laughs> the list of KO. I like it. Uh, Jericho's distraction allows Goldberg to beat KO for the Universal title at Fastlane. Uh, 2017, Jason Goldberg, your Universal Goldberg, champion. Baby. One last run. Awful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sets up Goldberg-Lesnar rematch at Good WrestleMania, stuff. what everybody wants. Uh, WrestleMania that year, the best feud going in there was Jericho and KO gets buried as the fifth match. Jericho still talks about that. Yeah. On his on his podcast, yeah. he still talks about how they just got it was a big feud and they just kind of threw it away at Mania. Uh, we mentioned the Hardys making their shocking return to win the tag titles at Mania. Seth ends his feud with Triple H. Thank God <laughs> at WrestleMania. Orton wins the title. From Bray Wyatt, that was that spooky projector match. Uh, Brock wins the title from Goldberg, and Roman Reigns retires The Undertaker. Well, I know you were a big fan of that because you love Roman Reigns. You're not a big fan of The Undertaker. 
No, 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 no. It's, it's, you got that reversed. Mm. I hate Roman Reigns, and I'm a huge fan of The Undertaker. So when that match happened, did you think we saw the last match from The Undertaker? Because they left his boots. In, he left his boots in the ring. He kind of broke character. Was hugging his family like at ringside. Left his gloves in there. I I thought that's what it was. WWE was even selling. Uh, shortly thereafter, I went in the research. I looked back. They were selling on their website, you know, like those uh, plaques, mm. uh, you know, with like the, mo- the monograms and everything on it. And it showed the boots and the gloves in the ring, and it said uh, Undertaker's last match, WrestleMania, blah blah blah. They were selling those on WWE Shop. Got them. We, <laughs> we we would know that it uh, a little bit later as we get into the next couple of years. Uh, last couple years of the decade, it would not be the Undertaker's last match, and Undertaker is probably still going to wrestle again in 2020. I remember the next night, Roman Reigns comes out and cuts his the best promo of his life because he didn't say he couldn't he say anything. Said nothing. They booed every time he went to talk. They just would not stop booing. <laughs> now that, that means they made him a heel, right? Uh, no, no. God, <laughs> the perfect opportunity for him to cut a heel promo. There, there's been so many perfect uh... opportunities. Uh, in May, big moment for Jason Calcibetta. Jinder Mahal wins the WWE Finally. title. You know, you're a Finally. big fan of Jinder's WWE title. Yeah. Order. It was great. No, God, please, no, no, no. And they went no! all, they went all in on it too. I mean, he had the belt for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure did. He, yep, yeah, yep. made it feel like a yep. champion. Uh, Nakamura debuts on the main roster around this time. And June, gentlemen, you were there. Live. Money in the bank here in in St. Louis, baby! Here's what you guys have to be reminded of. Here's what you guys got to see live. Here's what Uh, we paid for. Paid hard hard earned money. Baron Corbin won the men's money in the bank. That was great. James Ellsworth won the women's money in the bank. Good for him. Gender retained his title. Who did he face that evening? Orton. Gives a fuck. He, he, he beat Randy Orton. Uh, oh, yeah. The Hype Bros were on the card. Okay. The Singh Brothers were on the card. Okay. The Ascension was on the card. Okay. Lana got a, a title shot. WWE's not even trying in June of 2017, are they? No, and they had a packed house at yeah. Scott Trade. Bunch of people there, and it's Money in the Bank, and Money in the Bank is one of those like better... Mm-hmm. Shows. Well, it's one of the ones you look forward to. That was awful, awful. I, I think we left there last that night. We were just like, "What the, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know." Something that, that is working in 2017, the Miz, the with the Miz Taraj, Maurice is back, dude. This was good shit. Yeah, this was I, good. I really like this. Uh, bringing a lot of prominence back to a title that had kind of been forgotten about the last few years, that Intercontinental Title. I thought Miz, to his credit. He really got over with me uh, this, this couple of years yeah. here. I always seen as Miz as kind of that joke guy. Um, dicking around on your phone, Will. <laughs> Will, Will dick around oh, on his phone. No, over. Just kidding. <laughs> he, he really, I mean, I thought this was just the perfect character for him. I thought that he carried that title well. And I think this run here made him a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. You know, I think if he does, if he never wrestles another match again, he's a Hall of Famer. And I think... This is what put him over the edge, and I say that in all sincerity. Uh, Jason Jordan is revealed to be Kurt Angle's son. Who knew? Uh, Apparently, Kurt Angle didn't know yeah, until somebody yeah. told him. Had no idea. 
Did you see something the other day that like Jason Jordan had a like him and his wife had a kid or something? And yeah, and Kurt Angle said I'm gonna be a grandpa. <laughs> Dude, like Kurt that. Angle not breaking kayfabe. No. Good, Good for him. He's he's the man. Uh, gender would hold the title for 170 days. It's awesome. Five months. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> Yep. It's good stuff, guys. They went all in on the gender ball push. Well, they didn't go all in because Survivor Series was coming up, and that is traditionally <laughs> where you have the SmackDown champ against the Raw champ, vice versa. Yep. You trying to tell me that you didn't want to see gender versus Brock? Apparently nobody did because no. gender versus Brock was set up, and to make sure that didn't happen, <laughs> they put the title on AJ Styles on a taped SmackDown in... in in London, wasn't in it? London, England. On a tape smack on so it was spoiled for everybody, but they they said we don't have many shows left before Survivor <laughs> Series. We have to get the title on somebody else so somebody else can wrestle Brock. It's the first time the belts ever changed hands outside of the United States. Interesting. Interesting. Thanks for uh little fun facts for no one tell. No problem. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in October, KO beats Shane at Hell in a Cell, and that was the important because it was the big reunification be between the old friends Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and that's huge. Tra- it's a huge. It was a huge shocker too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sami Zayn had been like uber, like bubblegum babyface up to mm-hmm. that point. Yep. And this was like one of the better runs between the two of them. Definitely. It, you know, I really liked the. It was some of the best work I'd seen Sami do to that point. Kevin Owens had 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 a lot of you know yeah. ups already, but Sami had through injuries or through you know bad booking or whatever had had. A really tough time connecting with the crowd, but this was this worked out really well for him. I thought this was really gave him a chance to do a lot more mic work, show a lot more personality, and I think it it helped him, you know, get to the point where he is in 2020, where he's a he's a mic guy now. Like he was never was a big mic, uh, you know, big Who's guy. Sammy? On, yeah, big guy on the stick. Yeah, and now really. and now he's. Like a they, manager, that's all he does. Legitimately now. put him with yeah. people to give somebody a mouthpiece for. Uh, whether that's good or bad, you know. Well, I don't. I don't even know if he's hurt or not. Why he's not wrestling, I have no idea. Uh, WWE still running two pay per views a month, baby. Exhausting. They're still split branded. I just put "ug" with an exclamation point <laughs> in the awesome. notes. Uh, later in the year. Uh, Roman Reigns gets the mumps. <laughs> you know that was the first. That was the debut of our in-house doctor at the time, Doctor Michael Caine. Doctor Michael Caine. Before Stu Hart killed him. Yes. On the and Then we brought him back for the for the hundredth episode. The hundredth episode. Uh, Roman Reigns got the mumps, guys. Uh, um, I don't know how that's still a thing no. in in no. twenty seventeen. Fucking anti-vaxxers is how that's still a thing. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> Uh, Kurt Angle fills in as the third shield number at TLC. And then it was so cool, Triple H had to do it on the house well, show. If uh, anybody's going to do something cool, uh, it's going to be me. Go ahead, uh, put me in. Never would have done it, but then when Kurt does it and it put gets over. Bad, Triple H is pretty cool, though. I guess. Because they went to do a suicide dive through the middle of the ropes, <laughs> and he was just nah. like, nope. Nah, <laughs> I'm uh, just going to step <laughs> through no, uh, the ropes. face, not me. <laughs> I thought, because I, th- that was, um, I believe that was the same pay-per-view that AJ Styles filled in for, I, was, that the, that's the, was that the one where Finn was going to face Sister Abigail? <laughs> I thought so. 
And we got we got AJ Styles. We got Finn. AJ Finn. Yeah. They they flew AJ like who was in Brazil or something. Yep. Yeah. On like the you know a private jet or something. Got him like he like a fifteen hour mm-hmm. plane flight goes right into the ring, tears it up with Finn Balor. Dude, thank God for the mumps. Right. Because we got. The return of Kurt Angle, which was really cool yep. to see Kurt, to see Kurt back. I remember us watching that together, and I was more excited with the changes that they made at the last minute than yeah, with the original yeah, card. Bray had the mumps too at the time. Yeah, yeah, because they yeah. were kissing each other. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's not how you get the mumps. Oh, that's that's uh, mono. That's mono. Mm. Well, you Maybe would they know. had that too. You so would know. did we ever get the Sister Abigail main event? No, nope. it's still coming. Oh, okay. It's still coming. <laughs> Long term storytelling yeah. here. Yeah. Thanks, thanks to the mumps. We never had to deal with that horse shit. Uh, wrapping up 2017 here with NXT. Uh, Bobby Roode beats Nakamura for the NXT title. That's because Nakamura is heading to the main roster. Oh. Asuka relinquishes her title without losing a match on NXT. Which, guys, I hate that. I hate that. Uh, War Machine did it too uh, when they go to the main roster. I think you always got to... Give somebody else to shine on the really? way out. That's what Paige did. It just makes it makes no, your Paige Paige didn't do her she didn't give up she gave uh-huh. up the belt too. Yeah. Yeah. It, Who I think that was it. Like I think everybody else, Paige, uh Paige, Asuka, and Paige, then, yeah. uh, the Viking, the Viking War, War Machine. Yeah. War Raiders or whatever they were at the time. They were War Machine in NXT. They were. And then they were the Viking Experience. God. And then they were the Viking Raiders. <laughs> Viking Experience. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking just terrible. Just not even trying. No. no. It's, it's, not like, even it's like trying. a kid's ride at Six Flags. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> I'd ride I'd ride that. It's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> A lot of raping and pillaging going on there. Whoa, you can't say the Oh no, huh? No. Can't say the Speaking like, of <laughs> Oh, we're not, here? I didn't put Enzo. Damn it! Allegedly, allegedly, in my allegedly. allegedly. Uh, like I said, I, Oscar not relinquishing the title. I I know they wanted to keep the mystique there with the streak and everything, but man, you could have you could have made somebody, like on on the way out. So I hate when they do that. I hope they don't do that anymore, especially now that all the brands are kind of quasi equal. Uh, Oscar heads to the main roster. Here's a the roster, man. NXT has always done a really good job of when they send guys to the main roster and gals to the main roster, they reload. They got Roderick Strong, Alistair Black debuts, Heavy Machinery. Yeah. What? Hey, Tucky. Tucky, Tucky, Tucky. Heavy Machinery. There you go. Uh, Hideo Itami was a big get for them when they brought it. Remember when they... What a waste. When <laughs> yeah. they sent Hulk Hogan to, yeah. a, to yeah. have... Kenta yeah. signed the contract. Yeah. That's how big of a deal it was when they brought in uh, oh, Hideo Itami. running wild, brother. I wonder if he said anything racist to him. Probably. <laughs> uh, Eric Young, uh, former TNA standout, is is here. Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, Velveteen Dream, Drew McIntyre, all debut in NXT in 2017. Uh, NXT UK Great. debuts in 2017. Great. Uh, that gives us Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, Tony Storm. All, uh, I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have Tony Storm in my life. That's your boy. Uh, not the gentleman who huh. was in the PWI 500. T-O-N-Y. Because he got a lot of bookings because they thought they were booking the female Tony Storm. Right. so cheap. Like. <laughs> but then when they got him, they realized, you know what? He's actually a pretty good worker. Yeah. yeah. You know, so they... Do they, you love me some Tony Storm? The gentleman? No, the lady. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Fish, solo, debuts in July. Kyle O'Reilly... 
solo debuts in August. And at TakeOver Brooklyn, Adam Cole debuts. Baby. And then the three of them team up to uh, beat up Drew McIntyre after he had just won the title from Bobby Roode. And when you see this happen, you're thinking, Ring of Honor guy, Ring of Honor guy, Ring of Honor guy. The Undisputed Era is born, gentlemen. Uh, Bobby Roode heads to the main roster after that loss. And he's never heard from again. <laughs> just did massive amounts of steroids. Never was as big as he was on NXT. Uh, NXT hosted the first War Games match in 20 years. In 2017, Undisputed Era wins. And Andrade would win the NXT title from Drew in November. That was that weird match where Drew was like hurt his shoulder or something yeah. in, in, in the match. And they kind of called an audible on the fly and put the belt on Andrade. A guy who was not in any, we didn't think had any chance of winning that, was not a guy we wanted to see as champ. But once he got the title and he got Zelina Vega with him. Totally new person. Yep. Oh, my God. Completely like, superstar. Different. Yeah. Throw, guy who's a throwaway to a guy who's a superstar now. Jason's hearing a 1920s telephone here. I was like, what year is it? I, I heard it, too. I've got the viewers that's are calling the, into the, the show. That's the landline uh, for the Rhino Wrestling Review landline. Uh, Ember Moon would win the vacant title to close out 2017. And we roll on to 2018. Chugging right along here. Oh, my God. Uh, I am not, I am not, you notice that the print gets smaller. Uh, the Billboard Song of the Year, I'm not familiar with this song. It's God's Plan by Drake. God's Plan. God's Plan. No, no, something, something, no. I don't know about that, no. I don't know about that, I have no idea what you're doing. Yep. I'm just God's Plan. <laughs> Good song, dude. That sounds awful. I like Drake. Uh, the Oscar winner for Best Picture was The Shape of Water. That's I've the, seen that yeah. one. That's the lady like yeah. fucks the fish. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Dude, that's that's that I might be down with watching that. It's pretty good. Like, it's pretty good. Pretty good movie. Like, pe- like ladies like having sex with fish. I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it. Uh, my father just showed up. You want to hop on the microphone here and talk some wrestling? Got some ironing. <laughs> Got some ironing to do. Let me tell you a little bit about a uh, little bit about my dad here. Um, Big wrestling fan. Uh, saw a lot. Got saw Hogan and Flair at the old arena. Pretty good. I mean, this guy like saw saw uh, like Undertaker and Ultimate Warrior in a casket match at Bush Stadium. What? This guy's seen a lot of good wrestling. He's a big fan of like wrestling at the Chase, like Dick the Bruiser, Dick the Bruiser, <laughs> Luthez. Yeah. Luthez. Oh, the Iron Sheik. Yeah. Oh, oh Baba. <laughs> I spit on you. <laughs> I humble you. I put you in the camel clutch. I break your back. <laughs> That's not racist, is it? No. No. no, no, no. We don't no. do racist stuff no, on this not, show. Not, 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 not on this show. Not sir. anymore. Not no. a, yeah, the uh, FCC told us to stop yeah. doing that. But yeah, my uh, you know when the Monday Night Wars were going on, my dad would always pull out the old ironing board around 8 o'clock on a Monday <laughs> night. Make fun of us for watching wrestling, but the ironing board always came out. And who's winning? Ah, He'd say in a sarcastic way, but he really wanted to know for sure who was winning. We always had a. My dad always was in the room next to me, and one of us would watch Raw, and one would watch Nitro. Hey, turn this on (laughs) from across the room. Horse, yeah, yeah. I always had the preview. Turn it off. The preview, like going, hit the button, just keep jumping back and forth. Yeah, I'm going to get my dad to do a, do a watch-along with us one of these times. Watch one of them old wrestling shows. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom took place in 2018, New Japan. 
Uh, Okada would defeat Naito to retain the title. Okada wins, of course. Of course. Uh, Jericho wrestles his first New Japan match in 20 years. Jesus. Loses a uh, U.S. title opportunity to Kenny I've, Omega. I've done Lucha Libre. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember that, that Jericho, uh, the first Jericho Omega match? At yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. They're just tearing up tables. Did they get, they get five stars for that? I'm sure they did. I thought they did. It was in Japan. Yeah, it was Jericho and Omega. Uh, we thought it was just a one-off for Jericho, but he attacks Naito the next night. Uh, defeats Naito for the Intercontinental title in May and carries that title for the rest of 2018, even though I don't think he defended it more than like, <laughs> one time. This was the time where we got uh, Jericho like working full heel mm-hmm. in New Japan Pro Wrestling, where he was like, screw you, Don Callis! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because he's in Japan, he could just like cuss and he Do could whatever just like, he wants, pick it up yeah. the cameras yeah. and flip them off. Yeah, he was doing race, saying That's racist stuff that. to the Japanese floor. reporters and... He had the uh, video package where he looked like, you know, the coach from Team Iceland. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't remember that. You don't remember that? That's when they originally brought him in. Uh, The next night, uh, Cody goes to attack Kota Ibushi, but is stopped by Omega, and that starts the Omega-Cody battle for Bullet Club Uh leadership. Well, Bullet Bullet Club's not all right. Uh, Omega went on forever. Yeah, yeah, it did. Kenny Omega <laughs> loses the United States title to Jay White, uh, and the Cody, crowd goes mad. And Cody attacks <laughs> Kenny afterwards. And this is right around the time that the YouTube series "Being the Elite" is starting to gain popularity, documenting the drama in uh, the Bullet Club. And when did you guys first become fam- uh, familiar with the "Being the Elite" series? Because that actually it was the year before. I mean, this was when you know. Uh, Bullet Club was really using uh, social media and really using you know internet as a tool to get themselves over yeah. with with crowds that weren't familiar with them, and they're just so they've shown to be so uh, adept at, at using that. So being the lead is something that's still going on today, still very popular today, and that kind of documented the drama that was in uh, the leadership of the Bullet Club. And Bullet Club's getting very disjointed here. Oh, uh, the Gorillas of Destiny. Kind of break off. That's uh, Haku's boys. They become the OG. <laughs> yeah, the OGs. We got Abushi, Omega, and the Bucks as the Golden Elite. We got Cody still claiming leadership. There's a lot of moving parts here. Yeah, uh, with the Bullet Club. A lot Club. to follow. Uh, Omega actually beats Okada and ends his 720-day title reign in June. How many Rainmakers were in that match? Uh, There were 74. Okay. Uh, That was a two-out-of-three-falls match that your boy Dave Meltzer gave seven stars. Best match in wrestling history. Broke broke all of the scales. Yeah. Best match in wrestling history, and we're talking about it here live. Uh, Omega defends against... (laughs) Stop it. Omega... (laughs) uh, That was pretty smooth, though. I kind of liked it. Uh, Omega defends against Cody, Tama Tonga, and Tonga Loa. You can go ahead and hit the snoop drop now. Oh! There you go. Uh, with their dad, Haku, attack the Bullet Club, break off the foreign, their own group with uh, the Bone Soldier. Jason's boy, the Bone Soldier. That's my nickname back in high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bad Luck Fale's in there too, and they're kind of doing, they're like the Bullet Club firing squad. Yeah. I think that's what they were. Uh, Cody saves Kenny from their attack, and they are reunited, and it feels so good. Whew. Uh, in June, New Japan and Ring of Honor announced that WrestleMania weekend, they're going to do a big show at Madison Square Garden. It's going to be the first non-McMahon-hosted wrestling show since 1960. Hmm. 
You remember the drama with that where they were uh, WWE was trying to block yeah, them? Yeah, and... they said, "Whoa, whoa, there, champ!" <laughs> and then they That's they stopped favorite. selling tickets, and then they started selling tickets again. But it was, that was a big deal to make that announcement in June. Little did we know that was the beginning of the end. Yep. Uh, by October, Jay White and Gato joined the Bullet Club. Gato, the uh, Booker. Uh, yeah, Gido, Gido. He's the uh, Japanese version of Jeff Jarrett booking yeah. himself into the cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He comes out with Jay White yeah. still, no, yeah, with, like with a yeah. little like cab driver hat yeah. and stuff. Uh, Omega, the Bucks, Cody, and Hangman officially leave New Japan this year and right. Ring of Honor. Uh, Marty Skrull, that was the man left behind. He's still <laughs> st- stuck in Ring of Honor. The, the rest of his buddies went off without him, and they went off to, to form a little uh, T-shirt company. You guys might have heard of called All Elite Wrestling. I never heard of never them. Never heard of them. Yeah, they, uh... Little did Marty oh, know wait. that might be the best thing that ever happened to him. <gasps> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, they leave the company and uh, would end up forming their, their own little company. Uh, Kenny would keep the title until uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, in 2019. What do you guys think that contract negotiations way? You think Marty was like, yeah, guys, I, I did the 2021 also. And then you go... What? Oh, <laughs> dude! No, God, we said we said twenty twenty. Oh, oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, yes, we got one. <laughs> they threw a big net out. And we caught, we caught a copy. Got him. And now they got him for a long period of time. Yeah. That's awful. Good for him. No. Well, let's move to two thousand eighteen in the world of Impact Wrestling. As Anthem announces that Scott Demore and Don Callis are going to take over as executive VPs to take charge of day-to-day operations of the company. Uh, Jason, when you heard that Scott Demore and Don Callis were taking over, did you think it was going to be significant, significant difference in the company, or did you just think uh, we're just throwing more shit against the wall and it's probably not going to stick? Well, I figured it couldn't be any worse than the Jeff Jarrett era that was the year before, mm-hmm. you know, or the Jeff Jarrett era that was like ten years at ago. the beginning, yeah, or the Jeff Jarrett era, like yeah. when he got out of rehab, and so. or the Jeff Jarrett era that's getting ready to come up eventually. Yeah, when he comes back, yeah, yeah it's coming. Full circle. It's gonna come. Yep. Yeah, everything comes. It's like oh, new fa- pay per view name. Full Just, circle. <laughs> it's like fashion. Everything comes back. Full circle. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. But when Don, Don Callis is a guy who's. Been in the business for a yeah. long time. Been in pretty much every big company. I remember him as Truth Martini in, in Ring of Honor with the the Book of Truth and the House of yeah. Truth. And you know he was in uh, he was in WWE. He's was doing stuff with New Japan. He's he's wrestled. He's managed. He's done a little bit of everything. He's done of it, done it all. Yeah. But Scott Demore is a guy was I was less familiar with. Um, I forgot his background was. He was in the, the Team Canada in the early days. Of, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, he was their, their that, manager. So That's what it was. Well, they're, they're taking over day-to-day uh, operations, uh, and Don Callis actually would pretty quickly move into like the commentating role, Yes. too, which was, I don't know if that was originally envisioned for him or if that was just they needed somebody to put with Josh Matthews. I know they had tried a few other people. Yeah, it was pretty much an open door after the Pope left mm-hmm. there. So. Uh, they were back to the four-sided ring. Austin Aries debuts. Eli Drake's title run is short-lived. The supposed push of Eli Drake. I guess somebody just didn't like him. Yeah, I'm not sure there. what happened there. I was pretty high on. I Eli was high Drake. on him too. I thought this. I thought it was time to pull the trigger on yeah. him. I thought he was. He was over. He could wrestle. He could talk. I thought he had everything. And th- then they bring in Austin Aries and beat him in street clothes. And I thought that would set up a long feud with them. Mm-hmm. And it 
pretty much just disappeared. Yeah, Austin Aries comes in. How do you think his mood was? Is he uh, Austin Aries is never happy. He's <laughs> perpetually angry no matter. He's, he's destined to be upset no matter what he does and where he's at. <laughs> he's upset. He's upset in Ring of Honor. He was upset when he went to WWE. He's upset when he, he's going to be upset. You're going to see in a second here when he <laughs> when he leaves Impact. Uh, he's probably upset in MLW right now. He's just always angry. Just never, never happy. Uh, Jeff Jarrett is uh, suing oh. Anthem okay. over copyright infringement, Jason, for the use of GFW. Hmm. So that's probably related to the fact that they're calling their network like the Global Force Network, even though they're not yeah, called Global Force Wrestling anymore. anymore. It makes yeah. no sense. Uh but that uh, lawsuit is going on at that point. Impact begins a partnership with Twitch to start doing specialized content. Uh, we've we, got Kiara we Hogan. hardly knew ye. <laughs> we've got Kiara Hogan, Sue Young, Brian Cage, Pentagon, and Phoenix all debuting brother, in 2018. Brother, 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 brother. Impact is doing the silly ass Grand Championship. <laughs> now we just got done uh, watching the latest UFC with Conor McGregor. And Jason, kind of the same thing. Jason asked me if this, if the rounds are set up similar to the Impact Grand Championship, and I said, "Yeah, but not stupid." Hey, <laughs> they were doing this thing. Now, whose idea was that? Uh, I, I always thought it was, they always said it was a Billy Corgan thing. Yeah, I would blame <laughs> trying him. to make. I would blame it on the guy that wasn't there anymore. Yeah, trying to make it bring some more realistic stuff. I blame too. all my silly shit on Will when he's not around. Yeah. It's accurate. Uh, so MMA style rounds, they have judges. They score. It's it's awful. It's stupid. <laughs> it's just dumb. This has been going on for about a year now. Uh, Matt Seidel wins the title and he gifts the title to his Josh uh, life guru. Yeah, Josh Matthews. It's good stuff. That's when I thought Josh Matthews was going to start wrestling again. God. <laughs> uh, Austin Aries wins the grand championship from Josh Matthews with. Matt Seidel defending in uh, Matthew's place, unifying the two belts. So we're unifying the world belt and the grand championship belt. Pretty good idea, because one meant nothing. Uh, One could argue that neither meant anything. (laughs) Uh, In April, Pentagon beats Ares and Phoenix in a triple threat match to win the heavyweight title. I actually thought this was surprising. I thought it was different. I thought it was interesting to put the title on an international superstar like Pentagon, even though he brother, brother, brother is about all he can. Brother, brother, zero, zero. Yeah, I like it. The glove spot. It's about yeah. Takes ten minutes to take his glove off and throw it to the referee. Like, hey, we need you to go twenty tonight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like brother, brother, brother. I can maybe. How many gloves do you throw my glove for fifteen minutes? He's got two gloves. That's true. He can stretch it out twice as far. No glove, no love. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But I thought it was. I thought it was really interesting when they put the title on yeah. Pentagon. But they only did it for a month. Yeah. Because Aries wins it back a month later. Great. He probably threw a little bitch fit or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have the belt. Like, yeah. That's when Aries was doing the whole belt collector. He had to have all the belts. Or yeah. Was, from all or, the Indies stuff. Or he stuff. wasn't happy. 
Uh, Ty Valkyrie, Matt Seidel, Moose, OVE, Tommy Dreamer, LAX, Conan, Ethan Page, Rich Swan, all in prominent roles in the company. And in 2018, we get a couple additions in Tessa Blanchard and Johnny Impact. A couple future champions join the company. Uh, your boy, Jason, Sammy Callahan, in 2018, became a big single star. He broke Eddie Edwards' face with a bat. Accidents happened. He uh, fought Eddie Edwards in the woods. Eddie Edwards was never uh, more over than after he had a broken face. Really? Uh, I was the. I, I was told by a reliable source that that was the second best feud of 2018. Well, you said that. <laughs> and there's <laughs> so there's, there's so no more less so reliable much. source. Some would say that that was a feud of 2018. This is the I same was... guy who told us that WWE was giving us prime rib <laughs> in 2000. Like oh. It's all the perfectly roasted endless prime rib you could ever want. Yeah, in 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah we eating Cheetos, man. You keep putting them in front of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can't expect me not to eat them. They're tasty. They're delicious. Oh, of course you had to put this next one in. Uh, well, After Sam I talked it up for weeks. <laughs> uh, Sammy Callahan feuds with Pentagon in a mass versus hair match. Uh, in October. Probably we the get... match of the year that year, by the way. Seriously. Eh, stop it. <laughs> No, I'm uh, is that the one where they were like doing the the spikes into each other's head? Yeah, yeah. Slam reverse. Dink. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was interesting. Uh, in so. October, we get Bound for Glory. Uh, Eli Drake's doing this big thing where he's going to have an open challenge. There's going to be a big surprise. There's rumors around. Jason Calcibetta. A lot of buzz. Jason Calcibetta reported at the time that it was going to be Chris Jericho. I was told plans changed. Who had a relationship with Don. Oh, did you hear that from Meltzer? <laughs> Meltzer made it up and then you believed it and you reported it to us. Is that how it works? Uh, well, it wasn't Jericho, but it was pretty close. Well, it was uh, James Ellsworth. Hmm. <laughs> well done. That's how I felt. Yeah. So James Ellsworth uh, was the big surprise on. It was pretty awful on Impact. The crowd was not having it. No, they were not okay with it. I, I like it was like fuck you, Ellsworth. So you knew you knew when this. I think this happened second on the card that mm -hmm. night because I think they had an opening match, which probably was Rich Swan versus somebody, and uh, or Willie Mack. Because this is this is the time where Rich Swan opened everything. Or Willie Mack against somebody. Yeah, and uh, I think, or Rich Swan and Willie. And Mack. The, yeah, that's great. Uh, they were arguing over who got to open the card, so they made him a tag team. <laughs> and then Eli Drake comes out, and you're like, oh, no, this is awfully early for anything <laughs> for anything huge, you know? Uh, this was also the pay-per-view where Johnny Impact was uh, wrestling Austin Aries for the title. Yeah, beats Austin Aries, and they had a little bit of drama leading up to this match, didn't they? Yeah, there looked like they were really fighting each other. And What was the whole, the whole basis of the... The Twitter argument, uh, Johnny Impact called uh, Austin Aries short, so he, so Austin Aries called his wife a whore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I basically. Think that was like the escalation. Made fun of, of her it. weight and stuff like that, too. How does it so, go from that to that? I That I don't know. But this is the one where he, uh, the, he, the Starship Pain hits him, and he gets the three, and then he rolls out of the ring. And cuts a promo on yeah. the company, cuts a promo on Don Callis, yeah, cuts a promo him off on the, on from the, the stage and all that, yeah. And... He leaves the company. Yeah, that was the last time we've seen him. A lot of people were saying, "Oh, that was like a that was a work." That, yeah, uh, it was not. <laughs> uh, unless it's some good long term storytelling. Yeah, yeah, unless he's going to come back 
you know, in a, a couple years. I later. flipped you off two years ago. Like, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. None of those people are here anymore. James Ellsworth was here. <laughs> what? Eli Drake was here. Johnny yeah. Impact was here. None of those guys are here anymore. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Austin Aries, uh, never going to be happy anywhere. I have that in the notes, so it's <laughs> part of uh, wrestling lore now. Uh, Aries ends his uh, title run in 173 days, and Johnny Impact starts a 196-day run. Uh, Will uh, Johnny Impact? What is your? What do you think is his uh, best quality as a professional wrestler? He's really good at walking in slow motion. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, that's good. Best promos in the business. One of the, yeah, I would say he does one of the promos. Yes. In the business, I would say probably cuts like oh. High quality, um, blistery, like the best promos. Yeah, CM Punk level, pipe bomb level. Yeah, definitely, definitely CM Punk level. Oh, Jason, I don't want to do it. Uh, Impact is off pop by the end of the year, <laughs> and about to be on their fourth network in four years, and they go to the Anthem-owned Pursuit Network, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Dan, huh. now let's go through a little bit of the high-quality programming that you get all the pursuit. I've been network. waiting for this. Ah, uh, because this, this is my night. my my input your, for yep. the impact. It's your bread and butter, baby. Uh, yearly stuff. A lot of, really a lot of not a whole lot going a lot on of fish. There. Where's that Dan? What's that guy's name that we do the fishing This doesn't with? even really give me like a, a, a good overview right now. Um, uh, Hank Parker on the water. Yeah, Hank, Hank Parker. We're looking at uh, the Bear Whisperer. Will it fly? Uh, impact. <laughs> it's not will it fly. It's if it flies. <laughs> Hank Parker's Outdoor Magazine. Okay, Ooh. I had on the water yeah, with Hank Parker. Yeah. See, I was getting that mixed up. With uh, he might have a spinoff. Ammo and Attitude. That's... That's Two of my great. favorite things. Yeah. The Outdoorsman's. That's bad. Uh, that's bad. <laughs> bad grammar. It's bad grammar, yeah. yeah. Uh, American Crappy Trail. Ooh. Is it crappy, crappy or carpy? Crappy. Uh, <laughs> Americana Outdoors. Great stuff. Ooh. Uh, backcountry Traditions. Ooh, that sounds... <laughs> yeah. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> uh, banjo playing. Man versus Bear. Yeah, that's, no, that's great. good shit. Will it fly? Yeah. It's not will it fly, it's if it flies. Coyote. Like, if it flies, we shoot it. Will it fly makes it sound like they're just throwing <laughs> shit off the, off the cliff and seeing what sticks. Dog Soldier. Ooh. And man versus elk. That's Ooh. all. Not, it's like man versus bear, but it's an elk. But it's against an elk. Could, do you think they could have a spinoff where the bear fought the elk? Yeah, in, in like various competitions. I would like to see that now, but you know, you know, I don't think man versus bear is on the Pursuit Network anymore because it's on Discovery Channel now. Oh, upgrade, and it, baby! baby! You tried to hit it again. Cheeto <laughs> fingers got got it. Uh, they are a- they are doing a Twitch simulcast though, so they're not just doing the special uh, events on Twitch now. They're doing an actual Twitch simulcast because uh, nobody gets the Pursuit Network. Nobody. That's nobody. true. Nobody. But now I can watch Man vs. Bear on Discovery Channel. Which is literally a man versus a bear. That's like in, in what? Like an arm wrestling contest? In like feats of strength. Interesting. It's actually pretty entertaining. Like when Kobayashi took that bear on in a hot dog eating contest and (laughs) got his his ass whooped. Pretty much. Uh, Let's talk about what Ring of Honor is doing in 2018. Dalton Castle will hold the world title until June. 
very injury riddled run for Dalton Castle. Uh, even it, no amount of fanning from the boys <laughs> could make Dalton uh, recover from some of the injuries he had. Uh, he defends the title against Cody, Marty Skrull. No, more Bullet Club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if in case you didn't get enough Bullet Club in the in Ring of we Honor, we got more for you. <laughs> Ring of Honor events still very Bullet Club heavy, and uh, one of my favorite streaming services, the Honor Club, yeah, launches got, in February and they, it it rarely works. They got your one hundred twenty. They did. I paid for a full year ahead to, of time to get that discount. Ten bucks a month, hundred twenty bucks. Got all the pay per views. Dan, what's your never, Ring of Honor login again? It doesn't matter. It doesn't work. <laughs> I could give you. I could give you the login. It wouldn't work. Uh, I and I got it for a year, and as soon as that year was up, I did not choose. Pulled the plug. Did not choose to renew because it never worked. But you get dibs on hot first tickets for uh, any new Ring of Honor. How show. many tickets are sold for that St. Louis show next month? About one eighty. They went Thousands? down from 200? <laughs> some Somebody people, returned some, them. Some people, 20 people turned their tickets back in. There's 180 tickets sold for a, a arena that's going to seat a few thousand people. Yeah, probably. The arena, it's at our family arena here in St. Charles, which really could <coughs> hold 10,000. And right now we're about, even like Will said, 200. Awful. Well, maybe that'll be on the Honor Club. Who knows? But in... <laughs> Back in 2018, in at April Super Card of Honor, that was their first show to ever draw 6,000 fans. That's awesome. 6,000 for a Ring of Honor show. And now they yeah. sold 180 tickets. Doing good. Doing good. I'd say and it's a little bit of a difference. Literally Addition by subtraction. Basically 18 months later. That's not possible, Will. Addition by addition? That is possible. Okay. Uh, Sumi Sakai be beats Kelly Klein to become the first Women of Honor champion in 2018. Uh, Punishment Martinez wins the TV title in June. Gone by Gone September. Gone by September. <laughs> <laughs> Heading to NXT to become uh, Damien, Damien Priest. 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 Sandow. Damien Priest. Uh, Austin Aries joins <laughs> Ring of Honor, <laughs> presumably miserable as usual. <laughs> <laughs> More bananas. Uh, Jay Lethal ends uh, Dalton Castle's title run on 197 days in July and starts his own 280-day title mm -hmm. run in September. Big event in the history of pro wrestling. History, historical event, Jason. The uh, Bucks and Cody self-provoke a little event in Chicago, in the Chicago area, called All In. All In. You ever heard of that? Now, what was the, the, the genesis of this was Meltzer made a comment about how like uh, was it? Maybe it was after Ring of Honor drew six thousand. They said like yeah, nobody... something about ten thousand. And he 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 says he jokingly said that that wouldn't happen. And so Cody said, "You want to bet?" And that's how it all became. So you you owe Uncle Dave for all in. Okay, I gave him an we gave him an award. <laughs> yeah, what award do you want, Jason? We gave him a horny. <laughs> God, we we invited uh, Brian Alvarez on the show. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. Is that all he knows how to say? <laughs> <laughs> so All In was kind of cool because it had Ring of Honor, yeah. New Japan, it had NWA, it had Impact Talent on there. It was the first non-WWE or WCW show since 1993 Jesus. to draw over 10,000 fans in the United States. 
uh, MJF, Tessa Blanchard, Britt Baker, Matt Cross, Joey Janela, Jay Lethal, Kenny Omega, Pentagon, Phoenix, Rey Mysterio, Kata, Marty Skrull, Kota Ibushi, and Jericho even made an appearance on the card. And this is where the seeds for AEW started uh, getting Sprinkle, sprinkled around yeah, a little sprinkle bit. Sprinkle them out there. Sprinkle some AEW dust on and there. plant them inside of you. What? What, the what was that? Seeds? <laughs> what? What was that? I don't, I don't know. What did you say? What do you mean? Okay. Weird. To cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ring of Honor talent participates on the Jericho Cruise in October. Uh, Cody, Buck, the Bucks, and Hangman finish the year with Ring of Honor and have all have their last Ring of Honor matches at Final Battle this year because something different's coming on mm. January first mm. of Some the next year. Mm. Yeah, a little T-shirt company, a little hole in the wall T-shirt company. Uh, WWE. In 2018, Nakamura wins the Royal Rumble, sets up a dream match with AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Literally a dream match. And why would you call it a dream match? No, no hold on. These guys put on a four and three quarter star match at Wrestle Kingdom. Just two years before Two this. years before this. Yep. What are, you, are you, what are you saying? I'm saying that, it's a dream match. But you're saying it in a sarcastic way. No. Sir. I am not saying it. I'm saying it's a dream match. What is the, what are those air quotes you so just I don't, did? I don't know what you're talking about. The people on the Patreon feed can see it. Look, I look, dream match. He did it again. I, not, it's involuntary. I don't I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. It, it's a put it puts you to sleep. It puts you to sleep. It was a not a good match. No, it was awful. At WrestleMania. We were looking forward to it and it was not good. And then <laughs> afterwards, Nakamura starts hitting people in the dick a lot. Yeah, just stopped wrestling. Yeah. It just, yeah. just kind of became a, a, a dick hitter. <laughs> That's what he is. Asuka wins the first women's Royal Rumble. And then the big moment came after the Rumble where Ronda Rousey, MMA star, came out and awkwardly pointed at a, the WrestleMania sign. Nobody points like that. What? Like she, her? She pointed... And she like, missed it. Like, li- like just leaned her, her head a little tilted bit. Tilted her, her Maybe ear her onto hurt. her shoulder. Kinda it was like, the most... I like. I know you're a bad actor, but you can't even point to a sign. And she missed the sign. Well, the sign wasn't that big in her defense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's yes. like a little, like, sign, like, in nosebleed. You can't mm-hmm. even see it. Yeah. It's like Ace of Base. She saw it. She just missed it. You know. Do, 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 she saw the sign. Uh, Roman Reigns wins the Elimination Chamber, which sets up a Brock Roman rematch at WrestleMania, baby! <laughs> once, once, oh. <laughs> once in a lifetime, Jason. Uh, That's great. These are always pretty good. So Brock and Roman... Uh, Seeing that at WrestleMania is like a match that I'd always wanted to see and then got to see about five years in a row. <laughs> so, yeah. And we'll probably get to see it again this year. Uh, Alexa Bliss defended her title at the first ever Women's Elimination Chamber, so more landmark moments for the WWE women. At Fastlane in March, it is the last, thank God, brand-exclusive pay-per-view. No more two pay-per-views a thank month. God. Woo! That was terrible. One good thing came out of 2018. Aww. Uh, the other uh, note I put on here is that Ruby Riot had a match with Charlotte on there. It's true. Which w- people would reference for years. It's a pretty good match. Anytime. Like Michael Cole. Any, yeah, yeah. Anytime Ruby Riot comes up, like, she was very competitive with Charlotte six months ago <laughs> at Fastlane. 
I'm like, okay, Michael Cole. She's done other stuff since then, I'm sure. Uh, at Mania in April, Seth wins the Intercontinental title from Miz and Finn Balor, which was probably the match of the night. Uh, it, arguably, because we also got Charlotte giving Asuka her first loss, which I had one, was one of my top matches of that year in 2018. Ronda's first match was surprisingly not the shits. That was probably the best match on that card. Oh, stop it. We just said two <laughs> other matches that were better. It was, the, it was maybe like, the most entertaining yeah. match. On Longest card. match on the card. Yeah. Uh, teamed up with uh, Kurt Angle against. I'm going 20. <laughs> <laughs> teamed up with Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie. Uh, Cena was drinking beer in the crowd and then got uh, drunkenly pulled to the back to have a match against The Undertaker. You guys remember that? Yeah, huh? I remember that. He's here. And he just runs back with He's a beer here and jeans. I am drunk. I'm going to fight Undertaker. I'm going to fuck you, Undertaker. Whoa. Fuck you up. Whoa. I don't care. I'm John Cena. You can't fire me. Jeez. Uh, Daniel Bryan has his first match in three years. He's back, guys. He teams with Shane McMahon to beat KO and Sammy. AJ has his dream match with Nakamura, and it's a dream match because... Wake up, Will. What? Because it was What's boring it? as fuck. Oh, so boring. Uh, Braun teams with the child to win the tag belts. Oh, best match of the night. Nicholas. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are in the main event. And if you look up the Wikipedia for this, it just has... <laughs> quote after quote from different wrestling journalists about how it's one awful. of the worst Just uh, main events in uh, WrestleMania history. Yep. Not great. Uh, in April, we got the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. I remember but that. we just had the Royal Rumble. But this was the greatest one. There was like He's eight, to the greatest, greatest There was like Rumble. Eight, 80 dudes in it. Yeah. And Braun 50. Strowman won it. He won a title for that. Yeah, remember that, that? Remember that? No. It was a title. It was <laughs> said, green. Nope. And the Titus twenty four seven title. No, Titus World Slide happened yeah. on that. Mm -hmm. oh. So this was the first of the Saudi Arabia events. Yes. And this has been a point of contention for a lot of people with the WWE taking this what they call the blood money, still going to Saudi Arabia three or four times a year. We're going back again in just a couple of weeks aren't we yeah yep after yep. this super year's... showdown time uh, kane and the fiend headlining cool Whoa. can't wait maybe hulk hogan will make it a three-way that'd be awesome uh, yeah exactly there's a lot of that going on without us pressing the button it's right. Saudi. yeah they don't need our help <laughs> yeah uh post mania dan o'brien feuds with big Cass. pretty good uh, big right? Cass gone with the company by june <laughs> why are you clapping Oh, because Big Cass was the drizzling shits. Yeah, he, he really was. <laughs> uh, speaking of the drizzling shits, Lashley is back hey, in the company. I put whoa, whoa. Yawn for the notes because uh, as good as Lashley was in Impact, he has uh, not d really done anything other than show people his ass. Unpredictable. Uh, banging Lana. Not on, yet. You know. Oh, sorry. Man. He's back to dominate. Back to dominate. And they do that thing where he's always bending over and showing people his ass. Yeah. yeah. He was with Leo Rush. And I'm like, that's so funny, funny, right? Show him that pose! Yeah. Hit, him, hit him with that pose, Bobby! God, stop it. <laughs> Just, God, see, wrestling's bad. You know? <laughs> I was about to say, from here on out, it doesn't really get much good. better. So, uh, the April brings the draft, and uh, mm, Drew, Andrade, perfect. and Zelina, and Sanity come to the main roster. Remember Sanity? I remember. I uh, Braun Strowman wins the money in the bank. Okay. Uh, Bliss. Monster in the bank. Oh, stop it. God, I hate wrestling. You're gonna get these hands. God, I hate wrestling so much. 
And everyone goes crazy. Yeah, everybody loses yeah! their shit. Yeah! Uh, yeah! Alexa Bliss wins the women's money in the bank, Great. interferes in the Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey title match later that night, causing a DQ. Perfect. And then in the chaos, Alexa Bliss cashes in on Nia Jax to win the title that mm. same night. A lot, a lot of moving parts. A lot of going on there. there. A lot of average wrestlers. Uh, SummerSlam <laughs> brings us Roman ending Lesnar's uh, universal title run at 540 On his days? first chance, too. I think that's what we need to take from this. What? On his, fir- <laughs> on his first chance at the title. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yep. get that. I agree. Uh-huh. I agree uh-huh. with you. Because we have not mentioned any <laughs> Roman Brock matches before... No. SummerSlam 19, or I'm sorry, 19, which one? Which Jesus, one was in the cage where the cage fell up the side of the cage? That fell was apart. at one of the Saudi shows. Oh, so we didn't even got there yet. Fuck, who cares? Maybe I care. Maybe that's at Crown Jewel because that's that's coming up in the notes here. Crown Jewel, brother. Stop it. Uh, one cool thing that did happen at SummerSlam: Carmella, who was the champion, loses the title to Charlotte. It was a sh- three-way with. Carmella, Charlotte, and Becky. Post-match, Becky turns heel and attacks Charlotte. This was the start, the start of, of Becky Lynch becoming the biggest the man. Uh, star on the planet in the world of pro wrestling. Yep. Uh, that was also the same car where Ronda Rousey squashed Alexa Bliss to win the Raw Women's Style. Who's the new Raw Women's Champion? Boo. Don't boo her. Leave Alexa Bliss alone. Yeah. God, I miss her. Women's wrestling is not as good anymore without She's back Alexa. now. Uh, she's, she's not really doing yet. anything. She's a baby face now. Uh, yeah. Doesn't work. No. Uh, they're trying to position, post-SummerSlam, of course, they're trying to position Charlotte as the baby face and Becky as the heel. The opposite happens, but this time they actually run with it a little bit. Becky starts connecting with the crowd more than ever, and Becky beats Charlotte for the title at Hell in a Cell. Hell. Roman, unfortunately, has to relinquish the Universal title in October due to uh, his leukemia diagnosis, which is the only thing that can make him a babyface to Will Lewis. That's true. He had to get cancer and beat it. Good for Roman. For beating it. For beating cancer. You know, good for him. Okay. Yeah. That that was hard for you to say. (laughs) He said through gritted teeth. (laughs) Uh, what do we got here? Brock, win- Brock, of course, LOL, wins the vacant title, be- he- beating Braun at Crown Jewel. That's when he punched him in the side of the face and told him to slow the fuck down. <laughs> I thought that was in like a triple threat. It, it or probably was. That he, that he did. Slow the fuck down. <laughs> but uh, Braun's the champ again. Cool. Uh, with Roman gone, Ambrose turns heel on Seth. Oh, no. Setting up uh, the feud for Seth's Intercontinental title. And the Intercontinental title that Seth is holding is pretty is pretty much the biggest title on Raw since Brock is very, 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 very part-time at this point. Uh, Crown Jewel also sees, brother, Hulk Hogan's first WWE appearance in three years. Uh, he did not drop the N-bomb this oh, time. Whoa, whoa. That yeah, we know- yeah, I'm the asshole that here. That we know of. Yeah. I'm the asshole here. That's a word you never heard come out of my mouth. Ooh. We've heard it come out of the Hulkster's mouth. <laughs> Jesus. I always get blamed for other people's <laughs> nonsense by you. Also, the in-ring return of Shawn Michaels, but yeah. they said it was Shawn Michaels with some bald dude out there. <laughs> which Shawn Michaels was the best wrestler in that match. Yeah. And he didn't wrestle in eight years. Yeah. 
Shawn Michaels' grandpa. Whoever, whoever that bald guy yeah, that said he was Shawn good. Michaels was. He was Besides right. getting dropped on his head by two Hall of Famers. Of course. Uh, man, that's just... They, I, do you know what his payday was? Did we ever find out what that Sean? was? Sean? Yeah. No, but I, I, I'm sure it was... It's probably more than twenty. It's probably a million. More than twenty bucks for fifteen minutes of work. Yeah, exactly. You can't. You can't. You know, it's not our money hits differently. It's not our yeah because it comes from the blood of the non-believers. Why are all these red speckles? Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Wash off. Still spends the same. Uh, Far be it from us to tell somebody when they should retire or stay retired, dude. If you can make a million dollars for fifteen minutes of work, getting your bald ass out there, why not do it? Uh, that was versus uh, Triple H, or that with Triple H against Kane and the Undertaker in October. That's where uh, Triple H tore his peck in did. the middle of the match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in October, we got the Evolution pay per view, all female pay per view, which we know was just their response to not being allowed to let the women go to Saudi Arabia and wrestle. But it was a good show, man. Yeah, I, it was a lot of fun. I don't know why. I heard Charlotte the other day talking. Somebody asked her about that, and she said, you know, if that's the only one we get to do, then that's, you know, it was a great event. It was a great thing to be a part of. But she wouldn't be opposed to doing it again. I wouldn't be either, man, with all the talent they've got yeah, on all three, three brands. brands. Oh, now. my God. Could easily do it. I don't know why they don't do it other than they're big misogynists and racists. Oh, oh, that's just the Hulkster ah. and the Ultimate Warrior, but he's dead. Uh, Becky and Charlotte were uh, took place uh, took part in the first women's last man standing, last woman standing, last last woman standing, person standing. I want to be politically correct. Woman. Here. Okay. Well, there were women in the match. Yes. Last people. Last people standing. Women yeah. are people too. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, so a lot of first happening for. The ladies here as we uh, continue on in 2018. Daniel Bryan turns heel. What? What? Beats AJ for the WWE title and becomes the planet's planet's champion. And he calls the fans the word. What was that again? I I want a burger with extra. There you go. Thank you, Ron. Uh, Becky is set to uh, for a champ versus champ match with Ronda at Survivor Series. Becky being the SmackDown champ, Ronda being the Raw champ. SmackDown invades Raw. Pretty badass scene with uh, Becky hitting the disarmor on Ronda in the back and then coming in the ring and whooping ass, but gets her nose broken by Nia, <laughs> which... Blessing and a curse, because yeah. we got they the, made something. We got the amazing visual of Becky with just blood all over her face, standing triumphant uh, up in the no pun intended the nosebleed seats ah. of the uh, of the arena. But Becky cannot compete against Ronda at Survivor Series. However, Charlotte competes against Ronda, and that kind of makes us want the Becky Ronda clash to happen even more and that would carry between the three women all the way to Wrestlemania so like I said blessing and a curse uh, as far as that goes at 2018 for Becky Lynch in December we got TLC where Asuka would beat Becky and Charlotte clean for the Smackdown women's title <laughs> Ambrose takes the Intercontinental title off of Seth I'm sure that was memorable well he 
celebrated by standing in front of a lit trash can. It's true. Pontiac Grand Prix. Now this was this Grand before Damn. or oh, after sorry. the gas mask? Oh God, I think it was. That was right in the middle. That was right in the middle of when it? he was getting inoculated to like yeah. go to Raw because Ugh. that was good shit. Some ho- that was some hokey shit right there. Yeah, mm. he was. He had. He had to get like all his shots. Like, <laughs> oh, make him take a shot in his ass. <laughs> He's got to get a shot in his ass <laughs> because the crowd is. They're so filthy. No, I always Darn wondered it. why you know Dean Ambrose decided to to leave and you know mm. transfer his identity to there's the a, John Moxley. There's a lot of. There's a lot of seeds planted here. <laughs> they, they added like the air raid siren yeah. to his uh, uh, shitty. You loved that. God, that's hokey shit. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Awful. Uh, this was all. We're gonna end uh, round out 2018 with WWE with the McMahon family starting off raw in the ring, telling you, Jason Calcibetta, Jason, and you will lose that from now on. We're gonna give you what you want. Oh my god! You are now the authority in the WWE, and things are gonna change. Fire Roman Reigns. Get rid of Ronda Rousey. Can't, no Goldberg. You can't fire somebody. Right. With cancer. Got, hey, right. hey, 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 hey. Why you, yeah, you, you guys? Can. Why are you guys saying all these changes? You said I'm the authority. Yeah, but not really. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, and you love Goldberg. We're going to say no. that. We're going to say that, but we're going to keep this. If that's okay, we're just going to keep the same old shit. Well, then why would you tell us that we're gonna, you're going to change? we got to give you the appearance of control. I'm a genius. Goddamn, pal. Huh. Huh. There's a lot of beef out here. What about this wild card? Against all this beef? <laughs> So we recently had the one-year anniversary of the "You Are the Authority" promo. Are we any better off a year uh, later? I think you guys all got what you want. We got Seth as the champion. We got Kofi as the champion, and you guys are just fucking fickle, like a Chicago Cubs fan. Yeah. <laughs> Get some help. Thank you. Speaking of Chicago, uh, thank you, Mr. Jordan. I think we're we are not any better off than we were a year ago. If anything, it's worse. Hmm. It's worse now than it was a year ago. Well, we'll talk about that because we'll talk about 2019 and then we can compare. Uh. What do you guys think? I'll wrap up 2018 with NXT at January TakeOver. Andrade defends the title against Johnny Gargano. That is also the first appearances of Ricochet and EC3. It's a five-star match. NXT. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa returns for the first time in nearly a year. The last time we saw him, he was turning on Johnny Gargano. Uh, and breaking up DIY, and that it, it reignites the feud between the two, and we get a, a couple of amazing match of the year candidates between Gargano and Champa. The first one comes at Takeover in April, where Gargano wins an unsanctioned match against uh, Tommaso Champa. Alistair Black defeats Andrade for the NXT title. You know, Undisputed Era wins the Dusty Classic and the NXT title. Shayna Baszler wins the women's title. And Adam Cole, baby, baby. wins a six-man ladder match to become the first North American champion. A lot of title changes. It's a good-looking belt, too. It's the first time that belt ever appeared. That was a five-star match. It was, uh, despite the fact that Lars Sullivan was in it. It And EC3. Now, EC3 is not bad. (laughs) Take over in June. (laughs) Take over in June brings us... uh, Champa Gargano in a street fight <coughs> where Champa is victorious. I think was that the one where he 
they uh, peeled exposed the, the ring yeah. and gave him the what was that's that called the fairy tale ending no he gave him that that hanging ddt i think oh okay from the uh or onto the that wood gotcha uh, also, the uh, War Ra- War Raiders, easy for me to say, <laughs> join NXT. Uh, I believe they were War Machine at the time. Uh, in July, Champa beats Black for the title after Gargano accidentally hit Aleister Black. Mm. And in August, Champa beats Gargano in a last man standing match. Supposed to be a triple threat with Aleister Black involved, but Aleister was attacked by a mister- mystery assailant. Hmm. Later to be revealed to be Johnny Gargano, who turns <gasps> heel. What? what? Where is it? Give me that one right there. And by the end of 2018, we would also get the debuts of Keith Lee and Matt Riddle on the NXT the roster. King of Bros. 2019, guys. We are finally oh, no. freaking here Ugh. almost done with this thing which has been consuming my life <laughs> for the last several weeks billboard song of the year last year was old town road i'm gonna take my horse to the old town road i'm gonna ride till i can no more it's great <laughs> Lil nas x featuring billy ray cyrus good song who knew uh, billy ray cyrus would be back in the Billboard chart. Uh, I've been saying it every year that it was. <laughs> this is the year it's going to happen. This is the year it's going to happen. Ever since Achy Breaky Heart, I knew it was coming. You know, if you say it every year, eventually. It's true. You're going to be right. Uh, the Oscar winner for Best Picture was Green Book. Now, this one I did see a little bit because, Will, uh, when uh, we had, was it Christmas? It was Christmas. Was that the movie that was on TV? That was the movie that mm-hmm. was on TV. Her. Uh, that is, uh, it had the N-word in it quite a bit. Jesus. Hulk uh, Hogan's favorite movie. I was asking if we could put on any other movie on Christmas. <laughs> Anything. Other than this movie that is it's a wonderful life saying the N-word a lot. A Christmas story. But no. People wanted to watch it. Apparently. So never seen it. Except for that brief moment in time. It was a it point. was a Ultimate Warrior Christmas over at uh, the Bachman household. Lots of N-words thrown yeah. around. Uh, not by those of us participating. Let me tell you something, <laughs> brother. Mm-mm, brother. Brother. You say brother. Uh, let's talk about New Japan last year. Wrestle Kingdom 13 took place. Changing landscape for New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is the last Wrestle Kingdom event for Cody, Omega, and the Young Bucks. Uh, Cody drops the U.S. title to Juice Robinson after uh, having taken it back the previous September. Kenny Omega drops the heavyweight title to the ace, Tanahashi. Bucks lose the tag title match. Uh, Jay White, who's the new Bullet Club leader, actually beats... Uh, guys, Okada lost the match. Jay White beat him. What? And it was non-title. I mean, there, there wasn't oh, yeah. a title on the line because yeah. Okada was not yeah. the champ at the time. But uh, That elevates Jay White to the main event. Naito wins the IC title back from Jericho. In February, in Jericho's first defense, we've got. <laughs> I think he defend, might have defended one time before that. Uh, Jay White wins the heavyweight title in February from Tanahashi. Jay White, your heavyweight champion. Mm. Interesting. That'll put butts in the seats. Yeah, it makes me just kind of yeah. go meh. That takes us to uh, an event I was at. Yes, sir. The G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden ah. Mania weekend. It was a joint show with Ring of Honor and. I think everybody, if you read any of the re- reviews, will tell you that new J- the New Japan portions 
vastly outperformed the Ring of Honor portions of the card. Naito defends the IC title against Ibushi, which was amazing. Gorillas of Destiny win a four-way tag title match to become Ring of Honor and IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Your boy Enzo jumps the gate. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I actually have that in the Ring of Honor. Uh, would you say, oh, I'm sorry. Would you say I'm sorry, he sorry. forced himself over Whoa. the... Sorry! What? I said forced. Whoa. Allegedly. Jesus, you guys are all about rape and words. Hey! I'm not allowed to say rape. Whoa. Hey! Whoa. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> the thoughts of Jason Calcibetta and Will Lewis do not necessarily reflect... Those of Dan Rhino, the Rhino Wrestling Review, ProWrestling.com, or the Ultimate Warrior Fan Club. Ugh. No, it probably reflects Yeah, it probably that. accurately <laughs> reflects the Ultimate Warrior Fan Club. Uh, Okada regains the heavyweight title <laughs> for the from, fifth time. From Jay White. And has it the rest of the year. Yep, 274 days. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, Okada's over. He's going over. Yeah. He's going over. Uh, it was a huge event. For New Japan to be able to be in the garden on WrestleMania weekend and to sell that enormous building out. But there was a couple things we're going to talk about with the Ring of Honor portion that kind of sour, starting to sour the relationship between the two. Uh, that was also one of uh, Liger's last, it wasn't his last, his, I think his last U.S. appearance was October of 2019. But that was one of the last times he would appear in the States uh, as he would end his career uh, just this month in uh, 2020 at Russell Kingdom 14. The G1 Climax Tournament sees the addition of John Moxley. John Moxley! So he's done with that hokey shit in WWE. <laughs> yeah, he is. We'll talk about it when we get uh, there in a couple paragraphs here. Mm. But we, G1 uh, Climax sees a couple of guys who are leaving WWE, John Moxley, and also Kenta following his failed WWE run. Uh, Ibushi and Jay White win their groups, and Ibushi wins the Climax, G1 Climax. Uh, these were also the first G1 Climax shows to take place outside of Japan, which is kind of interesting. It kind of uh, leads into the next fact here that in October of 2019, New Japan announced the formation of New Japan Pro Wrestling of America. Hmm. That's a mouthful. I was like, Jesus. Uh, and New Japan ran 13 shows in 2019. So uh, kind of a to what we said uh, was a couple years ago when they ran that first show in San Francisco. They ran 13 shows in 2019, and their plan is to run double that in 2020. Good. So it looks like we may have some more competition for our uh, wrestling dollar here in the States. Great. Always, Competition's never been. I always said bad. we didn't have enough wrestling. <laughs> just, it's just really hard to find Since wrestling. we still haven't got an AEW yeah. show here yet. Ugh. Now... In their defense, they haven't <laughs> been to places like Chicago. They've been there. They've been there multiple like, times. They've been there like six times. <laughs> <laughs> Champaign, Illinois. Uh, They're coming to Kansas City. Are they? Yeah. That's cool. That's like a $20 train ride, baby. Yeah. That ain't yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah, champagne's right up the highway. You could drink champagne Ooh. on the train. You, uh -huh. Dude, you could right, You can get drunk as fuck on the train. It's amazing. <laughs> I've done that before. And you can bring your own shit on there. Yeah, and it's really. cheap. Definitely wow. done that. Dude. Oh my god, it's great. Maybe we should check that out. It's it's amazing. The train's great. If it's running on time, it's great. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's talk about Impact. Impact is on Pursuit and Twitch, struggling mightily to draw viewers on those two platforms, Jason. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Calcibetta yeah. to the stand. Uh, I'm right here, sir. <laughs> nothing we can say about that, right? Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing I can defend about either one of those. Now it's struggling they tried to, draw to fix it. Like a single viewer on Twitch. Yeah, they can't get any on Twitch now because they're showing porn. Yeah. Titties and stuff. Uh, they did spend 2018 a, more away from the impact zone, which is I think is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. I understand it from a financial point of view, but if you're getting the same people every time, and then a lot of those people you're getting in are just like park patrons that are just trying to get out of the heat, that's just not the... That's, no, I, makes, I understand it financially, but it's not a, an environment... It makes for terrible yeah, television, right. too. It's yeah. not an environment conducive to exciting TV. Uh, so in 2018, they went to places like Toronto, Mexico City, New York, and Vegas, and they toured even more in 2019. They hit all those cities. They also hit Philly, Dallas, Houston, New Jersey, Nashville. So it's good that they're getting out a little bit more. I think that that's something that's good for them, mix things up and get some different crowds, and especially those those wrestling hotbeds. You know, you go to Philly, you pick the right building, you can get a, a, a good deal on it, but you can still get a hot crowd. New York's a little harder because no matter where you go, it's expensive, yeah. man. Yeah. It, you're you're going in to try to break even, really. You know, you're just really getting trying to get the bump from the New York market. But it's hard to to turn a profit in New York just because of the, the price of uh, rent. Uh, Taya Valkyrie beats Tessa Blanchard in January for the knockouts title with Gail Kim, your uh, your girl, Jason. <laughs> As the ref. I'm listening. And that sets up Tessa versus Gale in April. That's great. Now, is that was that Gale's last match? Yes. And she hasn't wrestled since no. April 2019? She'll be back. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. I saw, <laughs> I saw Robert Irvine on some cooking show the other day. Uh, Gale, I ate his, uh, a couple of his restaurants How was in it? Vegas. They're delicious. I didn't see any Gale in sight. You're looking. Huh? He's trying to what? give her his award. Yeah. I have this award I've been carrying around in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's very disappointing. Yeah. Uh, the roster adds talent such as Jordan Grace, RVD, who was uh, recently featured in a porno on Twitch. Yes. Uh, Ace Austin, Scarlett Bordeaux, Josh sure. Alexander, Willie Mack, Michael Elgin, TJP, Ken Shamrock, and Daga. Daga. All in 2019. Tessa starts distancing herself from the knockouts division, wrestling exclusively intergender matches. And I think it started on, there was an event where she wrestled Joey Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Twitch event yeah. or something. Yeah. And then she was supposed to wrestle Eli Drake at that WrestleMania weekend event. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm not going <laughs> to wrestle her. I'm just going to leave the company. Nah. Yeah. I, I think that she might have ended up wrestling Joey Ryan on, on that one. But... She's getting to the point where she's... I don't remember the last time she wrestled a, a woman on Impact. I know she's done it on, on Independence. Yeah. but It's been a while now. She gets into a, a feud with Sammy Callahan, and they actually have uh, several matches. Yeah, good chemistry there, too. There is good, there is good chemistry. I was going to say, as there. much as you don't like him at all, you got to admit that they bring out the best in no, each No, they, they do. They do. And I think the thing that, that I like is that this is going to sound misogynistic, but Sammy, as much shit as I've given him about being unsafe, he really seems to take care of her in there. And not that she needs to be taken care of. No. Don't, don't get me wrong. But it's he's not, not, out not there. what I'm saying. 
busting her face over with the bat. That's not, right. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. He can make he he's they Although make that shit jaw look might good. be able to take a swing. Man, it probably could. <laughs> You Very guys, strong job. You, you guys judging beautiful women Ow. from your uh, from your couches here. Uh, Brian Cage beats Johnny Impact for the heavyweight title, but man, he's had a hard time staying healthy, hasn't he? Every time yeah. I see him, he's Taped wrapped up, up or... like you know the uh, walking wounded. Uh, <laughs> that's like, a shame because we talked about if you know if he's healthy, he's quite an asset for mm-hmm. wherever he's at, wherever he'll end up. Yeah, you know, or whatever. Got that K tape. That match on. he had with uh, Michael Elgin. I forget what uh, show it was. Anniversary in 2019. Yeah. Oh, dude, those guys. Yeah. And he was he beat the hell out of me. He other. seemed like he was healthy that time. I yeah. didn't. So in October the year before in 2018, that was that uh, Lucha Bros and Brian Cage against OVE, and that's where Brian Cage took the 87 super kicks to the head. <laughs> but you remember that match? He was still doing crazy shit, but he couldn't even move his one leg. Yeah, it was so he heavy. Had it all taped up. Right, it was up on the quad too, yeah. so there was no flexibility no. there at all. And I think we watched that together, and you were like, "He ain't moving at all." No. Yeah, but he was—he's still getting his shit in. <laughs> yeah, Mister Get Your Shit. Yeah, he yeah. is me, his Mister Get Get My Shit In. Uh, after. But like I said, the uh, the world title run by Brian Cage, I think he was he didn't defend it for like a couple months or something just because no. he was trying to get healthy. He had more interviews from his house. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I it sucks because you, Jason, you and I have talked about that. I think he he's obviously like a freak athlete. He's yeah. obviously just like you know one of those guys that just has great genetics and a great work ethic and probably never eats a carb and you know and being hyper athletic on top of that but really good at arts and crafts yeah, yeah. really good at like crocheting yeah makes terminator outfits for himself <laughs> yeah like <laughs> no that's the third graders uh, at the local elementary school to do that but i th- he he's for the the style that he wrestles i think he carries too much mass and yeah. i think i think this is going to be a, an ongoing thing with him Unless he gets, uh, if he gets a little less bulky, unless he gets a little less bulky, in, and Triple H doesn't have this nearly the same ring style, but Triple H got so bulky there for a while that he, you know, tearing quads off yeah, the he bone. He was just tight. And, mm-hmm. You know, you almost yep. get too much going on there. Yep, and that's what I'm kind of worried about with with Brian Cage. I hope he can find kind of that because I don't want him to change his style too much because it is very exciting and it is very unique, especially for his size but i hope that it that he can be a little healthier and wherever he goes next when there's rumors that he could be moving on to aew here in 2020 uh but brian cage beat sammy callahan at bound for glory and which was very weird because he beat sammy callahan at bound for glory loses it on the axis tv premiere the next night the, yeah, two nights. Two from nights there. later. Yeah, and that's because in September Anthem purchases Axis TV and Impact moves to Tuesday nights on Axis after Bound for Glory. So, a little bit of a, a step up from Pursuit, would you say? A smidge, <laughs> just a smidge, a smidge of a step uh, up. Yeah. So we're still not to the how many? Do we know how many homes Axis is in? Is it in that like uh, Destination America range? Yeah, I would assume it's around like fifty there. million, yeah. something like that. I think it's probably a little more than that, but yeah, it's. Because I still don't get it, but 
but I know it's what a is, lot. What is with you? You need to upgrade to a better package. Dude, maybe. Dude, my wife's been saying <laughs> I need to do that for a long time. But I tell you, this is what I'm working with, babe. Uh, <laughs> they say they don't give the the title win to Sammy on the pay-per-view. Yeah, you were right. $50 million. $50 million? Oh, look at me yeah. knowing math and stuff. Look at you, yeah. So they're not anywhere near where they were with Spike, but they're in a lot no. better shape than they were with yeah, a lot the, better than you the, were the 242 people that get the <laughs> Pursuit Network. Like fishing with Hank Parker. <laughs> on, on the water with Hank Parker. <laughs> Hank Parker's uh, Outdoor Adventure. All that. And Impact shit. Wrestling next. Yep. Hank Parker presents Impact. <laughs> yeah, they should have Hank Parker do some Impact stuff. Yeah, just have him do uh, yeah. play-by-play or whatever. <laughs> I think that would be a little crossover. Like, probably if you get some of the people that are watching the fishing show yeah. to stick around for Impact. Now, guys. Uh-oh. We got 2019. Breaking news. Uh, access TV programming. Uh-oh. Line up ready Breaking for news. you. Breaking news right here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You got Impact Wrestling. Oh. I've heard of Shocker. Uh, access TV Fights. Uh, Canceled. Art Man Presents. Ooh, Art uh, Man. Drinking Made Easy. Oh, yeah. Sponsored by Jason Calcibetta. <laughs> the yeah, Day yeah. the Rockstar Died. Drinking Made Easy, the Jason Calcibetta story. Ooh, Tom Green's House Tonight. Remember Tom Green? <laughs> I remember. Uh, My bum shows. is on your lips. My bum is on they your lips. They do a lips. lot of concerts. Tom Green see. Live. The Hottest Girl in America. It's presented by Girls Gone Wild. Of course. Uh, bikini Destinations, mm-hmm. Bikini Barber Shop. Lots of good stuff. Bikini Barber Shop. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I do need a trim. Clubhouse <laughs> and The Super. It's good stuff. And then there's apparently a lot of like live music. Last week, uh, a Tom Petty concert came on after Impact. From the Grave? <laughs> no, not for the Into Grave. Into the Grave, <laughs> wide open. And that's it. <sighs> that's it. That's all I got. That's all, of, that's all the programming. Yeah. So access now TV, that it, New Japan's off of there. Yeah, that that was a, a strange thing. They I, still do that. Women of Wrestling is on there. Is on Access. Wow. wow. Yeah. And then uh, they said that they want to try to replace New Japan with a Noah, an English Noah show, Pro Wrestling Noah. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's obviously not the same level of programming for sure. How? How? Far do you think the company can go with access? Because it's roughly in the same amount of homes as Destination America was, and Destination America they never really turned the corner. I I yeah. thought they actually kind of uh, got a little bit more exposure with Pop. I just but they weren't making any money off the Pop deal. Right? No, no. I just think it's key that they have a home. Now, because I, we've literally went through five years and done four channels. Mm-hmm. Am I not I believe mistaken this, about that? I believe this will be five and five yeah. years right here. So, right, they were just so having the, stability. So the question to, me, to you is, I guess, next, where are they going to be next year? <laughs> On Access. Uh, Oxygen Network. Ooh. Ooh. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. I think it's Oprah now. Oh, Is it? Oh, you, yeah, you would know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. You hit the, thank yeah. you. Gay! <laughs> here you go. Uh, Brian Cage rumored to be done with the company, headed to AEW. Probably just rumors, or is that Meltzer? Or uh, he's not on any of the. Uh, they just taped in Mexico this week, and he wasn't on any of the posters or promotional things. I didn't read any spoilers because I don't do spoilers. Uh, we did see that um, 
Who was the guy that slapped the taste out of Conan's uh, mouth? Psychosis 2. <laughs> Psychosis <laughs> Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Unlike two 50 year olds tackling in the woods or in the. Uh, Streets of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I don't go to Mexico, bro. I don't. I don't leave the continental United States. Uh, let's talk about a little uh, T-shirt company. Let's do it. That had a decent year in 2019. You guys ever heard of this uh, All E Light wrestling? Yeah, yeah no. it's pretty good. E Light is that like a e, like email? Yeah. Yep. Is this, this like an online company, online T-shirt company? Yeah. Uh, the creation of All Elite Wrestling was announced on Being the Elite on January 1st at midnight. They're backed by the uh, money marks that are the Khan family. And they announced uh, Double or Nothing was going to be the sequel to All In. Woo! Uh, All this was announced on uh, January 1st at midnight. It's a lot. Uh, January 8th press conference in Jacksonville. That was the one that was right on the other side of the parking lot from the WWE show that was going on. (laughs) And they were shooting off all the fireworks. <laughs> you got like everyone there coming out, and then Pac comes out in his wrestling gear. <laughs> just said it, like, why are you still? Why are you? Yeah, why are you there in your underwear? Why are you all oiled up? Why are you <laughs> in your underwear, bro? Oh, I'm ready to go. Stop it! Everybody else is wearing clothes, sir. <laughs> oh, we are here to wrestle. No, wait, you. Oh. Mm, it's not wrestling time. Oh, we are not even a company yet. We just started. We don't even have a ring yet. Oh, Put your clothes back wrestling. on. Stop it. Look at my pecs. No! <laughs> I don't want to look at that or what you're packing down there. I tied a band around my arm so they look <laughs> like... I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh, so Uncensored was there. Hangman Page. Dr. Britt Baker. She's a dentist, you know. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a wrestler. Uh, Joey Janela, MJF, Pac, and the big surprise was Chris Jericho. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Didn't know it was coming. I remember uh, one of you guys was like streaming it live or something like that. that. Yeah, I was at work. And you kept, you kept watch it. you're like, guys, well, it was like, guys, guys, yeah. guys, guys, uh, uh, Pac's here, uh, Jericho's here, uh, this guy's here. It's exciting. It was an exciting day. It was good. Yeah, it was a cool day. Uh, February, we get at the Double or Nothing press conference, we get the announcement that the Lucha Bros had signed with AEW. Lucha The Best Friends had signed with AEW. Mexico. And Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Who? Kenny Omega. I know who that is. You got Cheeto fingers. You were going to hit something. I was going to hit the who, but I I know who we all know who Kenny Omega is. Kenny Omega's coming. And then May 15th. The TNT TV deal is announced that starting in October on Wednesday nights, they're going to be live. It's crazy that that was... I forgot how long. Mm-hmm. It's the longest after, summer of our lives. That's why after the a, press conference. That's why it's fun to, to look back that yeah. from January, it would be... Because everyone just kept talking about where they're going to be. Yeah. And, you know, Jericho's in interviews saying he wouldn't have signed without a TV mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, it would be five uh, months before they would have their first event. It would wow. be... Ten months before they would have their first uh, television yeah. show. Double of nothing. Pretty crazy. It's incredible. Uh, Double or nothing. Probably. I think we all voted it our show it of the year. Incredible. Last uh-huh. year, May 29th. Uh, your birthday? It was on May 25th. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I. I mean, I don't know who did the research for the show. Some piece of shit. Jeez. Man. That gave hours and Ugh. hours of his life. To Whatever work. he says. I think the have. notes were pretty good. Yeah. Thanks, man. Just pretty good though. Thanks. Uh, we, we all voted our show of the year. Jericho yep. beats Omega to earn the shot at the vacant world title. My match of the year, Cody versus Dustin. Mine too. The bloodbath. 
Uh, we get to see Sammy Guevara, Kip Sabian, Kylie Ray. She gone. Not for long. Nyla Rose, Shikaru Shida, Rio, Angelico, Jack Evans, and Cena. John Cena? Oh, no, sorry. Seema. Oh. Zima? Sorry. I remember. <laughs> I remember Zima. They all participate in uh, Double or Nothing. The biggest takeaway from Double or Nothing happened after the main event, and that's when uh, Mr. Moxley crowd. comes out through the crowd. You notice how John Moxley shows up in the New Japan notes, he shows up in the all AEW notes, and he show, he's going to show up in the WWE notes here in a second. It's weird. Big year for uh, Mr. Moxley. Yeah. Uh, he debuts at Double or Nothing, takes out Jericho and Omega, hits him with the dirty D's on a bunch of poker chips. <laughs> Hokey shit, right? Hokey cuts, shit. Cuts a promo in front of a flaming uh, dumpster bin. Mm -hmm. Hit somebody with a hot dog cart, poured ketchup <laughs> on him. Mitch the Plant was there. Hokey shit. Yeah. Uh, Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen both take place. Both uh, good. Kind of to, to bridge us to the October debut on TNT. And our roster is starting to fill out too. We got Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc, The Dark Order, Jurassic Express, Awesome Kong, Sean Spears, Private Party. MJF is spending 2019 turning himself to the biggest, most successful heel in the business, <laughs> positioning himself as Cody's best friend, only to turn on him later in the year. All Out takes place in September. Looks like that's going to be a regular thing at the Sears Center every September. Jericho Labor at that Day show. weekend every, yeah. every yeah. And at that show, Jason, Jericho became the youngest heavyweight champion it's in incredible. AEW history. It's incredible. To somebody of his age to be the youngest champion in a company as big as AEW with that beautiful world title belt. Yeah. Kudos to Jericho for and, doing it at his uh in his and, young age. And now if you look at it in, in 2020, like he's now the longest reigning mm -hmm. uh, AEW champion. And of also all the time. oldest. Yeah. <laughs> Not only the youngest, but the oldest mm -hmm. champion AEW history. Yep. Good for him. He's accomplished a lot in a short amount of time. So that match against him against Hangman for the initial title. Do you think Hangman was the right guy to put in that spot there, or should it have been Omega? It should have been Omega. I think it should have been yeah. too. It, but I see what we I mean we talked about this before up that we under we kind of understand why it was hangman page because they wanted to try to establish him as a new a new top star but it definitely should have been Omega it would have made more sense has hangman been established as a top star yet no, no. but they're getting there yeah he's doing better I would say the last month he's been doing I a lot more it. drinking that's great he's like oh fuck you guys up I don't care. I took this this drink. I'm Cow, not gonna pay for it. Cowboy shit. This is cowboy bullshit right here. <laughs> yeah, he's just doing a lot of drinking. I'm I'm I hope they don't do like a drunk thing. I think we're him. just seeing more personality out of him too. Yeah. Where like when he was on the initial run up for the Jericho match, it's like, you know, he went 20 minutes with I think Kip Sabian or one mm. of those jabronis. Like it's like okay. You know well, how am I supposed to how am I supposed to know that this guy's supposed to run through the title? When you can't even beat, you know, a nobody. Kip Sabian is in a very prominent feud right now with Joey Janela. Okay. Kip Sabian's banging Penelope Ford, yeah, sir. Yeah, I know, sir. That's is that why you don't like him? <laughs> you may be. Okay, maybe I'm a little jealous, Dan. Okay. Well, just say it, man. Just admit <laughs> it. I'd appreciate it. Uh, AEW Dynamite premieres in October to over one million viewers. 
out distancing what the projections were. The projections yeah. were four hundred to five hundred thousand, yep. I think, Blown and they away. more than more than doubled that. Uh, WWE counters with live NXT, which we'll talk <laughs> yeah. about here in a second. And gentlemen, the Wednesday night wars are born. Wednesday night is wrestling night now, baby. It is. It's what I look forward to. Best night of the week. It is definitely volleyball. A night. Got of volleyball the week. going. I don't know anything about that. Volleyball. Uh, and then we got wrestling. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Volleyball. Two best wrestling shows on the. I do know uh, that Monday nights and Friday nights are not the best night no. for wrestling. I'm a Tuesday Wednesday. Guy. I would eat, I would put Tuesday above Monday or Friday. What's on Tuesday? On uh, Tuesday you get NWA and Impact. Into the fire! Well, I don't get Impact anymore because uh, RVD had to do a porn <laughs> on Twitch, so I don't have any way of watching it now unless I torrent it. They'll figure out yeah. something for you. Will they? It's coming. Uh, okay, don't, don't point at me like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, SoCal Uncens Uncensored are your tag champs, and Rio is your women's champ. Rio kind of came out of nowhere, man. But still. I, I was still champ. I really like her. I was. Jim Ross keeps telling me that she's 98 pounds. She her, is. Her. She is itty bitty. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how you're going to get much force behind that double stomp. <laughs> only 90 we, we talked about that the last time. We were like, yeah. do you think that double stomp would actually kind of hurt? <laughs> like, I don't think so. I'll figure it out. So, what do you guys, before we move on, what do you guys expect from AEW in 2020? What's. What do you want to see? What do they need to get better at? What do they. What, how can they. Uh, we talked about it a little bit on, on one of our previous shows, how they're doing in the ratings. Are they okay with where they're at? Do they need to bring in more talent? Do they need to do like a... a what do they need to do? They what got, do, they got it, plenty of talent really? right now. Uh, they just re-upped their, their contract, so they're signed through 2023 on mm -hmm. TNT now. Yeah, TNT is more, so now, now they more can just, than happy. Now yeah. they can just coast, baby. They can do Pretty like much. what... WWE got that SmackDown deal. Yep. Now they don't have to do any anything good. They already got the money. No, they still got to do a bunch. But they got that SmackDown money, baby. 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 Oh god, it's, battery's running out. <laughs> they got that Fox money. Oh, Fox money. Uh, yeah, uh, not quite that much. They got their first pay per view of the year coming up in February. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, you'll yeah. be there. Oh, you can't hide money. But, yeah, I can't yeah. hide money. My my buddy. Uh, uh, Doug got me the tickets. Yeah, uh, Doug knows people. They did just miss out on the biggest free agent of the wrestling market, so that's very upsetting. We'll see they what happens. Brian Cage. We'll see what happens with that. Biggest free agent. Marty Scurll. Uh, I heard that Chelsea Green was the hottest free agent. Uh, I don't even want to talk about that. That's what. Uh, no, I know. Robbie E told me. Uh, and now they're actually starting to uh, distance themselves from NXT because this week they pulled in almost a million. And NXT barely pulled in seven hundred thousand. So, so, yeah, so just, I think they're keep doing to, what they're doing. Yeah, they're they're supposed to beat NXT. Mm -hmm. You know, you're facing the right. you're facing in theory the number three brand. Yeah, you know, it's like bringing in your closer to face like seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, hundred. it's like you're it supposed should, to get they these should guys dominate out. that. But uh, I, you know, I I don't know what you expect. You know, I just kind of enjoying the ride at the moment. And there's a lot of things I would change. Like I think some of it is you can tell. For someone that watches wrestling a lot, some of the stuff is you're like, oh, man. Like, it's like, but it, again, you think about it, it's show 15, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have time. They're still they baby. Have plenty of time. There, there is some cringeworthy stuff. Oh, yeah. Some of it's just terrible. But I, like, I, I still don't think, like, he said they're 15 episodes in. I don't think they've still had a, they still haven't had a bad episode. No, and some of it's just you'll learn with experience. Like, they said after, like, Tony Khan's taking more of a hands-on approach now because... 
of one of the episodes he's hated. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was, they said, so he's taken over some of the, I guess, gorilla position. I don't know quite what they have. But, uh, you know, just small small stuff like that that you'll learn as the year goes around. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to get the elite. Uh, they're going to start running wild. I think what you're going to see here t- soon is they're going to be in a prominent position, which is where they should have been at and the beginning. Hangman Page is going to join the Dark Order. I don't know if he's Dark Order's do that. hot right now. Pretty hot. They, they, they throw they they hurt people without even touching them. Yes, that's how powerful their punches are. Yep. So, who's the leader of the Dark Order? Are we getting one? Your mom. Ah, that might be. <laughs> that could be. It's Marty Scroll. God, it's not. That's who it was wrote. That's who it was written I think for. This is, I think it's, this whole Ring of follow, Honor thing is a swerve. If you follow the Observer, I think it's the Fiend. Oh, so we get more more band wrestling. AEW is really owned. It's really being funded by WWE. What if it's Vince McMahon? Like the old AC. It was me, Austin. No, it was me, Tony. It was me all along. My God, (laughs) Vince McMahon. God damn it, (laughs) son of a bitch. I quit. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's talk about Ring of Honor. Jay Lethal runs with the heavyweight title for 280 days until April. Jesus. Uh, Kelly Klein is your Women of Honor champion, even it's, though it's she gone. makes uh, half of what a teacher makes, yeah. starting salary. Uh, Villain Enterprises is formed. We bring in Brody King and PCO to team up with Marty Skrull. Terrible. Uh, Matt Taven's getting that main event push, terrible. baby! Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Oh. No DJ Airhorn. No DJ Airhorn. For Matt, Matt Taven. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar with the Lifeblood faction? Uh, no. So, <laughs> thank you, Snoop. They tried to start this faction with like Bandito, Juice Robinson, David Finley, Mark Haskins, Tracy Williams, and Tennille Dashwood. Okay. <gasps> thank you, Snoop. Oh, I remember that for like one or two episodes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was awful. And they were like, "This is a, this is us. We're taking back pro wrestling." And then, classic Ring of Honor style, they all go their own. They all go their own. All right, we'll like get. To, we're like the Avengers. We'll get together if we need to. Yeah. We're gonna go. We're gonna go do <laughs> yeah. our own shit right now. Uh, does not take off. The relationship with New Japan uh, hasn't soured yet. At this point in the early point in the year, Ring of Honor is still sharing talent. Uh, also sharing talent with NWA. Pretty much okay. just one. <laughs> just talent, the talent. champ. Uh, Mr. Aldis. Mr. Mickey James. Uh, but in reference to the relationship with New Japan, the Ring of Honor's portion of the G1 is a shit show. <laughs> and that tag match we mentioned earlier, Enzo and Cash show up at the end of the tag title match. I didn't know what the hell was going on when I was watching this. <laughs> Dalton Castle jobbed out to Roosh in 15 seconds on that card. <laughs> it, it took Dalton Castle five minutes to get to the ring. It took him 15 <laughs> seconds to job out. Uh, the Bully Ray Flip Gordon stuff was okay, but it went way too long. Kenny King won the, the Honor Rumble at the beginning. It came down to him and Liger. Well, guess and, who I would have gave it to? Oh, dude, give it to Liger. <laughs> because it was for a future Ring of Honor title. Yeah, why match. not? If it's yeah. his last... Give yeah, it, give it a shit. You, instead, you give it to Kenny King, who has no heat behind him no. and got no reaction when he won. And then there was the point in the night where Matt Taven climbs the ladder and wins the title. In a match with Marty and Jeff Cobb? Jay Lethal. I'm sorry. Jay Lethal. Yeah. 
Oh God. So either one of those would have been a better choice. Oh right. my God. <laughs> yeah. When when Matt Taven grabbed that briefcase, oh. I mean, I was just like, Do you think they they were? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did you record that from the actual... Actually, like, that was a live. Like, that was live, live from yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the audio of the show. I think you can hear you, like, snoring in the background. I, <laughs> I don't know. I was probably the one yelling, No! <laughs> so, the reason they put the title on Taven is... Ring of Honor is assuming Marty is going to leave when his contract Almost up. a whole year later, though. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. I have. But they're. I think they're still pissed off at the... Bullet Club well, that's guy. not his fault. And he but, signed for an extra year on accident and missed <laughs> missed, missed the date. Oh, oh right. 2022 yeah. is going to be our year. Yeah. Like, no, 2019. You didn't, but you didn't fax it over already. <laughs> like, shit, no, who's I got, said that a long time ago. Who's got the whiteout? Shit. <laughs> uh, they really missed an opportunity to put the title on Marty, man. That would have been a big moment. That would have... You know the the biggest amount of eyes that Ring of Honor's probably ever had on them, and the fact that uh, and they blew it with Matt yeah, Taven. Yeah, New Japan did not make were not made aware of the Enzo and Cass involvement. There was a lot of uh, people upset backstage with the lack of communication. The emergence of uh, New Japan America is a little troubling too because Ring of Honor is still sharing talent <coughs> with them, but. Is New Japan just using Ring of Honor to kind of get a a foothold in America before branching much, off and kind of doing their how own How much thing? foothold do they have right now? Well, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the event coming up here in St. Louis <laughs> has 180 tickets sold. Yeah. Oh, I, I actually, s- Dan, breaking news. Oh, 180. <laughs> it's actually 140 tickets. Ooh. 40 people return tickets since the show started recording. <laughs> they're listening to this show. They're like, right God, now. this sounds awful. They, yeah. They're like, what's this fraudulent charge on my phone? Yeah. They Who called buying Ring of Honor. They tickets. called Discover. What the hell is a Ring of yeah. Honor? <sighs> um, so, yeah, maybe the foothold isn't that. That's that how big. I. I mean, I've heard people talk about that. And I think, you know, New Japan by itself is drawing probably three times. I think they were saying New Japan, the shows they just had were drawing a little bit over a thousand, which isn't, which is blowing. Ring of Honor would I mean, kill. Me, me and Will watched one that I, we, I swear at 50 people in yeah. the building. Like, and that's not an exaggeration, but we're mm-hmm. like, they're, they're fighting in the stands to empty seats. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we. <laughs> That's so I don't know how much of a foothold they really have, which is a shame when they're owned by the biggest. You know, Sinclair has more money than anybody mm-hmm. if they want it. You know. Yeah. They and just a couple years ago they were the number two company. Yeah. Now they're probably Clear no, cut. Now they're probably number four. And if yeah. New Japan comes in and starts kicking ass, they might be down to number five. So how funny things change in just a couple. Things of change years. fast yeah. in wrestling yep. as we've went over here. Uh, Roosh beats Taven for the heavyweight title in September, and the the bad guy from GI Joe, uh, Destro, <laughs> you love that shocks you? PCO with a car battery. Oh, I'm sorry, I made you watch that. And the uh, 52 year old PCO, after getting shocked by Destro, wins uh, the title. Beats Roosh for the title. So PCO, you're. Uh, I really don't have a problem with PCO champion being the champion. I guess, because I don't know who else on their roster, because PCO works his ass off. 
I don't want anyone that watches anything of Ring of Honor. That dude puts out a hundred percent every time. What about Marty? Scroll. What about, oh, yeah. what, about uh, what about somebody new and maybe putting it on Jay Lethal for a little run, little run ski? <laughs> what do you guys think time. about that? What do you guys think about maybe Jay Lethal give him a little shot? A little shine a, with the I mean, title. they got a handful of guys that they could. I think uh, Grisham, Bully Ray, Matt Taven. Ooh. Bully Matt, Ray now, Matt Taven's a name they have not tried yet. He I'd be interested. Almost killed yeah. the company single handedly, Dan. Dude. I when I said that you got mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're starting to come around with him. So looking ahead to twenty twenty, Marty Skrull has re signed and is the head booker now? Yeah, he's got the uh, got the book, brother. Uh, I can only imagine the check they cut for him. Can you imagine? Couldn't pay Kelly Klein more than twenty G's. They, but their women's division's done, apparently. It really confuses me that that. Tony, is, that is, Khan couldn't sign or couldn't spend more money to sign Scroll. Maybe he wants to be the book. Ring of Honor. Now, is Dougie wrestling booking for Ring of Honor too? Is that why the women are gone from the roster? <laughs> <laughs> all Natalia, all the and time. And I said that, that the, the title is just gone off their website. So the women's like, title. Where's the, the physical title at right uh, now? That I don't know. Is it like when Chris Maybe Jericho Kelly lost the it. AEW championship? No, that was at a Longhorn. Kelly wow. Klein probably had to pawn it just yeah, to just make to her rounds or something. Yeah, Jesus. I yeah, so I guess we'll see. I think you're already starting to see some of the dividends of Marty being having a little stroke there because they're getting a lot more New Japan people already for some of these shows. Well, let's get into the good stuff, guys, because okay. WWE in 2019 okay. was pretty amazing. Uh, the power couple of Seth and Becky win the Royal Rumble matches. Buddy Murphy's starting That's to sweet. break That's out fun. as a single star. Great day. Start, start off strong. Start off strong. Start off strong. Slapping the prime rib up here. Uh, uh, <laughs> Buddy Murphy up. at... Uh, it's all the perfectly roasted endless prime rib you could ever want. Buddy Murphy at 240 pounds is your cruiserweight champion. About <laughs> uh, 205 pounds. Yeah, damn it. Yeah. I said 245 pounds. He's no, you have to weigh in at 205. Or they else do, you can't be a cruiserweight. They do weigh-ins and everything. Mm-hmm. You, Legitimate. They, they showed tested. one on TV. Yeah. Do you remember Ripped Mike Canellis was on 205 Live? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was two, about two, 205. 250 lane. Uh, Strowman is feuding with Baron Corbin. Okay. Uh, I put pretty, yuck in the nose. pretty good. Accurate. Uh, Roman Reigns returns from his illness, reunites the shield for one last run. Which we got, to, Jason, you and I got to see. You got to touch the big dog. Yeah, touch the big dog I have, gently. Uh, that's uh, another one of the uh, videos I'll be putting on uh, the uh, Twitter page, at Rhino underscore wrestling. That was cool, though. Yeah, that, that was, was the last the last weekend where they had like three shows where the Shield uh, it was it. had one last run. They walked right in front of us. Yep, and you touched the big dog. Like, <laughs> like... Almost Would like, you say we'll give him the push I think he yeah, deserves? Yeah. It, was, it was a little creepy. <laughs> it was a little bit. I mean, the look on your face and the caress that you gave him. <laughs> and my raging bone. No, yeah. no, no, that's <laughs> that, that added to <laughs> it a little bit. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's 2020. Uh, Ambrose is going to be gone shortly after Mania. He's not even on the WrestleMania card. Didn't have a spot for him. Jason, too much well, good a, shit. There's, there's a very like, there's not enough time yeah, for there's, Mania. There's not enough time. Yeah, it's, I mean, a, it's a very short. There's only a two-hour pre-show and a six-hour show. What mm-hmm. do you fucking want? It yeah. actually goes past midnight. Well, what <laughs> so else do you want? The show started one day. Becky won the title <laughs> the in the main day. event the next day. It's awful. Fucking terrible. Uh, Becky becomes very anti-authority. She's suspended. She's reinstated. The man becomes the hottest thing in the wrestling business, leading. 
to a WrestleMania main event between Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte Flair. The ladies, another milestone, are headlining WrestleMania. And another thing for the ladies, women's tag team titles are introduced, baby! <laughs> Sasha and Bailey are your first women's tag team champs, and they yeah. carry that title with prominence. <laughs> It's yeah, very exciting. Facing all those real good women's tag team mm-hmm. teams. Teams. Yeah. Kofi Mania is born in yep. 2019. Kofi replaced an injured Mustafa Ali in the Elimination Chamber. Almost won the damn thing. He wins like six gauntlet matches on SmackDown. He overcomes the uh, authority that's very critical of him. He earns a title match against Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. He wins the title at WrestleMania in the match of the night. Uh, Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte main event WrestleMania. Becky pins Charlotte. I put that in, in quotes there for you. Mm, Becky, pins, yeah. uh, Becky pins Ronda uh, due to a referee's error, apparently. And terrible. Wins the title after midnight. Fucking terrible. Yeah, awful. What Just, were you guys uh, watching it at home? What was your impression when it happened? Was it like, glad WrestleMania was over. It was I such think a, I had a beard. It was such a... It was such a letdown. Yeah. Like the ending was such a letdown. It just, it just was like, oh, it's one of the back, the slide, okay. one of the old backward slide. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, it's, it's the the most devastating move in all of professional wrestling. It's the From surprise a, roll. What a maneuver! Yeah, rookie ah, ref. Oh, I can't even know where that one Can't is. Oh, it. that's right there. What a maneuver! But but yeah, it would have been it would have held so much more weight if like Becky would have like made her tap out or actually pinned her. Yeah, I was gonna say. Any kind of actual finish would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania also sees retirement matches for Kurt Angle and Batista. Seth opens WrestleMania card by beating Brock for the title. That's what we wanted. That is what, what we wanted. You guys wanted because you guys are getting what you want from here on out. Yeah, yeah it was great. That's what they told us. Yeah. Uh, Becky Two Belts becomes a big thing. She successfully defends the Raw title against Lacey Evans at Money in the Bank, but loses the SmackDown title to Charlotte that same night. Mm. Uh, Brock wins Money in the Bank. Uh, he <laughs> does the the boombox thing that for a while, amazing. which was kind of cool. That was Brock amazing. party. <laughs> uh, Bailey wins the Money in the Bank and cashes it in on Charlotte, the title she had just won <laughs> that same night. The Seth Becky <laughs> relationship becomes a storyline. Awful. And they start feuding with Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin. Awful. I put Boo. another yuck. Do you remember Mister Yuck? They used to have to put stickers on all our poisonous shit. Yeah, I do. Mr. Young? Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I forget you're like 14 years older than we are. Yeah, dude, I'm like so <laughs> old. Like, <laughs> no, no, Nothing was dangerous back then. Yeah, you're he's like, like, he's like we just had shit. to guess what was poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> you know that little, that, that bug truck that would <laughs> yeah. like go through? We used to chase that thing. Oh. <laughs> While it's spewing out yeah. poison. Yeah, like, that's a fog machine. We didn't give a shit. We were fine. That's hilarious. We weren't like uh, we were from hardier stock than you get. <laughs> we had to put stickers on our poison items. Yeah. Uh, Seth and Becky win uh, the winner take all match at Extreme Rules. So if Corbin and or Lacey would have got the pin, they would have got uh, the, both those titles. You know, I always said we Brock first Baron Corbin is a main event anywhere in the world. Hmm. So that's what we could have got. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'll leave. I'll show my Good to know. Thank you. That about sums it up. Uh, Rock cashes in on Seth afterwards, and just like that, uh, the title run is over. Another last quick. Title run for the uh, Seth Rollins there. 
But you got to put it back on Brock because he's yeah. got to have the title about every three or four months. Uh, go away and fuck off in Canada and then come back and win the title again. Uh, we get Will's Wet Dream, Goldberg and The Undertaker in Saudi Arabia. In the worst match ever. Nope. Uh, one of the worst matches of the year, and Goldberg uh, makes up for it by returning to murder Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam. <laughs> That's true. He did make up for it. Uh, Goldberg oh. spears Dolph Ziggler to hell, walks out, Dolph Ziggler gets on the mic, Gold calls Goldberg a pussy. <laughs> Goldberg comes back and spears him again. Fuck you, Goldberg. <laughs> Uh, uh, you can't. You can't even finish. Where you, you started? You 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 drilled my head into the mat, but you killed Bret Hart. <laughs> uh, Bray Wyatt returns after a long layoff with these Fireflies Funhouse vignettes, which I thought were the drizzling shits when they first happened, but uh -huh. they start they start to get over. Uh, we're teasing this Fiend character, and the Fiend debuts at SummerSlam and beats Finn Bauer. Murdered him. Yeah, pretty convincingly. Yeah. Knocked him, like, knocked him all the way to NXT. Broke his neck and everything. So, when the Fiend character first came out, it was pretty cool. Huh? With the, the Bray Wyatt lantern and, and things like that, I thought they, the presentation of it was, was, was well. very unique. It would not turn out to be a great year for The Fiend, I don't think. Because as we uh, go forward here, Seth wins the title back from Brock at SummerSlam. It's also what we wanted. Uh, also in September, Baron Corbin becomes a king, but still doesn't make him interesting. <laughs> uh, they can put, they can doll him up in whatever they want. I'm still not going to give a shit. Uh, October 4th, SmackDown moves to Friday nights on Fox. This is a big deal to have wrestling live on network TV for two hours every week. This is something we have not seen. Uh, we saw that in like the, was the UPN days? I guess that was technically yeah. network TV. Smackdown. TV, yeah. but it wasn't one of the big four. The Fox, NBC, yeah. ABC, CBS. Now we want it to go away. Now it's the worst show. It's the worst wrestling show on TV. Yep. It really is the shits. And it started off, we should have known from the first episode because Brock killed Kofi Mania in eight seconds. Terrible. Yeah. Brock's got to have the title. I like how he uses that, or Kofi uses that in his promos. Every yeah. Once in a while. He's, like, he's like, hey, it was eight seconds. Yeah, you got beaten <laughs> five seconds. Hey, it was eight. It was almost twice as long yeah. as you said. Uh, so let's talk about The Fiend as we wrap up 2019 here and wrap up this decade of pro wrestling here on the Rhino Wrestling Review. In October, we get Hell in a Cell. Terrible. Uh-oh. Uh, it was my worst match of the year. All red uh -huh. everything. It was all red everything, and not, uh, not in a good way. Not no. in an Eva Marie way. Uh, well, you Seth, said not in a good way. Yeah, Eva Marie's like... Bailey turns here, no uh, one. You could tell you were done with these notes towards this time. <laughs> Bailey turns here, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, and that's sentence. what this to be and done. Sentence. By this point, he's like, fuck, I'm tired. Yeah, this was, tired. What does this say? It says, October, Hell in a Cell, Seth Fiend ends in no contest. Please end this now. God help me. I didn't know that a Hell in a Cell match could end in a no contest, but apparently it can. Well, that's why we got this match three weeks later that could not be stopped. Well, we could not be stopped for any reason. Why are you doing air quotes again? Because it could not be stopped for it any reason. It literally had the air quotes on the <laughs> screen when it, 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 it had the, the actual quote, quotation marks on the screen. Just in case it, it got stopped for any could reason. Not, could not be stopped for any reason. Uh, so, of course, we don't do the title change at Hell in a Cell. Um, 
that ends in a no contest because the ref thought that Seth was going to kill the Fiend. And so we get the can't be stopped for any reason match. We got to save the good shit for Saudi Arabia three weeks later. Uh, Seth gets dra dragged over to like some fireworks. Uh, Transformers or something, <laughs> robots in disguise, and yeah. thrown on there, and he does the worst acting. My eyes, my eyes. I think Soundwave was over there. I think it's Bumblebee, maybe. Yeah, Bumblebee. Some of the Decepticons, mm. and uh, Fiend is your champion. Takes the title from Seth at Crown Jewel. On the SmackDown side, Bailey turns heel. Like I said, nobody cares. It's supposed to be a big deal. The she took a hatchet to the Bailey buddies. Yeah, that was kind it of... It wasn't a hatchet. <laughs> it was a spear. That's pretty sweet. It was kind of okay. But she got a new haircut and nobody cared. No. It's like girls get a haircut and nobody notices. They get mad. <laughs> she got a haircut and nobody cared. Uh, November brings us Survivor Series featuring all three brands. I was in the house for that. Was Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Actually, a good pay-per-view. NXT goes over big, four to two to one, and then uh, we end 2019 with the horseshit Lana Rusev Lashley cuckold angle. Boo! <laughs> now, uh, Jason is not booing because you like this horseshit. No, no, I don't like it. I think it gets big reactions. I think it got a lot of boos. Mm. Still a reaction, I, I pal. Like that one when uh, Rusev was like, I'm on the beach right now, Bob Lashley. <laughs> and it was just obviously in front of a green screen. Yeah, yeah. Nothing was moving. The now. colognes okay. are behind him. Like, hey. Hey. Fuck you, Bob Lashley. I'm on the beach right now, but I'll kick your ass next week. <laughs> oh, God. We got a wedding. We have two love angles going on in WWE right now. Ugh. And they're both great. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's let's finish up with NXT. This is the last one, guys. We're almost done. Whew. Tommaso Ciampa begins the year as NXT champ, but has to vacate it due to a pretty severe neck injury and surgery that he has to have. So Scary at the stuff. January takeover, uh, boys. we did get a, a title defense from, from Ciampa at that event. Uh, before he has the neck surgery. Uh, the War Raiders beat the Undisputed Era for the titles. Johnny Gargano beats Ricochet for the North American title. That's the uh, heel Johnny Gargano. Mm. And Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane team up. Sky Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> That's your favorite name, Jason. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, but NXT, I like them. NXT UK has their first TakeOver event in January. TakeOver watch. Apparently, they did. I, I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't I see it either. Either. Uh, NXT stars, you remember that like two weeks out of nowhere where yeah. like Gargano and Champa and Aleister Black and Ricochet yep. started showing up on the main roster yeah, for no reason. Fresh faces, yep. just for no reason, yeah. just because. Just out of nowhere, just because Vince was upset with the ratings, trying to give me your four best guys, mm -hmm. trying to pop a rating. Uh, NXT was featured at halftime heat. Halftime heat was back at Super Bowl in February, and uh, Takeover in April. Gargano beats. Adam Cole, two out of three falls to win the vacant NXT title. Gar Johnny Gargano finally wins the NXT title. And this match was rated five and a half stars. Great match. By Mr. Dave Meltzer. Yeah. The highest rated match in WWE history. There you go. Johnny five star right there. Uh, it's five and a half stars. Johnny five yeah. and a half star. Uh, take over 25 in June. Cole regains the NXT title from Gargano. Now, guys, this one only got five and a quarter stars. Oh, Still above man. five, though. 
Yeah, but what what was that quarter star that was a little less, um, do you think? Uh, it wasn't in the Tokyo Dome. But neither was the first one. Or was it? I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> like, Meltzer might have watched it on his phone while he was sitting in the Tokyo Dome. That's it. <laughs> you think that's what it was? Possibly. So, I, I went and, and I did some math here, guys. Okay. That, NX, that TakeOver 25 card... The top four matches, the average rating was four and three-eighths stars. That's incredible. Like, the lowest rated Insane. match was like three and three-quarters. And then the highest rated match was the five and a quarter. Uh, NXT just really doing great stuff in 2019. And uh, set for even bigger things as we go down the list here. We have the NXT Breakout Tournament introduces Jordan Miles, formerly ACH. Swerve Scott, formerly Shane Strickland. Cameron Grimes, formerly Trevor Lee. Angel Garza, formerly Garza Jr. Joaquin Wilde, formerly DJZ. <laughs> it was won by Jordan Miles, and he would be out of the company by the end of the year because he thinks WWE is racist. Probably accurate. I mean, some certain members that wear red and yellow certainly are. Mm -hmm. And maybe come from parts unknown. Mm -hmm. Uh are no longer Dude, with Undertaker's us. Undertaker's not racist. No, not him. He, he's from Death shit. Valley. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I was. That's a strong accusation. Yeah. Man. Uh, take over in August. Uh, Adam Cole beats Johnny Gargano in two out of another two out of three falls match. That was the one where each fall was a different stipulation. Yes. Mm. We had like a regular wrestling match. We had a street fight, and we had a one with the weapons and shit in there, <laughs> with like the broom yeah. and bag attacks. Uh, in October, NXT goes to the USA Network from the WWE Network, is now on a lot more eyeballs. It's now live. It's now for two hours, and it's going head-to-head -head with Dynamite. That's the Wednesday Night Wars, West, best night in wrestling. Finn Balor returns to NXT and turns heel. We see the rise of Keith Lee, the rise of Rhea Ripley. And I wanted to ask you guys, do you think NXT has the best women's roster on the planet? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. No argument. They also have the deepest women's roster. Jason? I don't know. Hot <laughs> dick. So, so Impact has God. what? No, two, I didn't. Like I two didn't good stars. AEW is doesn't really have much. Well, imp, you know, oh, AEW women's roster is it's trash. It's not great. It's awful. Yeah. Except for that one that dresses like Freddie Mercury that your brother likes. Yeah. yeah. Ring of Honor. And then they got an alien too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. She's pretty good though. Ring of Honor does not have... She, she, they got rid of their women's Because Doug's booking for them. Yep. I don't know. The only other one I would say would be the WWE main roster because you got... Well, that's why, yeah. That's Charlotte and yeah. Sasha and Becky. You got the main one. That's it. There. And uh, Kyrie and Asuka. Yeah. So Liv Morgan's back. Liv Morgan's back. Lana, uh, still there. Lana, yep. Dude, keep going. That's Your great. Your nasties, still yeah. there. My girl. Sarah uh, Logan. Sarah Logan yeah. is a wrestler. <laughs> Dana Brooke. Natalia. Okay, yeah. you convinced me. I mean, yeah. You it's all me. over there. Uh, oh, sorry, Eel guys. Bailey. Was, yeah. Sorry. Uh, NXT's moved to USA. Yep. What are they doing right and what are they doing wrong? Uh, well, they're putting on the best wrestling show on Wednesday night. I agree. 
but they have no storylines. I agree also. So it's, it's it's like yeah, so it's like cool, great. Now, somebody at this on this panel told me that you don't need storylines in wrestling. All you need is good in-ring action and it's prime rib. I don't want like I don't watch I don't tune in and like I would I will never watch NXT live. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it on my DVR maybe, possibly. I always watch AEW live, mm-hmm. or actually, may, I'll let it get like maybe a half hour ahead so I can go Just through some commercials. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'll watch NXT afterwards, but I might not watch NXT till the next day either. Yeah. yeah, I'll always watch it, but I might not watch it till the next day. It's. It's just a different show, yep. you yeah. know. And I don't know if I don't. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm. I can't imagine a scenario. Where I would watch NXT first over AEW. I don't. I don't know. Well, you don't want to miss what's going to happen on it. on Dynamite because yeah. Dynamite's so fresh and so new, and they're only fifteen episodes in, and they're building towards new another pay per view. There could be something shocking on AEW, and I don't think they're the chances of something shocking. Like I have to be watching that live happening on NXT are a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. The the things that you're going to miss on NXT is you're going to miss a great match. Which you can or watch Chelsea the Green. next day. Chelsea, Chelsea Green, too. With yeah. Robert Strauss. Hottest free agent. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Robert Strauss for getting on TV. How about that? Yeah. Or Robert Stone. Sorry, he's Ro- oh. Robert Stone. Sorry, man. sir. WWE's got to gotta own everything. Uh, takeover in November. I was there. My friend's first ever women's war game match. And Survivor Series the next night. NXT dominates the card. The features all three brands. Four to two to one. And Rhea Ripley ends the year and the big uh, run that she had in 2019 by ending Shayna Baszler's dominant title run. Rhea Ripley starts 2020 and the next decade as your NXT Women's Champion. And that is Ugh. it, ladies and oh gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am spent. Woo! <laughs> we just covered 2015 to 2019. You can listen to 2010 to 2014 with me and Dougie Wrestling. On any podcast platform, ProWrestling.com. Uh, I thought you said we were going to go back through 2010 to 2014, like now. Uh, no, let's just let's do a Royal Rumble preview right now. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we will not do a Royal Rumble preview Brock right Lesnar now. wins. Who wins the Royal Rumbles? This will be the biggest thing we got. Um, we won't have another show. Ronda Rousey Ooh. and... I don't think Brock wins. I, I think, think um, I don't know. I'm going to go Ronda Rousey and Roman Reigns. How cool would it be to see Adam Cole win it? That would be That'd cool. be amazing. Uh, CM Punk is also a 6 to 1 odd right now. Who is? CM Punk. <laughs> like I said, I think that would I, only be cool if he mm. was number 2. I want to see face Brock right away. I want to see CM I would love to see CM Punk go I think there's a story there with him and Brock. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I, 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 that's why I think Ronda's the obvious choice because there's a story there with, unless Ronda comes out just to cost Becky the match, and then that can set up the match between them, and then some other, and then another uh, woman can win the match and set up for the other title. Yeah, well, we need a, we need a definitive. Oh, are you, okay. I thought you meant like another three way. I'm like, no. I'm like, we need a singles match between the two, mm-hmm. and we need a definitive victor because it's not going to be Ronda. It's going to be Becky. All right. Again. Well, 
thanks guys for sticking around. Thanks for joining me on this journey. Uh, this was a big part of yeah. something I wanted to do. And Did a hell of a job. Sir. It was a bigger undertaking than I... That's why you. they call you the Undertaker. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? I did. It was a bigger undertaking than I thought it was going to be, and I could not have done it without... You guys couldn't have done it without Dougie Wrestling. Literally has a book. Um, yeah. Of great stories. Of, of prime, prime rib. rib. Yeah, that's for prime, every company. That's all prime rib you got mm, there, man. It smells Smell it. great. It's all the prime it's rib real, you could ever want. Real like, fat. There's a few fatty pieces. Real fat. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it's fat. You trim that off. You get a little bit of meat there. Uh, well, this right, is going to do it for the Rhino Wrestling Review. Thanks, guys. I'm Dan Rhino, Will Lewis, Jason Calcibetta. I'm at Dan Rhino. He's at Willis Stein. He's at BigJ2197. The show is at Rhino underscore wrestling. Send us your emails, rhinowrestlingreview at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Grinder. Like us on... <laughs> Anything. Any. We're, we're around. YouTube, MySpace, LinkedIn. Yep. Um, OkCupid. OkCupid. Uh, uh, FarmersOnly.com. Tinder. Christian. Christian, Christian Mango. Mango. Oh, that's a good one. Yep, uh, all those. Yeah, we're all there. Um, yep. I'm even on that um, um, uh, short people dating site. Small people dating site. There's a small people dating site? Yeah. Hmm. You can't must, say, don't say the M word. Must can't be. <laughs> Must be a short a short list to get in. Um, <laughs> don't kick out of each other's finishers. <laughs> See ya. Hey, it's the R to the Y, N to the O. On a block like a tortoise with a slow. On a block like a baker, cause I'm picking up my dough. And when I'm in the booth, like I'm cooking up a O.